Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590 Fan. I'm your host, Wayne Lou. We are doing what is probably going to be the last banter pod for a while. The offseason is wrapping up. We've got media day coming up on Monday morning, and uh, you'll hear from me and also Alex Wong at their, that event as well. Um, you know, doing the usual media day stuff. Trying to get you a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff, trying to get you a couple of interviews, you know, standard things. Um, but, uh, yeah, for now, the last banter pod before it becomes all basketball again. Alex, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. This is uh, this is truly the end of an era. You know, I think a lot of people listening are going to be disappointed because I feel like the banter pod has really gotten them through their, their you know, miserable, you know, nine to five jobs um, and, you know, the, all the time that they don't want to spend with their families. So, like, unfortunately, all of you guys are going to have to return to your regular lives. But, like, you know, why are we, you we giving promised- the LeBron speech from 2011? <laughs> what, after Dirk beat him, he's like, well, I know you guys hate me, but I, I, I get to go back to being LeBron and you get to go back to being a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what I'm saying to uh, all the people that I, that, that I don't appreciate for listening throughout the summer. But, you know, I think we got, so last week, so last time we did the banter pod, you know, we had some like technical issues and things and we had to make some edits, show some yeah. producer JR for that. And, you know, when I was listening back, I know there were a couple segments that got cut short and we'll get into that as well. Uh, but one of the things that we did talk about, I don't know if it actually came through because we had a really long conversation about it, was having guests come on the banter pod during mm. the season, which yep. we're going to do, I think right now, the way I'm looking at it, because like, let's be clear, like your workload is pretty ridiculous during the season. Um, yeah. You know, I've got now, my, my got play my... looks like Mary's uh, soul food play right now. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I low key am trying to finish my manuscript for January. So, you know, probably give 50 percent effort the first four months of the season. Um, so 50 you know, percent, 50 percent. That's 25. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking uh, maybe like one banter pot a month. Uh, is is right now what I think yeah. we're going to commit to. Uh, I don't think we want to get rid of the format. I, I, I found it really useful for us to really branch out in terms of our content, in terms of people getting to know your life, your life a lot more because I feel like you're very basketball focused all the time, and you've become this like mysterious figure that people just want to know about. Um, so hopefully you've learned okay. a few things about Will. You know, this summer, you know he, you know he'll sort price. Low to high on Airbnb. Um, you know, if, if you're renting for twenty dollars, everyone does that, man. <laughs> if if you're renting for twenty dollars, you know he's probably normal been behavior. Your tenant. Um. So, uh, and a few other things. Hopefully, more than that. But but I don't want to let this format go. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. A lot of the time, and during the season, I'm thinking about which times because I agree. Um, once per month, I think during the season would be good. Mm. Um, a lot of the times, because our show goes daily from 2 to 3 p.m., you know, live on uh, Sportsnet 590 The Fan or live on, you know, Sportsnet 360. Um, yeah, October you know, 17th, the by the way. As well. That's the return That's right. date. Well, everybody Official locked return in. Date, October 17th. We'll be there Monday to Friday on television, on radio, on the podcast, on YouTube, all that kind of normal stuff, right? Um, but I was thinking, usually because we record from 2 to 3 and then games are like 7.30, there is a four-hour gap, which is exactly perfect to do a banter pod one of these days. So, no, I mean, I'm, a, I'm just a, looking I'm, ahead. No, I'm going to cut you yeah. off right now, man. If you think I'm going to go back-to-back pods with you like that, no, man. I'm thinking I'm oh. thinking like a Saturday, a Sunday a Saturday, when the Raps bro, don't play. Yeah. You make me work on a day I don't work, man? What's wrong with you? You know you have thought, no social life during the season, man. Come on. 
Well, that's you what don't. I. I, ha- I, I know have you one always. Day a week, man. You're always scrambling to make up time with your partner. You know this. This is this is the always, Willu yeah. scramble during the no, regular this, season. He's always legit. fighting for his life. He's like, yo, it's her birthday tomorrow, man. I <laughs> I can't go. I can't go to Jazz Raptors. Like I just can't. <laughs> now the most dicey ever was uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. If the game oh, no. seven had been played, that would have been her birthday, and I would have had to be in Milwaukee because Milwaukee at home court they have better record season oh, records. So everything so, was on the line for you. Mm, no, yeah, that's right. Not only did I need the Raptors to survive, but I needed the Raptors to survive. Oh, you must have lost. So, you must have lost it when Kawhi dunked over Giannis. Then, Damn. yo, for real, yeah. Like you, you needed that on so many levels. But no, man, I'm not trying to do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're probably right. You, you know what? I've thought about it now. Okay, that does we make can sense. Do it at the arena too. We can bring our mics to the arena. You know what I'm saying? Like the empty arena report. Ken Burch just flicking left-handed, right-handed uh, jump hooks in the background oh, yeah. while we talk about uh, which Ken, Raptor is Ken uh, Burch content coming soon. Um, Shosa, no, no. there's a Ken Burch propaganda account now. Apparently, just every account we throw out now gets created. You know, Shosa Wong mm. Stradamus. I believe there's a Will Lose Stan account. Um, yep. You know, everybody, please continue to follow the Reddit, the losers. Um, mm. Continue to have regular conversations with with the admin. Gonna gonna need better questions, man. I'm calling. I'm calling the entire wow. subreddit out. Gonna need you guys to step up. The Twitter questions are always great. The IG questions are always great. Right, right now, right now, subreddit running in third right now. Okay. So, okay. so that's the, you know. I hope hope you guys take it take it personally. Please take it personally. Okay, good. Um, do that. Um, you know, I love all you Reddit people. So you know, yeah. that's Alex who said that. And also, by the way, I thought you were gonna mention the fact that we have a new community page, man. Oh shoot! Yeah, sorry, man. Buried the lead, as they say in the industry. Uh, so. Mm. Yes. So one of the things when I was having my contract negotiations this summer, um, you know, I, um, you know, people have this reputation of me uh, of, you know, being very lazy, you know, showing up to work, you know, twice a week. But, you know, what I said was, you know, I said, Mr. Sportsnet, like I'm willing to do more work uh, this season. And, And I actually suggested that we get our own Twitter account. Um, so they were kind enough, um, you know, Mr. Sportsnet and all the people there, um, mm. you know, to, to agree to this. So everybody, please go follow at the Raptor show on Twitter. I'll be running the account. You know, apparently Will will be too, although he's already deleted a tweet. So it's been a tough yeah, week for bad, Will. Man. We'll get to I'm, that. I'm we'll, misfired, we'll, man. Yeah, no, we'll I'm, I'm triggered about right now. Episode we'll, we'll 11. Get to, yeah, we'll get to Will's absolute terrible week. In fact, season three. Honestly, this banter pod, I need you like back in like locked in right now. You're bubble Pascal, but I need you to lock in by by the end of these this four hours. And I'm going to rescue you, bro. That's what I'm here for. All right. But anyways, all right, all right. the main point is the Rapture show. So, you know, we'll get, that's going to be a good spot for us. You know, we'll be taking questions throughout the season. You know, when the show starts up, you're going to see clips on there. And I think it'll allow us a bit of a breathing room too to like, you know, maybe show more of the personality driven segments that we do and also service the basketball fans. You're going to find all of Will's react pods on there and we'll be able to give more behind the scenes too. You know, I think people sometimes curious about like what media day is like, like you mentioned, or when we're at the arena. So, you know, when Will punches a wall, you know, we might be able to huh? put footage up there this season. No, nah, no, we won't. <laughs> yo, I, I, I don't care. Josh I don't, I don't care. We got a Twitter said, account. Josh, nah. who said, yo, yo, who paid for lunch, by the way? Show us a Josh. Uh, no, we invoiced it. Uh, the Raptors paid for it. So salute to Josh. Oh, so MLSE is sponsoring this banter pod, technically. Uh, yeah, well, so. you know, 
Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? Um, salute to Josh, by the way. Uh, I spoke to him. He said he loves the shout outs. He finds them hilarious. So okay. it's just going to continue happening, man. Well, we should bury I was them. A, like, I was, I was we should a little bit worried. Okay, did you ask him? Okay, so for people that don't know, Josh Sue is part of the Raptors PR team. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, we're tied 1-1 right now in terms of lunches that Josh has taken out uh, us out to. Um, so we'll see. Yes. We'll, yeah, we'll see how the tie gets broken there. But this is what we joke because we joke that someone on the Raptors has to screen these podcasts all yeah. the time, which is yes. perfectly fine during the season when Will just rants for 45 minutes about how the Raptors should fold their organization after they lose to Detroit on a Friday because it's like a 40-minute pod. And he's no, you're, like, you're, <laughs> you know? Wait, you, you, you think he's like, um, sorry, sorry, um, Mr. Nurse, um, the, the third star from tonight's game was was not, in fact, uh, Chris Boucher. It was yeah. actually Gary Trent Jr. Like, come on, man. Mr. Coach. But like. Nick's but like, like, who was Gerald Henderson? <laughs> but like in the. Uh, no, he's like, oh, I played with Gerald Henderson's uncle uh, back in Manchester. Um, but like during the offseason, if someone is screening it, it's a lot of work. Like, I don't know if you yeah, can blast yeah. this at two times speed. I mean, I sometimes do. But, like, to go through this whole pod, uh, did you ask Josh if he, in fact, has to do that? I don't think he has to. I think he's just a fan of the program in general. Oh, okay. Know? So, oh, salute to Josh, man. No, he's not a fan. If he, if he if he's a fan, we're calling him a stan, man. Like, no. he's a stan. Is he a stan? Is he a Willu stan? No, he's not a stan, man. He's a Josh, professional send, send who has me, to... Send uh, me 17 basketball emojis, Josh, if you are a Willu stan. He's, he's going to do that, man. Um... <laughs> And I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been an eventful week. You know, today, I'm, I, I feel like I'm struggling a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Today, I took a lot of L's. But, uh, you know, just keep it moving. You um, are LL Cool J this week. So, um, I don't know who that is, but. <laughs> How do you know who that, who that is? <laughs> no, but please, we're going to plug it throughout the show. Twitter account, The Raptor Show. You know, we just, I just put out a public announcement. You know, we're, we're recording tonight. What is this? Today? Wednesday? Wednesday night. So, put it out like mm. four hours ago. And as I'm checking right now, we're approaching 2,000 followers already. We don't um, have a single tweet. I mean, like, I texted the Twitter <laughs> well, once and I deleted okay, it. Okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> okay, yeah, so go ahead. So let's yeah. start with the L's, okay? So it's been okay. a week of L's for Will. And we'll, this, we is a, this is a minor one. This, this first one's <laughs> yeah, a minor yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But you, you had some big ones. Let me pull up that DM, by the way, that I sent you to. Um, so, so... We, 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 we got the account. We'll ask for the password. You know, obviously, I'm going to mm-hmm. pass it on because this is going to be a shared account um, where Will can also post so much of his stuff. And I believe one of, um, you know, someone who follows us on Twitter was like, oh, the first tweet's got to be hello and welcome. And that was the original plan anyways. But my plan was to, you know, let's not kick off the account on a random Wednesday night. You know, maybe when we get to media day, if we get a lot of behind the scenes stuff, we can really, you know, show people what it's like, because that's the whole point of the account. But mm. Will's like, oh, that's a good idea. He asked for the password. And, you know, this ain't coming from me because I only tweet lowercase. And I see a hello and welcome <laughs> with no <Wait>. context. <laughs> like... This man, this man thinks uh, he's like this man thinks he's like Samuel L. Jackson or something, signing up and being like, "Yo, snakes on a plane." <laughs> like, I feel like uh, you just needed a W 
So then you're like, yo, let me hit that hello and welcome. Get that serotonin I mean, it, it, it was, from it the engagement. It, it yeah. was liked. People responded. <laughs> that's that's like, what I'm know, saying. It, but I was like, what am I doing? I've completely but ruined We are not so people who chase. Deleted. We are not people who chase engagement. You know this. That's true. You're like, right. Like, you're this right, is you're not right. what we're, 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 we're the only people on Raptor's Twitter who don't chase engagement. No, no comment. No comment. That's not even you, true. That's not even true. That's not, I totally chase engagement. But I like engagement, like but engagement is like a side dish to me, man. Like, you know, like the main plate is the direct deposits. But like, nah, you, you deleted like it. But you, but you divorced. All right. <laughs> Yo, we'll get to that too, man. Why do we always get to that? Is it? Um, okay. So, right. so I check... Um, you know, I was recording another pod and then I check an hour later, I pull up the tweet and it's got the classic, this tweet has been deleted <laughs> at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So walk me through the process. Legendary. What, what made you be like, yo, I should actually I delete this. Like, why right, so should you delete up, it? A couple of L's today. So yeah. I was already in like a elevated mood. Um, was, what was I doing? I was in the park. I was watching <laughs> some volleyball that was happening in the park and then okay. you know i think maybe Sounds you and i had just gotten enough no this is before we got on a phone call first of all okay let's be clear let's let okay people should know this context too will and i do talk a lot but mostly through dms like like we mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. call each other i I'm see you all phone. the time man no no that's no, fine I see, you. I see you all the time yeah and people will be surprised to know too sometimes will and i go like weeks without speaking like maybe like a week yeah like, one week yeah yeah no there's been times but like yeah. i'm checking my phone right now will called me like four times today like yeah. we talked on the phone four times today, which is how you know it's an emergency day. No, nah, that, that's how you know I'm Stringer Bell, man. I, I, I pull out my two SIM cards to try to call you, man. <laughs> oh uh, my god, man. Yeah, no, it's yeah. tough today, man. Yeah. No, so, so I, you know, I, I was in an elevator, mood, and then I saw the thing, and I was just like, I was like launching the account. I saw you tweeted it out. I was like, oh, cool, you know, retweet it, see how that, yeah. you know, that thing's going. Added mm-hmm. the, the account to my uh, to my Twitter account as well, so I have like you know two there. Yeah. And I'm just seeing the, like, you know, I had to quickly turn off notifications. Literally every two seconds, someone followed the account. So I got a new notification, turned that off. Mm. And then I was like, you know what? You know, let's just see what people are saying about it. One person was like, yo, first tweet, first tweet should be hello and welcome, which it, it very much should be. And it I was, was like, yeah, let me just, and it's still let me just flip this off. Yeah. And then it did, but it didn't, yeah. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. But that, honestly, on the scale of it, very minor. Like, very, very so- minor. So, um, you know, in the veins of, you know, Adam, Adam Silver banning uh, Robert Sarver, who has now been pressured to sell the team. He, I'm issuing a two- he, he, he strictly did not ban him, actually. He said- oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He like suspended he, him for oh, he suspended him for a year. Right. Um, yeah. What was, was like? Uh, who, who was it? Which reporter? Oh, Howard Beck. Howard Beck. Yes. Which, by the way, Howard Beck. Uh, we're pro Howard Beck because we did successfully pressure Howard. Yes. Former, to former Raptor show legend. Yeah. yeah, that's part of the propaganda pods, the pander pods. Mm. We mm. we got him to vote Pascal for All NBA. We got him to vote Scotty for uh, Rookie of the Year. So he's good on our books. Which um, will be back. Which will be back this year. And by the way, you know, um, I'm going to produce a show, but I'm happy to take suggestions. You know, we do want to get more national reporters on the show this year. Okay. And yeah. One of the things also, like, one of the things for me always about this show is like. I'm not big on just like stuffing big names on shows. Like, you know, I, I want, I want the show to be good. I want Will to have good conversations. Like, I think, I think David Thorpe is better than like any guest that we can get. Um, even though people might not look at David Thorpe as like, Oh, like, yeah. you know, like some kind of what, stature. What about right? Gary Trent senior? Gary Trent senior was great. You know, didn't reply mm-hmm. to my last three texts, but you know, we, we can get that pop in again. That's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it happens. But you know what I mean, though. Like it's 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 about conversation over like you know brand name, you mm. know. 
Like PC Cola is just as good as Coca Cola, man. Um, and what? so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. We're recording it's at not. 10, What are you, what are you um, doing, man? Um, so if you guys have any, like, you know, like national reporters that, that you would love for Will to talk to or think would be a great conversation, uh, related to the Raptors, like feel free to hit us up. Like we obviously have a list and we're going to work on getting a lot of fun guests this year, have Will have different conversations, but also open to suggestions as well. But yes. Mm. Shouts to Howard Beck, you were saying, because Howard yeah. Beck was the one who pressed Adam Silver. Howard Beck was like, hey, listen, um, so Robert Sarver has been proven to to make, you know, racist and sexist comments repeatedly <laughs> over his tenure. Yes. Um, what I'm, if only laughing else... I'm only laughing because if anyone's read the report, like, it's it's, it's oh, yeah. comically bad. No, it, it yeah, anyway, so it, it's terrible. But, like, you know, he was like, well, Mr. Commissioner, um, if any of us did at our jobs, uh, we would get fired. So mm. why is there a double standard here? And Adam Silver kind of flustered. And he was like, he, it's almost like he didn't understand the question. You know, sometimes mm. like when I asked Bobby a question about like, hey, uh, you know, when you guys decided to trade for Thad Young, like what were some of the, the, the factors? Like were the injuries last minute? You know, did you need to some like bolster the roster? And he kind of thought about it and he was like, oh, I see how you think we think. No, that's not how we think. We, we thought about this like years in advance. <laughs> Yeah, he's and like this I'm is just... one of the scenarios that we press go on. <laughs> he's like, I've been scouting that young oh. since I was uh, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah. So you know, you probably think it's like in fantasy sports when you're trying to win for the week, and you're like, hmm, I'm pretty close on steals. Maybe I'll stream a couple of steals. I'll pick up Corey Brewer off the waiver wire. Like that's not that's not how we operate as, as an organization. But okay, Damn, does Bobby but, not respect us? Damn, no, no, man. no. I, I think it was just maybe the question caught him off guard. But it was yeah. like the same thing with Adam Silver. He's like, well, um, Howard. To be quite frank, uh, you are an employee, and this is person. This person owns the the company, and uh, we can't just get rid of him because he owns the company. There's a bit difference when you're the boss versus when you are not the boss. Essentially, that's essentially what he said. Um, so yeah, no, no shots, Adam Silver, for pressuring them. Silver or uh, what's his name, Sarver, to to sell his uh, yo straight his up, team. straight up, because Silver it really is- took LeBron and the players being like, yo, this is not acceptable. Then you saw probably sponsors threaten to pull out. And yeah, PayPal, that point, PayPal like, pulled out, all these places pulled out. And even like, even Robert Sarver's statement today was like, oh, unfortunately, you know, we're in this climate where people can't forgive. It's like, what are you talking about, man? You got like 18 years of this behavior. Mm. Like, and, you know, straight up, like Silver's in his flop era, right? Like he, he was. Well, this was the one redeeming quality that's, that Silver had in his bag. Remember when his one of his first acts as commissioner no, that's was his to def- oust Donald that's his That's his defining act, right? Yeah. Like, that was his defining act, and his Q rating couldn't have been higher then. But, like, yeah. since then, you know, I just feel like he's been just like any other commissioner. Which I think is fine because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to defend. He is any other commissioner. We shouldn't. We shouldn't really like put these people on a pedestal unless their name is Masai Ujiri. Like, I genuinely don't think they're like. Yes. No, like, like straight up, and and you know, like you you go through all the things that he's reacted to, the statements that he's given. Like, remember the thing that he said about Masai in that HBO special when he was talking about Masai's security incident, like. Like we just like you mentioned, you make a really good point. Like we can't prop these people up because at the end of the day, he's there to service the owners. Like he's there to service those people. And like, listen, I don't want to get into all of this. Um, not not because it's not important, but like I think people should check out the low posts. You know, he did one with Baxter Holmes. Uh, I yeah, shout out to, to Zach, man. By the way, yeah. in, in addition to him being like the like number one sports analyst in basketball <laughs> he's for got like law, law back ten years too. now. 
He's also got a law background, yeah, man. Yeah. When, yo, when's my accounting background going to come into play, man? Let me, let I don't me, know, let, man. Let me study this apron one time, man. <laughs> like, what is this apron, man? I ain't even seen an apron on the bear, man. Um, so, yo, salute to the bear, bro. Come on, yo, man. I'm about to wear a blue Suf- apron for When that Sufjan Stevens Chicago hit? Oh, my God. Sufjan Stevens? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce these people, man. Holy. No. Yo, once again, for every banter pod, apologies for everything that I mispronounced. Oh, my God, Um, man. So what were we talking about, man? Like, I've lost track now. So we were talking about... Yeah, the the, the sun's getting... Everybody uh, should check out the low post because he gives a really good explanation of why Silver didn't go the same route as the Donald Sterling thing, Mm -hmm. which I guess is kind of a moot point now because Sarver has volunteered to hopefully just find a buyer, sell the team, and get rid of it. And, you know, shouts to LeBron, man. Like, those tweets, those tweets, you know, that's influence right there. Like, listen, it wasn't just a LeBron tweet that shifted all of this, but, like, Mm -hmm. him saying something always matters, which is why when he doesn't say things, it also matters. So yeah, but again, I mean, I just because you speak out about some things and you don't speak about other things, like I, I don't know, I don't think LeBron's like is his full time responsibility is to speak on everything. Like it, sure, I, I think if you do some good, you should be obligated to do the good thing every single time. But I, yes. I think the other thing too is just like, well, the league is gonna have to try to find uh, a, an ethically sound billionaire to buy the team, which is like good luck with that. You know, you, you know what, you know good. what, you know what should happen? I think I think Joe Sai should own two teams. I think oh. Josai. I think Josai should, should have it. He should just transfer KD <laughs> from his two teams. Like when you well, transfer money from your savings. Apparently, to your, KD your wanted to go to Phoenix, right? So if if um, if Mr. Sai buys the team, then you know the first day KD shows up, he's gonna see the same owner. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So. Josai's just gonna change his tie from black to orange. <laughs> Yo, man. Joe He's like, I'm, I'm Joe Sai, C-A-I this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm the mainland Joe Sai, not, yeah, not that I want Joe Sai. Oh, man, I heard mainland. We got to move on. Um, oh, um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm still waiting for somebody to please design me a, a Joe Sai jersey, you know, with the, with the billion-dollar number on the back. Mm. Um, still think that would be the most fire jersey. You know, I guess That'd my influence isn't that deep. Um, all right, I plugged in my uh, battery. You know, I was at 5% battery, so I'm ready to roll now. Oh, okay. um, I, thought, I thought you got two phones down, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. The the company phone came in, you know, full-time employee Alex update. Um, you know, the phone came in, by the way. Um, still got the clauses to do freelance. Everybody, please reach out to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got locked out of my work email, so if anybody at Sportsnet's trying to hit me up, Hit that Gmail. Yeah, why, why, why are we both taking L's? The first 30 minutes are just us taking L's. These ain't L's, man. I'm rolling uh, right now. Yeah, no so, part. okay. So you deleted your tweet. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so Raptor Show, again, follow the Twitter account, The Raptor Show. Mm-hmm. And forever until now and the end of time, the origin story will be Will sending a hello and welcome mm-hmm. and deleting it. Just yeah. a legendary start, man. So, oh, this was the point I was going to get to. This is why I brought up Sarver and Sterling. Oh, okay. I'm, sus- yeah. I'm suspending you from the account for two weeks. So oh. you're suspended. Yeah. So until okay, you okay. come back from your vacation, you're done. You're done. Yeah. So so I'm officially <laughs> suspending you. So I don't want to see no tweets. I got I got the notifications on. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're suspended until right. you return. From, no, from that's your- fair. That's yeah. fair. I, I did fumble the first shot. Um, no, by the way, shout out to Silver, man. That's actually one of the best clips ever of him just like staring 
full like daggers into oh, like yeah. the, the, the the teleprompter mm. and he's he's looking so much like Dobby the elf from Harry Potter and he's just like oh, I hereby ban Mr. Sterling for oh, life. Do, <laughs> it was like think, it was cinematic the way he did it, man. Do you think he practiced that? Yes. A hundred percent. You think so, right? I, bro, I'm sure his wife was just like, honey, come to bed. And he's like, no. One more. <laughs> he's like, nah, man, I'm commissioning right now. He's like, I'm going to keep practicing this for life. Damn. Damn. Yo, go watch the clip if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's no, so funny, man. People got to know. Like, people gotta it's like know. something out of a like an anime scene, you know? Yeah, no, like, he looks like he looks like Mr. Freeze from the Batman animated series. Um, straight up. Uh, okay, so the deleted tweet was one L. Um, yeah, yeah. And working backwards, you know, um, enjoy the pod with Assad and, and Sahal mm-hmm. earlier this week. You know, I was walking yep. around New York City, you know, just bumping that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh and, yeah. By the way, know, how was your New York trip, man? Oh, New York was great, man. Uh, you know, quick shout outs. You know, I had a chance to catch up with um our former coworker Ashley Hufford. Um, Yo, I saw you guys went for dumplings, man. I got yeah, I had mad FOMO. Yeah, I took her to Flushing. She never been to Flushing, so okay. um, yeah, I took yeah, she, her. She, but she's from New York, though. But she's from like he, slightly, like up slightly upstate New York, or like just just outside the city kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, if you go to Flushing, definitely check out White Bear. You know, I was telling her too because I was showing her all these different spots. Like, mm. there's money to be made. Like, just being a tour guide, like in Flushing. Like, I'm gonna okay. show you tourists. Like uh, white people is all I'm saying. Like, like you know, mm-hmm. the places to go to, yeah. um, is all I'm saying. No shouts to uh, you know, had a chance to catch up. You know, Adam Figman from Slam. You know, mm-hmm. my friend Amanda Mole from the Atlantic. James Herbert, CBS Sports. Yo. My friend Young from GQ. Yo. Fiance Sumer. Um, what about else, uh... Chris Gale Malley? Who <laughs> man, Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, no comedians. Oh, uh, you know what? I don't think Ronnie ever got back to me. We were talking wow. Kobe, and then I was like, "I'm coming through," and then I think it was just seen. So I, I guess I always I, talking I, Kobe I with L. Ronnie. Yeah, I took. Oh my god! Yeah. Shouts to Enes Esmer as well. Got me a Rezo table for four at Lilia in Williamsburg. Apparently, it takes two months to get a reservation there. This guy came through, so I was able to bring some of my friends there from New York, and they were wow. just blown away that I was able to get that spot. So Enes Esmer, appreciate you. Uh, I didn't know Ennis had that kind of clout, man. Oh, man. So so he, when he hit me up, he was like, yo, I can get you this restaurant. I was a little skeptical because, like, you know how the New York food scene is. I think Toronto's yeah, kind of yeah. similar, too, is, like, places get hyped up, but you're not sure if it's actually good, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, so like I asked, I asked my friends, like, I asked Young from GQ because he knows his food spots. I'm like, yo, mm. I can get us this table for four at this spot called Lilia. He's like, yo, if you get it, like, I'm coming. He's like, I'm self-inviting myself. So, okay. like, that's how I knew it was good. And, and the food was awesome. It was, like, Italian spots, some of the best pastas that I've ever had. So, yeah. no, huge shout-outs to, to Ennis Esmer, man. Always knew that friendship was going to pay off because it certainly hasn't paid off at his house when we play poker. So I mean, yeah, he's, he's paid. He's at least paid some <laughs> He hasn't paid us, though, man. No, as but we... unfortunately, we just keep paying everyone else at the table. So <laughs> As we've mentioned, Ennis, me, and you are in the bottom three. Of the standings right now. That's fine. That's like, why we call ourselves the Axis of Evil. We that's, call ourselves and that's the only reason. That's the <laughs> yeah, only that, reason, I promise. That's definitely the only reason. We never talk politics. All we do is talk 90s, hip-hop, and the steroids era in baseball. Yeah, you're always and, just and, like, yo, man, Big Pun? <laughs> big Pun <laughs> was different. Like, yo, Big Pun was different. Here, big Pun was so different. <laughs> okay, Anyways, right, enough, man. Yeah. Anyways, had a wonderful time in yeah. New York, but I'm back. So I came back yeah, yesterday. Man. 
And then, so funny story. So this afternoon when you were calling me all fussed about your life, mm. I was I was actually pretty embarrassed because I was lining up for an archive st- sale, uh, waiting two hours to go into the shop. Wait, um, what? What is this? Yeah, so you know you know the streetwear band uh, Stussy? Stussy? Like it's like it's like a pretty popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brand. I've seen Asians wear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they've got they had an archive sale today. So I went to get okay. a haircut today because we're getting ready for Mark Savell's wedding on Friday. Shouts to Savell. Yeah, yes. Shouts um, to Savell. Which, by the way, how much? How much? Yo, how much money are you giving him, or should we talk off air? Man, I don't. You know, uh, that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, we could talk little, off air. Okay, yeah, let's talk. Talk off, talk air. off air. Uh, yeah. uh, Two fifty probably from me, Mark. Yeah, uh, I was, so, that's exactly what I was thinking actually. Okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna I'm beat you by one. Then. By the way, you guys like, just stuck a loony in that. Thing. Yo, by the way, I gotta buy a wedding card and stuff. The wedding card, the card economy. That, no, but that's such a scam, man. Why do what? I? Why do we gotta spend like six dollars on a card? There's a box that day at the wedding. Why can't I just drop straight cash in there? Like, oh, why? Do why do we need a card? Why? I'm gonna <laughs> congratulate him in person that day, anyways. What you do? Know what? Why do? Why do we have to get a card and write congratulations when I'm gonna congratulate him in person? You know what? First off, it's because. People are going to hold on to these sentiments forever, right? Like, so you want something that's going to stand the test of time. You get something from shoppers, which is probably going to run you $4 anyway. And it's like a cartoon giraffe being like, I hope your love is as long as my neck or whatever. Yeah, is that the one that you got? <laughs> no, hell no, man. Is that my you back, did... my neck? What's going this on? This guy man? decides to throw goat. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, man, I uh, hope you guys appreciate it. I feel like this is a classic banter pod right now. You know, when you um, think about it, a giraffe really is a goat with the throat, so it might be that might I, be the real throat. I, I don't even. But anyway, what? like you, you get you give him one of these cards. He looks at it twenty years from now, and he's like, "Who the who the hell is Alex? And and what is this? You know?" And he's gonna throw that out, right? When he's like, you know, moving into his third mansion, whatever. And like, nah, man, I don't have any. That's well, why you gotta give yeah, him a good card, a nice, well designed one. I've but clearly listen, been it, I've clearly been emotionally damaged, you know, from from my wedding and my subsequent divorce, because I just okay. don't see the point of this. Why can't I just roll up and drop two hundred dollar bills, a fifty, or straight into the box? What's the difference, bro? It's it doesn't hit it's the transactional. same. Man. You gotta it's read a, the card, you know, like the sentiment. But every card's gonna have the same message. No, I mean, some of them could. You could say something different, you know. What are you writing in there, man? Nice. Thanks for the invite. I, I I've only seen you three times in my life. That's not true, like. man. I've seen him at least five. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Don't do that to me, man. By the way, I'm Thank pretty you, sure there's going to be a lot of... to share this day with us. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of stands at the wedding, so get ready. What do you mean a lot of stands? What is happening? You know, so, so I don't think Mark, you know, Mark, Mark's our boy, but like he's busy, yeah, yeah. you know, making million dollar deals and stuff. So he's yeah, not like, we're, we're he's not, not like a, he's not a dedicated banter pod listener, right? So like yeah. he's not, well, he's not I mean, like... If he, if he listens to this one... I'd be very yeah. surprised because with the uh, with two T minus two days to the wedding, I uh, yeah, uh, you if, know, if, I feel if, like every you, minute is yeah. up the essence. Yeah, if you are Saval, you're a sicko. But he'll hear this but, on the on the honeymoon or something. No, but every week he texts me, just like he'll show me screenshots that he gets from friends, being like, "Yo, your wedding got another shout out." Mm. Like so, so I do think there'll be stands there. So just just get ready to like you know take photos and stuff. You know, mm. we I know you got your Banana Republic tuxedo. By the way, black tie event. I was gonna say. What's uh, your friend fit, of the man? program? No, the, uh, I mean, Joseph Cacharo asked that as a question. So I guess we'll get to it after. Oh, okay. okay, but okay. Black tie event. But Mark Savell did tell Joseph Cacharo this week that we can wear whatever. So you can return your tux if you want. No, hell no, man. Oh, I like that tux. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Well, no, it did on, look man. good, I'm man. I'm going to find a deal that good, man. 
No, it it, 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 it I'm, I'm gonna look... send you a link to this tux right now. I want to hear your live reaction. Check your DM, man. This guy wants a React pod right now on a tux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah, my that. god. Um, what were we talking about, man? I feel like we are off track right now. Uh, how much um, money to send to the the few the the, the wedding? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So Something we got the wedding. That. So we're pretty busy. You're heading off to Italy, I believe. That's right. I finally finalized plans. There were Let's talks of, of trying to go to Istanbul as well, but it was just very nice. difficult to to make the trip. Even though I thought they were like fairly geographically close, but anyway, just it was a little bit difficult to plan. So yeah, a little southern early trip. You know what I'm saying? Plan to talk to Cash about uh, the region of Calabria where he's from. Yes, sir. A wonderful. Yeah, curl, uh, tip curl boot, that. You curl that. You curl that word real hard. No, I, I, you know I've been hearing Italian in my household like nonstop. It's, it's just been okay. a lot of Duolingo happening last minute. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I went to Italy, you know, many years ago when I had a partner. Um, yeah. So, how, how was that, man? Is that is um, that when you uh is that also when you <laughs> went to stock Zach Lowe because it's right across the uh, the Aegean, as uh, they say. I think. Oh yeah, I can't remember. I so. No, I went. I went to Florence. I went to Rome. Adriatic. My bad. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple other cities. Um, my, my ex-wife took me to this like Michelin restaurant that was supposed to be like the second best restaurant in the world. But it's one of those restaurants where it's like, you know, the portions are like insanely small. Like it's like a yeah. 10 course meal, but you're getting like, you know, like a radish on a plate um, to eat. I don't really like those spots. Um, yeah. but, no, I mean, wow, the, yeah. the hot dog connoisseur didn't really enjoy getting a, Yo, a, a radish that was forged King? locally. Yo, how did Costco not get a Michelin star, man? Straight up. I, I agree with you. Yeah, you're right. By the way, yeah, I agree. Looking at this Banana Republic, Crosby slim black tuxedo that, that you've picked up. Wow, it's fifty percent mm-hmm. off basically. Yes, yes, I agree. Well, yeah, that's that's deal. why I got it. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a, it's it's a damn, can't wait. Are you rocking a bow tie? I don't know if I will go Ooh, with a, a bow tie, tie would be fire, bro. Here's the damn. thing. I I got a thick neck, man. So it's hard for me to like put on ties. So I got, Yo, like, you're really a human giraffe, man. You're like if a giraffe and elephant became a human. <laughs> With the What's head of a Martian. No, no, no. I got to build you back uh, up, man. This is nah, not you, the day. <laughs> this is uh-huh. not the night to like, you know, go at you. I got to be on your yeah. side. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know the wire comparison right now, but you feel like you're, you're Brody right now. Like you're just lost on the corners. You know, like like you're trying to find your way. So so anyways, what was I saying, man? I was at this archive sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was um, you know, embarrassingly waiting two hours yeah, um yeah. to to get in. And like I hate to wait, but like I don't know. I just felt like doing it today. And uh yeah. right behind me, so you called me and we had one of our yeah. four chats, you know, yeah, about yeah. about your work crisis. And 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 then right behind me uh was a Raptor Show listener. Oh, uh, word. <laughs> yeah, so shouts to Brian. <laughs> oh, Rich Brian behind you. Yeah, Rich Brian was right behind <laughs> did, me. And did, he was, did he look like a Rich Brian? Was he was Listen, man. He's into he's into, you know, streetwear. He's into like Japanese clothing. So so you know, there's some fun. Wow. He I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna air him out, but like he was like, Yeah, man, I just work uh down the street, so I just hopped over. But now I realize mm. I can't skip work for like two hours. So we chatted a little bit, talked about the show. Took yeah. a photo, and then nice, I en- nice. he ended up leaving the line. I go and do my shopping, come back out, and he came back to line up again. That's Why, the dedication, because the line had thinned out by then. So he like okay. got off work, like he had to go back to work. So he was very excited you- that he was going to be part of the banter pod. So so shouts to Brian. So what'd you get? I just bought some shorts, socks, like a Nike to see like collab jacket. 
um it was like a zoo in there but they were it was all 50 percent off so you know mm. i know so you respect dropped, that you, you only dropped a grand <laughs> <laughs> no, g-note <laughs> no no g-notes g-notes were handed out in new york man i was pumping money into that economy um uh-huh. all right so where are we at man again follow the twitter account mm-hmm. at the raptor show yeah so last week we had some th- Parts that were cut off. You know, I'm a big quality control guy. Oh, we're talking about your L's, man. So another oh, yeah, yeah. L that you took this week. So the Assad and, and Sahal pod. That was which, not uh, L. That was a dub. You no, know, it was sick. About? But it also yeah. made me realize uh, maybe there's a reason why we haven't been doing basketball shows for the last couple months. Um, mm. You know, because a lot of Shelvin Mack in there. You know, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I don't think anybody brought any heat in the Gabe Brown segment. Well, well, he, he was one of the guests, yeah. so there was a lot of Shelvin <laughs> And then... And then an hour, an hour and a half in, uh-huh. uh, I almost moved my porter flight up to come back and save the show. Uh, you know, uh-huh. front of the program, Assad does a wordle live on air. Yeah, yeah. did like, you know Trice like, was a word? Yeah, I know Obi Trice, the rapper. That, that's um, what I thought, but I thought yeah. that, you know. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. no, man, this can't be it, man. This is a low point in Raptor show history. And you know that's that's why we had to fire up this one more one more uh, off season finale banter pod. Yeah, no, fair enough, but, fair enough. But uh, shout shout to Assad, man. I'm no longer gonna give you a hard time about your wordles. Um, no, you know, it sounds I'm like gonna... Assad has, has has moved up in life. Yeah, let's say seems less overworked. Although this is not high season for for accountants, I get it. But like, yeah. still, he, he seems more balanced. You know. Yes, uh, he's and he's back, ball to, again. he's back to updating us on, on his ball runs, which seems yeah, yeah, like yeah. a recurring segment. Yo, Asad, I beg you, man, please get a tripod, man. The angle in which you're posting these are horrible, man. Yo, he's got the camera, like, right on the ground. So, like, everybody is 95% legs. Yo, it's like, it's like if a rat filmed a Rico Hines run. Yo, le- legit, it's like, what bro. are we doing, man? It's like if he GoPro'd a rat, this is how a oh, squirrel man. watches basketball. <laughs> no, but Assad, man, keep listening. You, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some listener questions about Assad today. So there's, there's mm. a couple of those. But you okay. know, the, the big L, I'm calling you Big L. You know, R.I.P. Mm. Um, is that, <laughs> is that? So you got to remind me. I believe this was Sunday uh, when Utah Watanabe, who recently yeah, signed yeah, yeah. with the yeah. Brooklyn Nets, shout out to Takashi. Yeah. Thank you for continuing to listen to the show. And 100%. he posted on IG story, Utah Watanabe, uh, just mm-hmm. kind of a skyline type view from his condo yeah. uh, in Toronto because he came back to pack up. So this was really his official goodbye. And right. um, I don't know, like you posted it on Twitter and, you know, you know, I kind of trolled you a little bit. Um, and I guess people were probably making a big deal out of the ramen. Um, and, and I just, I would just love to get the thought process because suddenly okay. you got really desperate and, and hit me up and was like, nah, man, please just message Utah from Will Fitz. Uh, what was your thought process that day? All right. So what happened that day? That day I woke up for a Sunday, relatively early, like eight 30, you know, mm. uh, went to play soccer, pick up soccer in the park, you know, had a pretty good uh, run. Unfortunately, uh, I was probably one of the best players there, which is never a good sign because I'm not actually that good. But did some nice moves, scored some nice goals, made some nice saves. You know, pretty pretty happy with it. You know, and I'm just chilling, coming home. Um, I'm on the bus. Shout out to the... You know, actually, I'm not going to shout out the line. I'm not going to try to shout out my... <laughs> this guy's shouting on the TTC for <laughs> taking 90, to, 96 seconds of silence for the Queen. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, let's just move oh, on from that. Oh my god. Um, do they think they play ding, ding, oh, ding at the god. end of it? Because they should. Anyway. Oh god. <laughs> I'm on the bus. I'm just scrolling Twitter, and then I, I see like Emma was in was in the was in the mentions. Emma J Brown, number one. Oh, shout out to Emma J Brown, by the way. She's um yeah. she's our New Zealand uh, ambassador. We're gonna introduce international ambassadors. Okay, yeah, this that's season. fine. Because Emma's I, Emma's been Emma's been messaging me. I'm a man. I don't want to blow up your spot, but you know you've been messaging me, and and about? just uh, pointing out that when we do the listener emails, there's a lot of fans from New Zealand. Yes. So so to let Emma know that she's still the number one, like she is the ambassador of that spot. So right, right. So if you're cool with it, it's your show, Will. Yeah. yeah no, of course. And and for, mm-hmm. to further proof this. She posted, you know, one last time. Do you want to, like, maybe last chance for ramen or something like that? Or there's still last chance. Something <laughs> along those lines. And I was like, you know what? Thinking about it, I actually didn't have lunch plans for Sunday. And so why not? Why not? So you're so just going to try to get an NBA player on a whim. <laughs> on a whim. Maybe he's free. You know what I'm saying? Maybe his yeah. quarter flight was, like, 4 p.m. So yeah, Imagine time. if he was flying Flair. Show some Flair. Show some Flair. Full-time Alex is here. Yeah. Full time, Al. <laughs> no, I mean he was packing up his place. So like, if he, if he took yeah. carry on on the flare flight, that that flare yeah. flight would have been six times as uh, expensive. <laughs> but no, seriously though, um, I was like, let's just make it. Let's let's just try one last time, right? So I was <laughs> like, was, yo, I, this is the most desperate heave I have ever seen uh, yeah. from you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pulling up for like not even full court. I'm pulling up from out of bounds, the opposite baseline. You're you're and, Andrew Bynum that one time <laughs> in practice when he just started tossing up shots. Oh yeah, when he when he got traded to Cleveland. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, "Yo, Alex, just I, you know, I first off I noticed on Twitter he doesn't have DMs open. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah, he's, there. Maybe because he's Utah Watanabe, one of the most popular figures in Japan. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, fine. You're right. That's fair. But then I was like, you know what? I can still tweet at him. But then I re- realized that his <laughs> likes, his tweets and replies, there's none of those from that's more recent than like months ago. Like he okay. it feels like he hasn't been on Twitter for months. So I'm just right. like, okay, fine. Then I'm not going to use this. I'm going to mm. ask you to DM him from the Willow Fitz account. Yes. But then also... Well, actually, well, tell us first off, how did that go? Did we get a response? Did we get like a you know not even seen, message bro. open? It's not, not even seen, seen huh? Not even seen. So, so again, Ooh. you know, I, I'm just walking around in Soho, you know, trying to get some shopping done in New York when this desperate DM from Will comes through. This guy's going so, to Stussy in New York as well. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, all right, man, I gotta help my boy out. Like, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't live with myself if I don't send this DM, even though it's, you know one of the most cringe things that i've ever done in my life um yeah, so <laughs> but so it wasn't to, you though it wasn't so you I, yeah so i go but to you're utah, not even greek you know so i go to utah watanabe's account uh yeah. first of all first thing i do is follow him you know out of respect um why wasn't i following already man <laughs> i don't know man i don't i can't manage your whole life so then here's the message as as, as i pulled up uh hey utah it's william Liu, raptors reporter from sportsnet Want to Bro, wish I've you talked the to him best... like a hundred times. There's no need to introduce myself. Bro, he's yeah. also talked to like a hundred people a day. Um, Bro, he knows who I am, man. Come on. Raptors reporter from Sportsnet. Want to wish you the best of luck in Brooklyn. We never did get to grab ramen. If you're still in town, feel free to text me. And then I dropped your number. Hmm. Um, now, this is not... I knew this is not going to work because, first of all, he's not following you. So this just goes in his request box. And his request box must be like hundreds and thousands of messages just from so? like fans. Oh my God. This is why, this is why you got to be on IG to understand the dynamic. 
So no response. How many DMs do I have on IG? <laughs> nah, don't answer this. Uh, uh, I plead the fifth. Is, is, can you do the fifth in Canada? Um, so, so I don't know, man. So then you reach out through other avenues too. Like I don't know if you want to blow up yeah. your whole spot. No, 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 like, it's fine. Right. Yeah, well, shout you... out Josh Sue once again. I messaged him. I was like, yo, <laughs> last. Josh, Josh like, I was like, like I, randomly, <laughs> randomly. Uh, would you happen to have Yuta's number? And he was like, why? He's like, no. Nah, He's like, why? Do you, need, you want him for an interview? And I was yo, like, uh, no. Yo, yo, no need to watch NFL football last Sunday with the Hail Marys that Will was tossing, man. Oh, my nah, God. Nah, I was Josh Allen, man. And then you sent me a screenshot of the Nets PR um, and all their contacts. And it's yeah, funny because no, I know because I, I, I know a couple of them from my time in New York. <laughs> like, I could have text Eli, but I'm like, no, no, yo, no, 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 relax, man. Who is I'm like, Eli? Come on, man. Joseph e, Eli Perlstein. But like, how do I, how do I even explain that? it, man? I'm like, hey, man, there's a prominent, uh, you know, media figure from Toronto who uh, has unsuccessfully tried to get Utah Watanabe's number for a year. Uh, but now would like his number in the next hour for lunch. <laughs> would hmm. you be able to help? No, well, I but here's the You know, I, I didn't have dinner plans either, so I was flexible on my time. <laughs> yeah, here, yeah, man. yeah. I love that it's just whether you had plans and not the fact that Utah was packing up a whole period of his life and, and, and heading out. You well, would have had a better shot, honestly, if you just posted up at Ishan, because I bet he did go for one more. <laughs> no, man. No, no he's not Fist Fighter me. Whoever works for Ishan. Yo, Come tell like, me, man. Let me know. Yo, he's he's that Vince Carter meme. He's like, yeah, I got one more in me. <laughs> he's like, I got one got more one show more you show. in me. <laughs> okay, so uh, that white sesame a, is really okay. good, though. Listen, man. Listen. You know, I always got your back. You know, yeah. so I'm here to support you. But mm. the one lesson you got to take from this is you got to stop acting like a civilian, bro. You're Will yeah. Lou, man. Like you're yeah, nah, William you're right. Lou, you know, you know, who, right. you know, who slides in the DMS and you know, who makes these de- desperate ways of trying to like, you know, connect with athletes and stuff, civilians, mm. you know what I mean? And I don't blame mm. them for it. If you're a fan, you know, I, I must be sick to run into Scotty at shoppers. You know, it must be sick. Like, you know, those videos are so amazing. Like when you see players around the city, you're William Lou, bro. You're sitting in Raptors PR's offices doing one-on-one interviews with players. Okay. Like, yeah, like okay. your Raptors show, your React Pod, Damn. the fatal mistake with Utah was still that should have just been done, right? Like you guys were in the same room, like you guys yeah. were in the same room. He had agreed to it, so like I don't know how this is ever gonna come up again because you know well, we've seen about four Asian players in the NBA in the last thirty-five years. Um, yeah. But if you know if that opportunity presents itself, you know, with an Asian or non-Asian player, like you gotta just execute next time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's fair. It, it is a lesson learned. Um, the Blue Jays have the bases loaded. Uh, for one out top man. of the tenth. We can't, three, three, man. Yo, no. the Phillies. Once Bro, again, I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on the Blue Jays, man. This is J-Stock minus, man. Yeah, by the way, I might have an extra. Uh, no, no, I don't want. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Um, okay, yeah, so. Relax, relax, relax. Come so, on, so not, no not Jays all updates. content, just 95% no, of it. No Jays updates, please. You know, after Assad's live Wordle debacle, we're on strictly quality control. Oh, right okay. now <laughs> that's what um, the banter pot is quality <laughs> control i'm not gonna lie man i feel like this is a classic right now um if yeah. you guys are at this timestamp right now just you know let us know if it's a classic i can't mm-hmm. wait for radio silence so another thing that got cut off last week we did talk about it briefly was one of our listeners lachlan um i want to say i don't have the email up right now my bad lachlan but he's definitely from overseas he's coming over here he was the one okay. who wanted to propose on valentine's day yes to his that's right 
We, well, look, we had a full answer. It just, uh, we had yes, again, technical yes. issues. Yeah. So, so we clarified, we cleared it, you know, got the clearance because girlfriend doesn't listen to the pod. So, you know, it's not going to be ruined for her. But the thing that we wanted to tell Auckland, you know, number one, coming from me, don't get married. But like number two, <laughs> it's, Yo, relax. it's it's against it's against That's the Orlando Magic. Savelle's card, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Shout to Savelle. Shout to Mark and Adriana, man. That's yeah, that's a sure. that's a beautiful relationship right there that everybody should Absolutely. aspire to. Best of luck but this like, weekend. But like straight up, like it's against the Orlando Magic, and you know we've talked about this during the off season. Like we, I think we told every Raptors fan to like please just take that day off. Like if you have a partner or if you have any obligations that day, like do not prioritize the Raptors. Yeah. But having but, said know. all that, Auckland, you know. Oh, you know, happy to help, man. I told you, hit me up during the season. Yeah, no, we're gonna um, make this happen, man. And by we, I mean mostly Alex. But you know, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. are gonna make this happen. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so we're, we're yeah. you know, while Will is working really hard Monday to Friday and stuff, you know, I'll be working behind the scenes to just serve as fans. Um, so, so hopefully we'll make it happen. I do want to say though, I I feel like sometimes, you know, I've gotten some emails and stuff. People overestimate the 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 clout that we have. Like we definitely cannot just like run up to like MLSE or Raptors PR and be like, hey, we need this and that. You know what I mean? I mean, like, like we're not at that. Like, no, I, I could even get Yuta's number. Like, come on, man. <laughs> no, man. You need to redeem yourself this year. You have, okay, you know right. what? Fans are rooting for you, man. Like, what about, pa- what about Paella with Juancho? Yeah, that's fine. I like, I like Paella. He... I like I love like, Pinchos with Juancho. Let's see if he makes it out of camp though. Yeah. He's got a guaranteed deal, man. Bro, come on. He just led Spain to the oh, Euro damn. basket. By the way, you know, so because Utah didn't say anything back, <laughs> which is not a surprise, <laughs> I instead spent $5 uh, Canadian on mm. Courtside 1871. I don't know what this app was. What? Uh, but oh, 1891. Courtside 1891. I'm serious. So this is one of those like the zone Fubo kind of products. Okay, so this and... is like a legal app that we can talk about on air. Okay. Yes, actually. Okay. And yeah, so like they were carrying the, the, the Eurobasket tournament and I've been following Eurobasket, but I haven't been able to find streams. And so I've just been like fo- watching like highlights and clips on YouTube and, and following certain reporters and stuff. Mm. But then I was like the final and I, I'm chilling. Utah's not going to hit me back. No Robin for me today, but I could watch Juancho. And wow, like what a game. Shout out to Spain. Shout out to Sergio Scariolo. Mm. Um, you know, Lorenzo our- Brown. Lorenzo Brown, you know, Jorge Garbajosa, the uh, the GM slash president of the Spanish Basketball Federation. So lots of mm-hmm. lots of Raptor connections. But no, seriously, Spain played a really good game. And, and Juancho, yeah, I was surprised to see him coming off the bench. Um, you know, he was coming off the bench. Rudy Fernandez coming off the bench. Uh, Sergio Scalarolo was like running like an 11-man rotation, which was really wow, impressive Rudy to me. Rudy Fernandez, that's a, that's a pull, man. Damn. Bro, Rudy Fernandez is looking mad old, too. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he might have retired from international basketball like right after this game, retired on top. But yeah, Juancho hit like six straight threes, and I was going nuts. And um, yeah, so salute to Juancho. Salute to yeah, his salute, brother. Man. Like I said, Salute to man, all the Spanish fans. And also, by the way, watching Rudy Gobert lose is just enjoyable in, 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 oh any, in, in any like basketball tournament. It's very fun like to said, watch man. that man lose. Wancho's Wancho's life is a movie, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, his season in Toronto is going to be cinematic. Like he's got the guaranteed deal. I don't know. I, you know, like we joke about the movie hype and all that stuff off Hustle, but it's made him like a not like not like a household name, but he's a name. You know what I mean? Like mm, there's gonna be yeah. there's gonna be a lot of attention on him. I, I just hope I just hope, and you know, as someone who runs memes into the ground, um, like I, I hope he doesn't just become a meme. You know. So, you know, I, I am starting to feel, you know, 
this is the thing with players. Like people know so little about the players that, mm-hmm. and I mean, even most reporters, I would say that we just end up asking the same things to them over and over again to the point where their life is a joke, right? Like, yes. yes. I noticed this and last year, like with Delano, it was like everybody yes. was asking like, hey man, how cool is it that you made it out of Rex though? How cool is it that you're from Toronto and you play with the Raptors? Like go back and listen to the early Delano interviews. Yeah. Every single one included some variation of that. And of course, at the first time when he gets when he's drafted, great time to ask him that question. I would love to hear his perspective on it. It's cool, right? I maybe ask the Rexdale question with a little bit of couth, but again, I get uh-huh. it, right? Like, ask the question. Maybe at, at, at media day, ask the question again, because again, it's it's cool. It's introductory press conference. Ask the question, but it was right. like every single time he was talked about, it was like, hey, how cool yes. is it? Like, oh, you took the bus. Like, tell me about the forty-five Kipling. I'm like, tell me about the forty-five yes. Kipling. You take the forty-five Kipling yourself, man. It's one of the most popular lines in the city, man. It's it's so popular. I got an express line anyway. So that's not much faster, by the way. Um, like. Players become like one or two things that people know about them. Yes. You know? And so yes. with Juancho, it's just like, even so, one of the EuroLeague reporters was like, they had a chance to interview both him, Juancho, and Willie, the two brothers. And he, the reporter asked Willie, who's like, hey, who's better, uh, Juancho today or Bull Cruz? And I'm like, just, you sound like a herb. Yeah. You, no, sound, that's you fair. sound like a herb. They just won the, t- the, the, the title. Uh, it's it's like the most like underrated Spanish team pretty much ever because most of their established players are gone. People were ranking them like eighth or ninth in the power rankings. Instead, they actually win the tournament tournament that included Giannis, Jokic and Luka, three of the top five best players in the NBA. And you're going to ask him, Hey, you know, I asked his brother, like, Hey, who's better him or his movie character? It's like, like, come on, man. He's a human. Like, I know you like the movie, but he's a human, man. I hear you. I saw saw the video clip, too, of him getting really emotional with his brother, too, right? And I think that was a really cool moment. And listen, man, like, we're we're in this game, too, so sometimes I think about it, too. And sometimes it's, like, the power of the platform, in a way, because, like, you know, we'll we'll put up certain... We'll put out, like, certain meme content. Like, I guess, like, last year, one of the things um, that got pushed was, like, Svi, you know, not hitting more than two threes in, in a single game. But that's um, different though. That's the no, stat we're tracking. No, but for me it's like for me it's like sometimes um that's the that's the downside of like you know having that engagement or people seeing or picking up on these things cuz for me it was like something that was cool to like track for like a couple of weeks cuz I was just really frustrated with the Raptors at the time overall. But then it just became a thing that everybody latched onto, right? And it's something that mm-hmm. you can't stop, right? Mm-hmm. So I noticed too like when he signed in New York, you know, that's like all the comments that people had and things like that and it's like it's not something you know it, it i don't know man i don't know I, I'm, I'm i don't have like a fully formed conclusion to any of this uh because i do feel like we live we do live in obviously the social media world and, and we're part of the content creation um but 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 for me i think for me mainly it's like I, I think i've said this before like i'll always just send out tweets or say things on the program that i will have no problem standing next to that player or coach like yeah, the next yeah. day you know what I mean? And I think yeah. there's a big difference between being a fan and a reporter as well, or a journalist, or whatever you want to call it, right? I, I like don't know about that, man. You're, you're, you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> no, man. But, like, one of the talking things is, like, guy, no, like, we are very pro-Raptors, but you you are, like, one of the most critical guys. You literally had a, you literally had to settle a beef with a player because you were so critical, right? Oh, it's settled, baby. Yeah, it's it's settled. So it's, it's the comeback of the century, man. Chris no, Boucher was involved in another thirty point comeback. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like as disappointing as the Utah thing is, like, you know, on the flip side, you know, this this budding friendship with Chris Boucher is like great. 
Um, but anyways, I just mean like fans can do whatever they want. But I think yeah. like when you're when you're in the space as like somebody that that's in the game, like you know, like don't just like don't send out stuff that you wouldn't otherwise say to someone to their face or in real life. You know what I mean? Cool. Uh, I just yeah. I just think I just think when people are online, they're just like. They can say whatever they want. Fans don't have to think about the consequences, and that's why I never get on fans. Like I don't have to agree with them, but I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, of course, right? of course. I don't. But we don't like, police fans. We really. But don't. if you're trying to be in the game, like a reporter or whatever, like that, it's like, yo, we have a responsibility too. Like as much as we joke about like us being just fans and stuff, like I think we do recognize that. But anyways. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, my my whole point was just like, <laughs> you know, don't don't reduce them to. Yes. Just that meme. Like Yes. Especially which that moment. Why, again, like just why I don't want like, to stand like, anybody. I don't okay, want to so stand anybody. No standing every for person, you this year, huh? Every okay. person I stand, like, you know, like, you know, it just becomes it becomes a one thing, right? So um having huh. said that, I might be a Jeff Down stand this year, uh, for oh, no reason. Okay. Maybe yeah. two Jeff Down facts right now. Yeah, his first name's Jeff and his uh, last name is Down. Um on, and, and he was part of the I don't know, man. He was part of the was he on an NBA team before? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna say Houston. Season. I'm gonna say Houston Rockets. Uh, that's a good guess, but no. Oh my god, I'm so mad. He was on I, three not, teams last year. My bad. Yeah, I'm not doing who he played for right now. Um, so well, he we played for ten percent of the league. So damn. Chance. No, I'm not guessing. Just tell me, please. Yeah, shout out to he Jeff played Gowden. for Golden State on mm. a ten day. He played mm. for Orlando on a ten day. He played for the G League as well, and then played for Milwaukee on a ten day. Damn. I think he also played he was for their on Milwaukee. G well, you know, I remember last year, like, again, no offense to the guys, but, like, a lot of people were given extra contracts because of yes. their COVID absences. Yes, so yes, yes. So, if I had to guess, I think Jeff was one of those guys who were, like, on the bubble that got call-ups. Just like how DJ Wilson did, you know? Yeah, but, no, uh, shows to DJ Wilson, Jeff. man. The, the Raptors have been trying to get DJ on the roster, like, six times in the last year. So Yo, let, let's the Raptors see how trying to sign DJ out. Wilson is me trying to get Robin with Utah. It's actually the exact same. It's actually the exact same. Except they have every one of DJ Wilson's number, man. They got his Milwaukee number. They got his like Cleveland number. They have uh-huh. every one of his numbers, man. Yo, I like DJ Wilson though. Like as like yeah, me too. I know yeah. you guys were talking about a little bit too. And I think my main takeaway, like all jokes aside about Assad's live wordle, um, like the main takeaway is like there's just not a lot of spots for this team, right? Like there's not yeah, well, a lot what of happens when you, That's what happens when you're good, man. No, Even, I love again, that. I the 10-man rotation is pretty solid, man. Also, by the I way, feel, we might yeah. have the – do the Raptors low-key have the biggest bench in the league? Because yeah, assuming Nick this, Nurse does yeah, – You're right. Yeah, assuming Nick Nurse does the Nick Nurse thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Delano so coming not, in at back a point. Yeah, not talking about Malachi. Not talking to Malachi the whole year. Yeah. Malachi not in the rotation. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thad Young at backup three. Chris mm-hmm. Boucher at backup four. Precious Ochoa at backup five. Right? Bro, everybody is six nine coming off the bench. It's actually kind of amazing. And by the way, the eleventh man is probably going to be Ken Burge. Yeah. So I think the Raptors have the biggest bench in the league. <laughs> like they don't have a seven footer. Mm-hmm. I guess they all. Oh, maybe you put Christian in there. Your, your bench even gets bigger. But who cares? But like ultimately. No, it's you know, it's it's crazy because like. Yeah, like you start talking about the roster and you get to 10 players real quick. Yeah, like really quick. And it's like 10 competent players. Like, like we're not even talking about like fringe guys. Like, I feel like maybe if it was Tampa year or last season coming into last season, you'd probably be trying to like squeeze Wancho into the rotation already. Mm. Whereas like now he's like end of the roster. Um, You know, for me, damn, man, I'm talking basketball again. This is really a new season, man. Um, Like I'm really excited about 
to see what like Chris and Precious do like off the bench, right? Like we saw some of that last year. I want to see if that translates. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see if that's actually something permanent that gives the Raptors like that kind of push whenever they come off the bench. Because, yeah. you know, they would like tag team and hook arms and check in at the same time and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like legit. They were like a WWF tag team. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. You right. know this because you know Herbie Kuhn always does the double intro. Yep. Um, with the French for, for Chris Boucher. Season that's doesn't correct. start until Herbie Kuhn introduces Chris Boucher, man. Like that's okay. that's when the season's officially gonna start. But yeah, I'm yeah, I don't know, man. You're taking some time off. I might bring in some guests just to hold the podcast down for a couple. Oh, of word. Days. You're gonna do extra work? Look at you. I already, man. I already asked the spicy meatball Joseph Cacharo. You know I love yeah, talking yeah. with that man. Bro, I might um, call in from Calabria just to... Please, man, please. Just, just, just let him know what a, the vibe is like, man. A $2 Airbnb, man. Relax. <laughs> nah, relax, man. Come on, man. Come on. No, no. Every, everything nah, these are, I say these are about like, you... These are uh, going to be like Oceanside, like... Or not Oceanside, uh, like Seaside kind of things, man. Okay, let's... Definitely yeah. send me photos because we got to get Willow Fitz popping. Okay. Um, Like, yeah, like you fair. cannot go to Italy without like at least six photos on the Willow Fitz grid. So, so we, uh, we got to get that. Up. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know if my fits are actually like, you know, Italy level, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You're about to find out. Um, <laughs> this yeah. guy's going to, this guy's going to throw out all his SVP Puma jerseys. I mean, you know, Puma does uh, do the Italian kits. I think they will be like, what squad is that? Man? And you're like, no, no squad, please. <laughs> like, please just give me my coffee. <laughs> They're gonna like, I'm, I'm gonna beat you up if you're not a Napoli fan. And I'm like, yeah. no, I, I, I'm no. an SVP fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat you up if you don't tell me what team this is, man. I've never seen this kit before. Oh, oh man, yeah. But everybody follow Willow Fitz. Trying to get it to 3,500 followers by, I believe, the end of the season. Yeah. Um, which which I think we can make happen. But yes, yeah. Toronto Raptors. Any other Toronto Raptors stuff? Not really, man. Like, this is really, we're really at the tail end now of the offseason. Media day next Monday. Okay. Like, we're here. We're here. But like, okay, there's, here, here. yeah. You gonna well, do I mean, the basketball there, shit? There's, there's real, like, NBA stuff happening. If we okay. have to count that. Okay, okay. so l- let me get your quick fire rapid thoughts, okay? Oh, I'm going to flip yeah, it, all right? I'm, I'm going to ask the questions. I'm Draymond yeah. and stuff now, all right? Okay, okay. The NBA lowering uh, the age limit back God, to this, allowing this the high research schoolers. that you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what are your thoughts, Alex? Researching age. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna uh, be a good I idea. Be- I believe this is a ploy uh, to allow LeBron to play with his sons uh, earlier. Um, so, so I believe there's some. This is an inside job. Um, no, I think. Um, no, I think it's cool, man. It's never made sense to me. My only worry is like I'm old enough to remember when guys like Jermaine O'Neal. And Tracy McGrady here in Toronto came straight out of high school when, when they were like 17, 18. And when were you were coming straight out of high school? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're actually right. Um, <laughs> like, those guys oh, were man. not ready for the pros. And, like, when you're talking about being ready, it's just, like, the lifestyle, you know, obviously on the court. You know, for me, the pro is always just the earning potential, right? Because you think about the backstories yeah, of some extra, of extra year. And, and, you know, you don't might not want to risk injury, you know, playing in college. If you're already talented enough to get that million-dollar contract, lock down the generational wealth and all of that stuff. But, mm-hmm. the, but the con is, like, these players also have to be ready, right? Like, you get drafted as a 17-year-old. You go to, like, I don't know. What's the worst NBA situation right now? Is this still Sacramento? Um, Sacramento. Like, OKC, yeah. no. OKC is by far the worst, man. First off, you sign an OKC, you're getting injured yeah. within a month. Yeah, but, like, like... So, like, I don't know if that's best for a 17-year-old either. Mm. So, I guess I'm just kind of on the fence about it. But overall, I am happy because I feel like 
anything that's like friendly towards the players for them to like get their earning, you know, potential started, you know, as early as possible. I think that's a good thing. So thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there is like going to be that one year where it's like, you really want to get draft picks because it's you're essentially going to get twice the talent. The, the oh, talent pool is going to be twice as big. But the thing is, I'm thinking about like the extra picks, but I'm like for a team like the Raptors that are so good in the undrafted market, mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course, having extra picks is more ideal than taking more stabs at the undrafted. But like that, that's going to be a nice year. Like there's going to, it's going to be because again, like you're literally taking two draft classes and making them into one because the, the, it's going to be right. lowered. Oh man, it, this is like be, when they this is like when they got rid of OAC, man. Um, anyways, what, what is that? Okay. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. Um, what is that? All right. What are what are oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Um, were, were you in grade thirteen? I guess you were back. I was the last OAC year, so I graduated with the grade twelves. Yeah, so it was really oh, okay. competitive. Hence, why I didn't get into Waterloo and disappointed my parents. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's that's your undrafted story, though. You're Fred now. That's why I'm driving. I don't want to be Fred, man. I want to be Joe Simon. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> like, show uh, some Fred, man, but the first billion's the hardest. <laughs> damn. Oh, man. You just lost another guest. <laughs> this guy said, you're not rich enough to talk to me, man. An NBA player. Um, all right, another piece of NBA oh. news. Breaking news on the podcast. ESPN oh sources. God. This is from Adrian Rojanowski. Boston mm-hmm. Celtics coach Ime Udoka is facing possible disciplinary action, Whoa. including a significant suspension Whoa. for an unspecified violation of organizational guidelines. Discussions are ongoing within the Celtics on a final determination. So first off, I don't know why this tweet is so vague from Woj. I mean, I feel like... Uh, it's uh, hard to speak on it without knowing like what this is. I feel like, well, because I don't think Brad, St- Brad Stevens has given him the full PR release for him to put out there with sources in front yet. But right. um, what do you think Ime Yudoka did? I don't even know. I don't even want to speculate on it, man. Because okay, this could be enough. like, because this could be like any of a million things. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah, this is crazy. Well, once again, by the time this pod comes out, I'm sure all the, everybody's going to know the news because this just yeah, came you're out right, like you're half right. an hour ago, right? So you're you're right. Uh, once again, this is why I'm Draymond and you're Steph. But uh, mm. go ahead. <laughs> mm. Uh, what else, man? Jalen Jalen Brown apparently. That's trying to so- play point guard right now. Yo, yeah, who's the worst tough. point guard ever? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm DJ Augustine in no, games <laughs> two to five in that Magic series. <laughs> this guy's like, can you please talk about a news item without any concrete context? Let me pull up Reddit NBA. Let me see what's going on there. Oh my god. Okay, do you want to hand it back to me? Because I've actually got a good NBA segment. Wait, okay, you got you, you got an actual NBA segment? Okay, all right. Oh, come on, man. man. Remember last week? So, oh my god, man. Big Al is here, man. Call this man Big Al. Oh. So, yo, you gotta go to Italy and come back with a new swag, man. Like, okay, I, I, I can't What's be having the- this. I can't be having this Will Lou to start the season, man. Like, 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 I'm, I'm gonna go hard on the IG captions for you, and and you, you're gonna come back ready for the season because you're crumbling right now. No, this is tough, man. This is something I took one more L before the day was yeah. over. This- so, so you just got a five minute glimpse into what it's like if I'm not on the show, which yeah, I guess right. doesn't matter now because you know I've uh, mm-hmm. signed a new contract. So remember last week we got a question about what's uh, what NBA hot takes do you guys have, right? Yes, yes, yes. So um, I think you know this account, um, Kenny Kenny Beecham, I believe is yeah. he is like a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So so Kenny put out one of those prompt tweets a couple days ago, basically asking what's your NBA hot take, and got a lot of responses. So mm. I thought we could piggyback off this, and I can go through this right now and pull some of them. 
okay. and we can discuss them. Okay. Uh, see how much better that is when I produce. Yeah, um, damn. It's, it's very easy. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to go through these very random. Would love uh-huh. your take on it. We can chat about it. Russell Westbrook still has some good basketball left in the tank. Thoughts? Absol- absolutely, yeah. Physically, he's still like very imposing. He just oh, needs to wow. change... Like wait, are you wait? Are you being that. sarcastic right now? Are you taking a shot, or are you being serious? No, I'm being. I'm okay. actually being serious. But I actually it would can't tell him to change the style of his game because the discourse around Westbrook has just become like you know. You talk about memes, like he is the meme right now. Did Westbrook have an AI level career, like no. same kind of arc? No. So AI from a cultural influence okay standpoint. yeah yeah you're you're right you're right ai unmatched. is un- almost unmatched honestly unmatched. almost unmatched like even i yeah as just a random asian guy has two ai jerseys okay <laughs> yeah, um, how did that I happen have, how many how many yao jerseys do you have i have one yao jersey by the way i saw someone on dufferin today uh, also wearing yao jersey the exact oh. one i have uh, oh. a little surprised anyway mm. but no but putting aside the cultural aspect like is there not a similarity in the career arcs like you know, yeah, I would say overwhelming has- athleticism at the point guard position. Obviously, Westbrook was more like ferocity, way, phys- way, more, on you. way more physically uh, dominant. Yeah. Westbrook well, was. I'm doing, I mean, like AI could re- was also like extremely athletic. He was just smaller. He was, and I mean, I'm trying to think because when AI carried the Sixers to the finals in 2001, like I can't yeah. think of a similar comp for Westbrook. You're like, right. Like he the- doesn't have a carry job like that. No, the peak for Westbrook was the peak of the Thunder, right? Like, like yeah, well, they were in the finals through. too. Yeah, but it wasn't like also Westbrook only won one game. No, that's fair. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't like that comparison. And the other thing for me is like, if we're talking about AI too, like I love when people point out how like inefficient he is, or like he probably shot like what forty percent from the field for his career. Like mm. that just shows you don't understand AI, man. Oh like, man, yeah. Talk about it. Oh no, yeah. Man, we got we got Ekam right over now, here. Man. <laughs> oh man, number number crunching is cool until you go zero for twenty seven from three in game seven. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like man. like numbers are cool, man. I love numbers. I love the fact that it's helped us like understand the game better. But sometimes you got to fold that other stuff in, man. You just do. Like, yeah, like you. when we talk about Iverson, we start with the cultural influence, man. There's a reason why he's everybody's number one fan. Like yeah. all the other players, like his contemporaries love him. And he's one of the only players that shows love to the players all the time. Yeah, like he, he's not like he a talks hater, about how great really LeBron nice. is. He talks about how great Steph is. And like everything about him, like, you know, they had to bring in a dress code because like he and, and look at everybody the way that they dress now. Like, yeah. look at the way that Westbrook dresses now. He wouldn't be able to do that without AI's influence. That's true. So, That's true. So, but I'm not anyway. talking about the end of AI's career. Like, he was starting I to mean, bounce around. He I had mean, some that, good years in Denver. Bad. But that then he got flipped to Detroit. That didn't work yeah, out. Memphis. Yeah, went back to Philly for a little bit. Like, that was bad. That was bad. Like, that, there is a chance that Westbrook is at that edge where he, he, gets, he pushes over that edge. And then yes. his career just like fizzles out really quickly for a well, player that used to be really great. Well, here's know? the thing, right? Like, like Westbrook's been a star his whole career. Like we know this. Like, like yeah. he's been in that spotlight. Like probably since like high school, you know, college at UCLA. Like, let's say in like, let's say in like uh, 17 years, like you start falling off, right? Like, oh, okay. like, like, like React Pod is not really hitting, you know? No, I'm like, not reacting like, as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you've sold out. You do 12 stars now, so you give a star to every player on the team. <laughs> Tonight's 12 stars. I got a whole solar system going. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tonight's, Tonight's Jupiter. 
<laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's like it's like the Gerald Henderson Award, uh, sponsored by Tangerine, um, in collaboration with NBA Canada and Flair Airlines. But like, say if you fall off, right? And someone's yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, Will, like, uh, why don't you take a bit of a smaller role? You uh, know, instead yeah. of doing the React Pod, we're just gonna have you come in, like, do the last ten minutes, like, mm. just hand out the awards. You don't get yeah, to react." Instead yeah. of Monday to Friday, let's just scale it back. Like you can just do two shows. Like, how would you feel about that? Yeah, no, I feel weird. But if I got mm-hmm. paid the same, and well, I got he's to do getting Westbrook, paid the same. So Russell Westbrook is definitely getting paid the same. Yeah, no, I mean, no, like, listen. I, okay, the point the thing, I'm trying though, to make is just it's like a, it's team, hard it's a to team adjust. game, though. It's a team game. Like that's yes. the thing. Like at, the show is is just me, right? Or like it's just mm-hmm. us, right? But, mm-hmm. like, at least with Westbrook, like, he's got to be accountable to the rest of the players on the team. If he's playing a style that doesn't fit for that team, it's your yeah. onus as a professional to do what is possible to make your team as good as possible. I understand that, like, we really focus on players' careers. I understand that players are naturally going to think about their own careers. Yeah. But, like, the, the, at the end of the day, it's about making the, the, the team and the, the product on the floor successful. Right? So you have to change your style of play eventually. Otherwise, people are right to criticize you, man. No, like, I, what did I'm, he do last year for the Lakers that helped him, other than stealing it off of Russ, uh, off of Scotty's inbound and then hitting that three? Because that didn't even help anybody. They did Lakers no. didn't make the playoffs. Raptors made the playoffs. You know, we got a we got a cute little story out of it that I'm no, still I, trying to hide from PR. <laughs> but like, you know, like the, nobody won off of that. Like, yeah, no, I I'm completely with you on that. But also, like, he's not going to change. Like, he's not going to change. Like. You're, you're yeah. asking him to become, like, obviously, he's not at the same defensive level as, like, P.J. Tucker. But I just mean, like, in terms of a role, right? And he also can't shoot threes. Uh, but, like, if he can come off the bench, be, like, kind of, I don't know, like, a physical force and energy guy. Like, like ideally... Nah, you ask him to become David Nawara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, yo, can, can... He's like, yo, you know, you know, you know, former third overall pick Chris Dunn? <laughs> I'm like no no i'm like yo russ like, you man. know johnny flynn <laughs> no it's like it's like russ man instead of instead of uh, i want you to be d wade but dean wade <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's like i would actually trade you right now for dean wade straight up <laughs> oh my god but like it's been so many years right and yeah. if he's gonna make the trend and listen man I, like a part of me like really doesn't blame him like iverson's a great example like a lot of these guys, when they when they fall, you know, when they when they fall off a little bit physically, like it's just hard, you know. Like yeah. ego is such a big thing too. Like at yeah. the end of the day, the ego is the ego, and like I don't know, man. Like I know, like you know, everybody piles on Russ and things like that, but like it's hard to understand unless you've been in his position. Once again, ball don't stop, mm. man. Like it's like, well, look, I mean, I get it though. When you were yeah. great, it's hard to just be okay. Like it's yeah. got to be so hard. Like if you were always okay yes. and you're and you're just asked to be okay again, or if you were yeah. good and you're asked to be okay, yeah. normal kind of thing. But that's the thing, though. But you respect that of, of certain guys. Like you got to be able to know when it's time to step back. You know, you're like, also I, asking I, athletes to have a lot more self awareness than like a civilian. Like how would you not have self awareness in the case of an athlete? You actually have like tangible like numbers. But you got guys gassing. But you got guys gassing. Okay, because like yeah, that's we're fine. Ex- you can gas yourself up, but go open a basketball reference right now. Yes, but you know? do you think but Westbrook is not sitting there right now being like I'm going to shoot 27% from 3 this year and like be and be terrible on defense. Like he's no, thinking I need him like, to get the Nick Nurse pill, man. Listen, if 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 you're if you're committed to winning and mm. you're like, "Okay, my regular style does not work with this winning." That's fine. First season mm-hmm. doesn't work out. Okay. 
now we know what the adjustments need to be made. I need to work fully towards that because again, I'm a professional and my job is to win games. Yeah. You know, like if Marcus All came to Toronto and he's like, well, I'm, I'm Marcus All. I'm a, you know, X time all-star. I'm going to go to the hall of right. fame. Watch me come in here and shoot the ball every single time. You know, like, you know, like, no, I get it, man. Trust me. Well, Mark like, was I, like, oh, I'm here to win a championship. Let's change my game entirely. I'll take five shots a game and just pass to, you know, Pat McCaw. No, like I'm, I'm you know, totally with whatever you. it takes I, to win. It's just the adjustment is like so extreme for Westbrook, right? Like you're yeah. literally asking him to give up like every part of like how he plays. That's fair. Um, but, this is 10 minutes on uh, Russell Westbrook. I wasn't expecting to have. No, I, I do feel it, bad man. for them. Though. I feel bad for him a lot. Oh, I, I feel really I feel terrible because for all the inefficiencies and all the things that you want to talk about, like he's had a great career. Like he's yeah, had no a great, this, this man has an MVP award, right? And, like, people are talking about how, like, oh, like, it was so hard to watch just, like, him, like a one-man team. The only person I feel bad about is Victor Oladipo that year because he just stood in the corner. But, like, you know, it was fun watching him chase the triple doubles. Mm. Like, objectively, it was. Like, I don't care that it wasn't, like, conducive to winning or whatever. Once again, ball don't stop, man. Like, sometimes basketball is entertainment, and some of these players are able to give us some of the greatest seasons of all time, and that's yeah. one of the most memorable seasons of all time. So, like, he's had a great career, and it's, I don't know, it's its just sad to see it like this because, like, the social media piling on is tough too, right? Like, yeah. that's well, different from, like, previous eras. Yeah, if previous eras, like, you might hear from somebody on the street, you might hear at the arena. Yeah, the person on the street would be you. You, <laughs> you might pick up the paper. And you yeah. read it there, or you turn on the TV or sports radio or whatever. Yeah. But you could you could literally turn you could literally mm-hmm. turn all that off. Whereas yeah. nowadays, mm-hmm. you really can't. Like I, I mean, I guess you could just straight up have no socials, like Kawhi. But there's yeah. one guy in the league that does that. You there's know, also like, one guy just... in the league who wins a championship and leaves. Um, so. All right. Well, come on, man. Yeah. By the way, the um, only person our our, our official Raptor show account. Uh, oh, follows. that's right. Is, is Kawhi? It's actually kind of hilarious. Right? You I did, did that, right? Yeah, that's okay. the only dub okay. I have today. Yeah, yeah. And, and once again, you're suspended from that account for yeah, two. Yeah, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching. I don't it. want to see one tweet. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> this yo, this job ain't easy, man. Um, no, it's not okay. right. Next one. Robert Williams is a top three center in the NBA. So okay. So before you react to this, okay. Yeah, yeah. This this hot take also got a reply. And the person said, Jokic, Embiid, Jared Allen, Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Ayton, and Kavon Looney are all better. I feel like there's other centers that are better. What about Cat? Yeah. You know? People, Kavon Looney kind of, is he overrated or underrated? Because he was pretty sick during the playoff run. No, listen, Kavon Looney is always going to be... Remember it as the guy got Kawhi, destroyed by Kawhi. Kawhi put a hole in his chest, like his chest was like the bumper of like. No, a, he's a like, car I heard you got. Man. He's like, I heard that you got that dog in you, man. Let me see that X-ray. <laughs> Yo, Kawhi literally gave him a CT, man. That's crazy. Oh my um, god. Anyway, so putting aside Kavon, I mean, yeah, no, that's way too high, man. I mean, like he's very good in his role, but again, like, how do you evaluate players? Like, can you run? Can he be more than a fourth option for you? Robert Williams, and it's a shame that he was dealing with injuries all throughout the playoffs because you could yeah. tell there were certain but games. But being that healthy is part of is a skill. Like being healthy is legitimate. Yeah, OG a Ananobi. Skill. OG Ananobi. I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of bad luck too sometimes with these guys yeah. like OG. But Robert Williams, at best, I would say, and like I don't know, Celtics fans, any Celtics fans listening, like check me. Like at best, he'll be an elite role player. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like the best like, role well, player. At best, he can be like a Rudy Gobert type of like role player, but so impactful in his role. Yes, like his defensive impact is so overwhelming that like you can you can like build a defense around him. Yeah, things of that nature, right? But that's like at its like if 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 his like career plays out like best case scenario, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, fair. So, that's fair. Um, Kyle Lowry is closer to Chris Paul than most believe. And if their careers ended today, I would rather have Kyle Lowry's. Uh, man. I mean, over Chris Paul's career? CP's had a, CP's had a legendary I agree that they're. Career. I agree that they're a lot closer. I agree that they're a lot closer. However, Chris Paul has been elite pretty much since the minute he walked into the league. Chris yeah. Paul was elite when he was in when he was in OKC before he was officially on the OKC Thunders. Yeah, man. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like when? Oh when, yeah, when, know, when they when they had the hurricane, had to play. Yeah, yeah when they had the Oklahoma City. Had to move. Yeah, no CP. So he's been I've elite seen, for yeah. that long. He's yeah. dunked on. He's posterized Dwight Howard. He's hit like real game winners in the mm-hmm. playoffs and game sevens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what he did in that 2020 run. I mean, I, I love Snyder and Chris Paul, but oh my god, what he what he did in that in that in that run was legendary kind of stuff. At that like, age. Yeah, I like, mean, like you have to say he's he's ahead of Kyle Lowry. Now, is he that far ahead of Kyle? To me, I'm like Kyle has other things in his in his locker, right? He's got the closer. championship. Gaps closer is, than most people think. I, he's I, got the but, championship. Yep. He's also got a lot of winning teams. But the thing yep. is, like, you know, when you think of greatest Kyle Lowry highlights, it doesn't come up. There's nothing like as visceral as like the, what, no. what Chris would do with his crossovers or no. uh, game winners or like the. Not to say Kyle doesn't have occasional game winners, right? Shout out to the game over with Della Dova or whatever. Um, and I'm not, again, you know, I love Kyle, man. Right? Everyone loves Kyle, but of like course. Chris is Chris is slightly ahead, but not by that much. But I think that's the, the spirit of the tweet. So I guess I'm saying yes. CP CP has like. Playoff runs that are like absolutely just like pantheon, like legendary, and I think a lot of them actually get forgotten about because, again, like we remember just all all the playoff failures, right? Like we've been we've been roasting them getting blown out by fifty by by the Mavericks um, mm. from this past season, and we know when he was on the Clippers, right? When he was on the Rockets, like there was all these different moments, and you know injuries was really you know hard for him too, like. Chris Paul can lead a team in the playoffs in a way that I don't think Kyle Lowry could ever. Um, like, and as much yeah. as we talk about Kyle, as much as we talk about Kyle's 2019 championship run and it was beautiful and wonderful, there's not a lot of playoff duds before that too, though. Yeah, but I mean, so does Chris. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I can agree that the gap is closed, but for me, like Chris Paul has got to be ahead. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I actually don't think that's that debatable, even in See, Toronto. They putting CP up in like all time point guard categories, and I think if you crunch the stats and look at the longevity yeah. and stuff, like he is up there. Um, all right, yeah. grow talk. But actually, <laughs> yo, man, you're gonna you're gonna get it together soon. <laughs> it's gonna dropping a random grow talk is killing you. Right we were now. doing grow talk, man. With legit grow talk. Everything is like a step slower right now. Okay, Clay. Next hot take: Clay Thompson is still the best shooting guard in the NBA. There's uh, no way. There's nah, just man. no way at this point. Not based yeah. on what he did last season. I'm sorry. I mean, you're talking Devin Booker. You're talking about a lot of different players to like put on that yeah. list right now. Come on, man. Yeah. What, I, okay, I do, what did Clay average last year? I, I just gotta look it up. Okay, so yeah, okay, he was coming up. off of injury. Um, 
I mean, he he did average twenty. That's actually pretty impressive. But you know, the efficiency was down. Um, mm-hmm. In the playoffs, he was. I just remember being wildly up and down in the playoffs, man. He had great moments for sure, but no, some games, some games he looked like he was just coming back. Like yeah, really nineteen points, forty three percent shooting, thirty five percent or thirty eight percent from three. It's not bad. No, I mean, I just, take, yeah. Like I mean, he's coming prime. off of two prime major injuries. Yeah, Clay in his prime. Clay in his prime actually had an argument to be like the best shooting guard in the league. The comparison probably would have been like, what he was he better than Harden? You know, but they played Man. entirely different roles. But it's like when you went into a playoff series and you picked guys on your team, I I'd pick Clay. I mean, name me one James Harden. Harden performance that's equivalent to Clay's game six against like against OKC. Yeah, it's okay, not even yeah, close. Fair, fair. I mean, unless lots of players don't have a game six Clay moment, man. Okay, but I can name you so many though. Like, yeah, man, no, that's true. how scared were you? He had a game six you? moment this yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to tell you. Uh, yeah, game six this year. How scared were you when Clay was going off in game six against the Raptors, uh, man? Oh, I my was God. freaked out. Bro, this guy, because the funny thing with Clay is his dribble is really, his handle is really not that good. But yeah. he's just like, I'm so good at shooting. I'll just shoot any time here. He would just dribble sideways towards the sideline and just pull up. Yeah, in transition. And Fred like, was for like, no I'm. reason. Fred like, was like, I'm 5'10". I'm yeah. No, Clay was yeah, no, no, freaking no, You got to give Clay his respect, out, man. man. No, Clay was um, scary. Clay was no, scary. Was, and then he came free. back out of the tunnel to hit those free throws. Legendary oh, stuff, man. Oh, this gotta is another, this is another good one, too. Um, yep. 2019 Kawhi better than 2018 LeBron. So quick context, quick context. I'm sure everybody mm. on the show knows 2018 LeBron was the LeBron toe, you know, swept the Raptors. Beat oh, the Celtics yeah, I'm sure Raptor win. fans don't know about 2018 <laughs> LeBron. Man. Why? What are you doing, man? I, no, this is just a you service are, are listeners in New Zealand, um, you know, in, uh, I was going to say Amsterdam. <laughs> in Amsterdam. <laughs> or Amsterdam. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so 2018 LeBron, also the one who went to the finals, dropped 50 against the Warriors in game one. J.R. Smith forgot the score. LeBron punched the wall. Um, They got swept. And, of course, 2019 Kawhi. Hmm, this one's interesting. I'm actually curious where you land on this. Um, Okay, let's start. Okay, let's start with this. 2019 Raptors. 15 times better team than 2018 Cavs. It's not even close, man. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah, not even close. We don't even need to compare. Jeff it, Green like, was Jeff Green was their second best player in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yo, salute to Jeff Green torturing <laughs> the Celtics like that, man. Shout yo, out Uncle Jeff. Yo, I was in, so yo, hard for for LeBron that game. Yo, I was in Boston for that game seven, man. One of my favorite sports memories. Oh, what? Uh, Why were you in Boston? What were you doing, man? No, because after reporting? after LeBronto, I was still picking up assignments to cover the playoffs, so I actually oh, stayed word. in Cleveland for a bit. That's nasty. Um, yeah, and how then, often did you go to that that uh, that that casino? Jack's casino. Yeah, <laughs> not after they wiped me out. Um, but like, um... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You, you know this is oh, hilarious. Man. Um, anti generational wealth alert. I took a yeah. spirit. That's, that's the one time I took a spirit flight. I took yeah. a spirit flight from Cleveland to Boston, and which is one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Anyways. Oh man, this so must have no. He, he must have had no luggage, man. <laughs> he <laughs> just showed up with yeah. what he had on him, man. It's like one of those immigration carry, stories, man. Yo, I hand carried. Yo, I, I came to Boston with six dollars and an Apple MacBook, man. Um. Yeah. Where do you land on this? This is because, uh, like, do okay, we could, could the Raptors have won the title with LeBron instead of Kawhi? Yes. I think the answer is yes. Definitely. Any team could have won the title with LeBron from 2010 to 2018. Yeah, okay. So the, the Magic Series, the Raptors could have won, right? There's no problem. Win, um, W. The, si- the Sixers Series, 
you're talking LeBron <sighs> with the 2019 Raptors team as constructed. But yeah, and you know what? The thing is, you, a, that was a carry job, man. Kawhi carried us in that series. Okay, here's the misconception, and we've talked about this a thousand times. Yeah. Kawhi carried the Raptors sometimes. Um, but also the Raptors don't win a championship without Kawhi. But like the whole perception of like Kawhi just carried them the same way that 2018 LeBron carried that team, like that that was not the same. Like the Raptors had so many guys step up. Yeah, yeah, of like, course. In so many course. big games. Right? Yeah, of course. So, so I have to give it to 2018 LeBron because he really single-handedly carried them. Yo, they had to go to seven against the Pacers in the first round. Yeah. Like that's why the sweep is so embarrassing. But damn. oh, by the way, LeBron hit one of those game winners over Thad Young in that series. Oh my God, we gotta ask that about that. Um... <laughs> he was sad, Young. I'm yo, come on, man. No, man. This man is off. Yo, this guy is gonna be suspended. Yo, you're suspended two weeks from. Pod. I'm taking a leave of. I'm taking a leave of absence, man. No, too please, much offseason potting. This is what happens. Yeah, unfortunately, I probably got to give it to LeBron. But uh, you know, Kawhi yeah. was. The thing was like, okay, Kawhi also did some like, you know, he he guarded Giannis for a time. He guarded oh, like Kawhi's Jimmy defensive in game presence. Seven. Oh my god! Like, come on, like, man! Like, do you think LeBron would have had the energy to do that? Because that's the one thing is like those Cavs teams. Like, they just like aside from parts of that Celtics series, my memory was this: the, the Cavs just kind of got by teams on offense. Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. And they they played anyway. they played such an ugly style too because they were just trying to go like eighty possessions a game. Yeah. Like, like they were not trying to run with anybody. All right, next one. Jamal Murray clears Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell by a considerable amount. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, okay, so, so let's rank the three. I would put Devin Booker first. I agree. I agree. I don't... I'm so low on Donovan Mitchell, I feel like I can't speak on it. Donovan is coming off a tough playoff series. <laughs> Once again, didn't guard ah, Jalen Brunson and then got Jalen Brunson a contract in New York, almost played with him and then didn't. I mean, like, okay, so fully healthy Jamal Murray, I agree. He can be that kind of unstoppable scorer type. I think part of it is, like, it's interesting to see a point guard play off of Jokic because mm. he doesn't have the ball every single time down. Like, if he actually had the ball every single time down, I think his numbers would be a little bit more inflated, right, right. just based on the usage. I think he has the, the skill set to handle that kind of stuff, but... At the same time, he meshes so well with a guy like Jokic that in a way that, like, I don't know, maybe Donovan meshes well with Jokic, but he would have to change his game significantly. Um, yeah. At the same time, though, I think Jokic gives, like, so many players higher percentages, for example, with his passing, with his spacing out to the three-point line, with the way he draws doubles. So having a guy to play off of that is also going to... Yeah, it's, it's tough. I don't know, though. There's no shame in being third in this list, but I'm probably going to go Jamal third in this list. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a good call. Um, healthy Clippers are a tier above every other NBA team. I still want to see how it fully operates. Um, but Kawhi and Paul George together is 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 pretty terrifying. They're kind I of doing, have, aren't they? Doing like kind of a Raptors thing in a way. Like they have so many wings, man. They have so many wings, but like defensively, I'm still just like, can they be shut down? Like obviously, I know Kawhi and, and, and Paul George can be, but like. Yeah, they don't, their, play, they don't who, play Zubach a lot, like in crunch time. Who is their dominant like. defensive center that they're going to put out <laughs> It's there. always going to be Robert Covington, man. They did that in Houston, too. <laughs> Covington, Nick Batum, and I'm just like, all right, there's ways to attack that. Or like, you oh, yeah, know, Nick Batum versus Tatum. Or... <laughs> oh, man, the NBA Finals. Bantapod classic. <laughs> no, that's a classic, man. <laughs> Batum or Tatum. Um, 
Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, no, no, no. It's like, you still got to have Reggie Jackson or John Wall on the floor, so you probably attack that, that guy at least. Mm-hmm. They, they switch everything. Their scheming is very good. They have great depth. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. At some key positions, I still wonder about them, you know? I think if Kawhi's healthy, like, I don't I don't really care about a lot of those questions. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. But the healthy Kawhi does solve a lot of problems for you, man. Kawhi Loki, man, I wish he did play, like, full schedule because I would pick him to win MVP. I just feel like he gonna he he's got that narrative reset now. He's been on the Clippers a couple of years, was injured last year. You know, Kawhi doesn't care about MVPs, man. He really just I wants know, to like compete I care for the title. for Kawhi, man, because I want the best for Kawhi. Yeah. Damn, damn. Um, other that's your than, real ex. <laughs> other than oh my god. <laughs> other this than, show's so dark, man. What was You've been suspended two weeks. Like I'm just down bad. Other than maybe Anthony Edwards, Jordan Poole is the best shooting guard under 25. Uh, is Jordan Poole just another Tyler Hero? No, I think he's more dynamic. Okay. I think he has a slashing element to his game. He's, he's like weirdly long. I always see him like stretching out to the basket, reverse finishes, all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, I just don't think Tyler has that kind of level in his game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is he the best? Uh, I mean, uh, let me look at the list of under 25 point, uh, shooting guards real quick. Yeah, you pull that up while uh, producer steps in with the next one. Yeah. Um, Giannis is better than KD all time. Aesthetics just make you think otherwise. Who this one. I mean, we got to settle that when the career is done, but man. What Who's more happened? accomplished? Just, I think yeah, Giannis just, will end up more accomplished in his career than KD. Sure. But again, you got to let that play out. Um, but man. What has happened to KD this summer, man? People dragging his reputation through the mud. Like, this is still Kevin Durant, man. Like, Yeah, I just think that, like, you got to point to, like, one or two pinnacle achievements by him from Kevin. Because okay, yeah. Giannis already has two MVPs. Yes. Are, one, honestly, one he, he'll probably collect more. Yeah. He has one championship with the team that he started in. Probably a bunch less, of all Objectively, NBA, bunch objectively of all less NBA. talent around him, yeah, right? Defensive like, Defensive player of the year. Like, he's defensive player of the year, which KD's yeah. not going to get anymore. Yeah. Um, he's no, you're probably, right. He's going to probably... Counting stats, I don't know. It might be similar. He probably finishes with more rebounds and assists, definitely. I mean, Giannis is Points, way more KD, durable. Yeah. Giannis is more durable, which is why he's going to catch him in that kind of stuff. Mm. KD has gold medals that Giannis probably won't get with Greece. Um, yeah. But yeah, Giannis wins one more championship. I don't know. He, he's... You know like, what? Now that you lay it out that way, it is kind of crazy because, like, Giannis's resume is already ridiculous. It's already and nuts. I think even and and like KD would have to pad at least two more championships. I feel like at this point, like yeah, and yeah, man, KD going from Steph Curry. Here's my hot take: KD going from Steph to Kyrie is one of the greatest blunders of all time. Like yeah, you were and, playing and- with Steph Curry and you just couldn't handle a Draymond Green at the workplace. Like, you know, like every workplace has a Draymond. Yeah. No, if you want to be great, you need a Draymond. That's why you're a Draymond at the workplace, man. That's right, man. Yeah. Uh, is Jalen Brown technically under 25, right? Is he 25? Yeah, but he don't belong on any list. Yeah. Hot take. Better than Jordan Poole. He's better than Jordan Poole, though. Yeah, that's fair. I hate to, I hate to give Donovan it Donovan Mitchell, problem. isn't he 24? Donovan. I got to put Donovan over Jordan Poole, too, man. Yeah. Like, I can't be putting Jordan Poole that high. Unless, and I get oh, it. Donovan's 26. Okay. Okay, that's right. fine. But it's like, if Jordan Poole is so good, like, I need to hear a push of him, like, actually just, like, I guess they have pushed him to be in the starting lineup. We might need to ask Andy Lou 
But it's like I still see him as just like best role as a bench guy. Yeah. Which caps I like how high I'm willing to put him. I, I think the cap for me is defensively. He just looks very lost defensively. Uh, I mean, I watched the Warriors a lot uh, last season and also yeah. in the playoffs, obviously. He was very lost offensively. No, he's no, exceptional I mean, offensively, which helps. But like, he was get, he was getting cooked a little bit in the finals too. Um, but oh, here's a hot take, man. This is hot. Okay. Christian Wood is better than Anthony Davis. <laughs> At what? <laughs> what do you mean, man? Once again, Anthony Davis, another player whose reputation has just been dragged through the mud. Oh man, we no, do this I, all I, the time to star players, man. We hype them up, we celebrate them, we bring them down, and then we just really bring them back up. Like this is really the formula. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need Christian Wood to play for a winning team for first. Yeah, yeah, and it's not totally his fault. Like you can't totally decide where you're gonna play, but at the same time, until you play a winning role on a winning team. It just, I need to see you prove it first. Like, not all players have that in them, you know? Yeah. But no, Chris, Christian Wood is very talented. I, there's no doubt. His numbers have always been very strong. Um, but, like, the, we're talking about Anthony Davis here, man. Come on. Are you, are <laughs> but you that's why these are hot man? takes. No, these are hot this, takes. It's too hot, man. This is a burnt take. <laughs> Come on, man. No, I like that one, man. Um, yeah, no, it's a red flag when, like, the Detroit Pistons, who are, like, rebuilding and trying to collect young players... Yeah. Like Christian Wood, straight up was just like, nah, man, go ahead. Like, go to Houston. Mm. Um, let's yeah. see, man. Hot take. By the way, but, Christian Wood's hot. Yeah. The highlight of Christian Wood's career is the track meme. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was not familiar with your game. <laughs> yeah, people don't even know that that's a Christian Wood meme. So, oh, man. But it is, uh, a, yeah. Let's see what else here. Um, Cavs. No, I don't want to. Oh, AD won a championship, man. No, I'm aware. That's why these are hot he takes. Keep winners in that championship. People wanted hot takes. Um, T right. Wolves are gonna bulldoze the West. Uh, regular season, I could see this. I could see them being a regular season monster. Not not a not a Wesley Chan monster. Just like a regular mm. monster. Um, uh, but that's about it. I, th- somehow, that, that team... somehow, I, d- I don't like the personalities in the mix. I mean, like theoretically, I get it. Gobert really improves their defense. Sure. If they get a much better defensive performance, offensively that team is going to be very strong. Just Cat yep. and Anthony Edwards alone is going to be really good. Yeah, I do wonder like a slight drop off in spacing, but then again, Gobert does other things offensively. I don't, I'm not worried as much about the spacing and like offensive rebounds, like rolls mm-hmm. to the rim and stuff like that. He's quite efficient. He doesn't shoot a lot, but obviously dunks a lot. Um, I, am I worried about their maybe worried about their depth a little bit? Let me look at their depth chart, man. <laughs> well, you just call up Danny Ainge, man. I'm pretty sure he took all their depth. Yeah, he's um, like, hey, I'll I'll give you back. Uh, yo, what's his name? Can we can we also it? can we also talk about how only um this might be this is hot, this is hot. Um, like you know, only only secure white GMs get to do those rebuilds, the process rebuilds. Hmm. Like it's it's only Danny Ainge, Sam Presti, and Daryl Morey. Um, I have no conclusion on this. Simply making an observation. Has you're saying our BIPOC <laughs> I'm just GMs saying, allowed to rebuild? That's, no, a, good, that's like, a good question. No, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying like, you know, hmm. they get celebrated for doing all this stuff, but it's also because you have the job security, um, which might be earned or unearned, um, to be able to pull these things off, where a lot of other GMs are under pressure to win all the time. Hmm. Um, anyways, that's just a hot take. But um, the Wolves, yeah. The Wolves, I don't know if they have a lot of depth, right? Did you pull up this roster? I pulled up the roster. Um, mm. Okay, so starting five is obviously 
decently strong. I mean, I wonder if D'Angelo Russell buys in or not. But honestly, it's like not a make or break kind of thing. The bench is kind of suspect. Like, okay, Nas Reed. Um, no, you leading off with Nas Kyle Reed. Anderson. I like Nas Reed, but God damn. Austin Rivers. Oh, yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're Jalen Noel. It yeah. yeah. This team feels like a Chris Chioza team, but I think he's back on the nets. Is bro? How bro, who's who? <laughs> how, how are some of these people keep stay stay around, man? Christian, you know what's crazy? Chioza's gonna go to Robin with Utah, man. You're gonna be down bad. <laughs> he's yo. about to order a Chioza. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, yo, I, yo, man. The fact that Chioza's gonna beat you to the punch is oh, actually, oh man, that's a tough L, man. Anyways, um, yeah, the Wolves, I think, will be a really good regular season team. I don't trust Cat in the playoffs. Um, I'm still not I sure. I don't trust their decision making in the playoffs. Yeah, and that trust, includes yeah. Rudy, by the way. By the, like, I mean, guys, did we forget about the Wolves Grizzlies first round series? That was the most chaotic playoff series Yo, ever. Legit, man. That thing like, was directed by the Safety brothers. <laughs> Yo, that was pure Safety, man. Oh man. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not like crazy stressed about the uh the oh, you're gonna yeah. like this one. Okay. Will Chamberlain did not score a hundred points. Yo, that's yo. Listen, <laughs> I'm happy it's catching on, man. Yo, I just want to so, see okay. proof. Just yes. want to see proof. It's hilarious. So someone replied and said, "I mean, he did." And we've got box scores, radio calls, and thousands of eyewitnesses. And the original tweeter responded and said, "I need video evidence." Okay. Like, well, clearly you can't like maybe just the what the, the games are more video there's something you do but if there's a live radio call then that's 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 enough for me but that could have been fabric okay i don't want to spread conspiracy theories on this part i mean um i mean you know the sun I, I would yeah, like to hear that radio call too by the way okay so th- what the, the explanation for me was like it's not like yo will was so dominant he scored 100 points in that game like they couldn't stop him apparently the thing was like the the pace was ridiculous so let's say like let's just imagine mm-hmm. There was like a whole bunch of extra possessions. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of times it was like four on five and like cherry picking stuff like that was happening too. Mm. I, I like don't a, know. That's like a pickup run, man. That's all I'm it saying. Is, yeah. I'm on your yeah. I'm on your side. No, it sounds like the CCY Celeb Classic. You're saying Will Chamberlain was Simulu? Nah, he's Simulu with a layup package. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm, not, I'm riding with you on this Will thing. Um, next yeah. one, the Suns don't finish top four in the West. I'm, I'm with this one, man. I'm with this one. Why though? Why? Just off vibes, man. Just off vibes. Just off I mean, vibes. Chris Paul's a regular season monster. The same way Kyle is, man. I can't put it past them. Sometimes you gotta roll with the vibes. When you watch basketball for like forty years, like you can see these you can see these downturns coming, man. Like I still think lose, that team's pretty good, man. Bro, losing At least by season wise. Losing by fifty is not like nothing, man. Like, how would you feel yeah. about the Raptors if, like, Kyle and Damar, you know, lost by 50? I mean, I feel like that actually happened. Bro, they, um, I was going to say, <laughs> so they, they did do that it. against yeah. the Cavs, and then they came back and won 50-plus games every single year. And then what happened? Um, yeah, and then eventually they traded one of them and won a championship. Golden, I'm looking at, like, I don't know, Golden State. I'm looking at the Clippers. I don't know how Denver will do this year. Um, Probably pretty good. Yeah, I mean Minnesota. If we're putting up there, Dallas. Yeah, I guess Phoenix yeah. will be Phoenix will be like three to six or something. I don't know. How good is the West? How good is the West? Really? I mean, how good is the East, man? The East ends after like seven, like nine teams. That's like, a lot of teams. Mm, we play in the AL East right now. Man, no, man. This is your one baseball reference right now. Yeah, yeah. there's some. Um, there's no reason for the Suns to finish, um, you know, outside of the top four, but. I- yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's look, a hot take. San Antonio's tanking. 
Houston's tanking. Uh, Sacramento is not trying to tank, but they will probably end up tanking. Utah's tanking. Portland's not that good. Like, that's a lot of easy wins. Whereas, like, in the East, I mean, Orlando's tanking. But other than that, I guess Indiana's tanking. Detroit. You know what? Actually, maybe it's a little more balanced than I thought. There is a lot Scratch of tanking this from the teams, pod. Though. Yeah, no, I don't know what you bro. just did. Bro, look at, look at Wemby, man. Look at Wemby. Yeah. Yeah, man, we'll see, man. You don't even need to be a GM or a talent evaluator to look at him and be like, "All right, I want him to first. I want him first over all my team." Like, yo, that's why. Like, I don't know if this has happened, but it's like you cannot win exec of the year. Another hot take: if you have the first overall pick, like, yeah, I agree with you. Actually, straight I up, like that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's skill in taking Scotty Barnes at number four, but when you have a clear cut number one, like years when it's like Zion or Wembayama, it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 my hot take. Um, Yo, this man might have an eight foot wingspan, man. Yeah, but like, come on. We'll also see, man. Like you've seen, you know, prospects. Like things can go sideways sometimes. Like, okay, like I he, think he's he's not like one of these like Kwame Brown situations, man. Like he he has a real game. But I mean, probably talking about Kwame, Kwame Brown like that too. Maybe not at yeah. this level. That's all I'm saying. No, but yeah. like teams are right to go tank for him. Once again, I just want the Spurs to get him, and then Greg Popovich coaches the Spurs till he's ninety-seven. Nah, man, Greg Popovich is gonna be a ghost. He's, he's like, <laughs> Yo, ghost talk. <laughs> Yo, ghost talk is crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's insane, oh, man. man. Oh man. Oh, <sighs> all right, all right. I think those are really the hot takes. Unless those are pretty good hot takes. Unless you have any other ones. Any other hot takes? I saw I saw this clip that apparently in one of the one of the European leagues they were trying out a rule where the ball going out of bounds, the referee doesn't necessarily need to take the ball and hand it back to the player. Now, right. Occasion, so the, occasionally so the you see this in the just NBA. run to the sideline and just yes. like inbound the ball, but the yes. refs have to like signal, obviously, right? Kind of, but not really. The, the one clip I saw, like, the, the ball was just tipped out of bounds on the sideline. And yeah. while the team was still, like, running back in transition, one guy from the defensive team quickly just took the ball out of bounds, hit, hit, threw a hit ahead, and the other guy just got a transition layup. Um, so I don't like that idea, but off of the, when the ball goes out of bounds on the baseline, I actually really don't like it when referees are holding on to the ball and, you know, waiting to give that ball back to the player. Now, sometimes I understand why they're waiting, yeah, um, because they're probably looking for substitutions or timeouts or you know like other things might happen, um, and you got to allow space for that because otherwise, like you're just taking an element out of the game. But more often than not, if there's no necessarily need for it, I would actually like to see the player be able to take it out of bounds on the baseline and inbound the ball going full court. Now off the sideline, I still want the referee doing it because again, you can get into really silly situations. Like you can just inbound from anywhere on the sideline. Well, the thing like, that... What, what's stopping yeah. you from like running to half court and inbounding? No, there definitely needs <laughs> to be like some parameters on that. Yeah, but along um, the baseline, I kind of like it. Like the way, essentially what Kyle always does. Kyle's always like pressing no, this, the ref to get the ball This is what I was going to mention. It's like the first thing I thought of was Kyle always trying to press, right? like off a turnover or out of bounds. And he's just like, was always so frustrated, which I guess would give the teams an advantage. I'm for anything that not only just like picks up the pace of play, but like encourages more, like, I don't know, like fast breaks, you know, Mm -hmm. like the fast break is dead, man. Like they, they, they got rid of the, the take foul. So hopefully that'll change it up. But like, when's the last time you saw a good, like fast break highlight, man, (laughs) you're like every game. Um, yeah, you know like, what you I watch mean, the though? Raptors, man. They, no, all, but, all their offenses. No, but you know what offense. I mean, though. You don't see yeah. those types of fast breaks anymore. 
Like, <sighs> just, I don't know, man. Why? What do you mean? Magic Johnson on the fast break? <laughs> You know, like uh, it's like I was the one who actually I was the one who actually recorded the Teehee meme. Yeah, (laughs) like I was in person. You know what, man? Just 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 tell Scotty to do a little Teehee. Scotty probably probably Scotty probably doing the Teehee this year. Yes, we're gonna turn him into a meme as well. Um, Okay, you know. So those are the hot takes. Before we get to listener questions, yeah. Switching up the format, I'm gonna do the emails at the end because the emails make me really tired. Um, Yeah, it's a lot of speaking. Plus, we need we need energy for the questions. Uh, I I did find this. Um, by the way, this is not a sponsor segment, but it would be an incredible one. Uh, there was an article uh, recently saw. So you know, a lot of people are like into astrology and like zodiac signs and things like that, right? Yeah. Like, this is like a, a what's your sign? I am Libra. Oh, my birthday is actually next Saturday. Um, yep. So you know, anybody that wants to send me gift cards, you know, also uh, shoe size nine um, XL for wait shoe size nine uh, large oh, hold <laughs> large uh, large pants nine and a half. No, nah, this this man wearing yeah. large pants and small shoes, man. <laughs> that's why, why Trevor. You? That's why you and Trevor say I dress like a TikTok uh, TikTok girl, man. <laughs> size nine, jeez, all right. Size so, nine, uh, dirty Air Maxes. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! He's like, yeah. Can I get three orders? Of that <laughs> so, uh, this person, Nico Stratus, actually, she wrote this really uh, cool article that I read yeah. uh, called "Forget Astrology." Here's what a person's go-to McDonald's sandwich order says about them. So okay. instead of doing zodiac signs, she did the sandwiches. So first of all, I need to know: Do you have a favorite McDonald's sandwich? Um, what is it called? There's no real like PG way to say this, so I apologize to JR ahead of time. Yeah. Um, do you know the Mc? No, man. Oh, this is okay. like the. Um... So I'm gonna have this censored, yeah. by the way. So I'm you gonna definitely write this have down to censor that. But this but, is like, like some secret menu stuff you're saying. Right? No, no, no. So it's okay. when you order a uh, a McDouble. You got the timestamp on that, right? Yes, I, I'm writing okay. this down. Okay. Um. But like, just yeah, trying like, to not lose my job before I activate my iPhone 12. You know, oh. you're like, please, uh, well, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> you're Matt Devlin <laughs> to Patrick Patterson in the playoffs. <laughs> okay, so you're Matt Devlin, man. Um, this is so, multiple okay, anyway, so burgers you, you, that you, you combine. I'm guessing you buy, yeah, a, 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 a McDouble, and then you also buy a Junior Chicken, and then you combine the two. That sounds disgusting. I, first of all. Yeah, but anyway, that that that's probably, but not actually. I don't eat it like that. But I, I get the McDouble and I get a Junior Chicken. Okay, so yeah. McDouble, I believe, is on this list. I thought okay. that you'd be. I don't know. Like, I actually don't Bro, have a what reason. What do you mean? I'm getting two value menu items. Like, this is very me, man. Sometimes I indulge in get a small. This is this well. is legit an SVP soccer jersey order. Man. Sometimes they're like, "Do you want to make that on combo?" And I'm like, yeah. "No, <laughs> no, man." This they're like, "It's only never... twenty more cents," and I'm like, "No." <laughs> this guy's never made it a combo, man. He's like, "Yo, if I ask for one less bun, can I get seventy five percent off?" Like, yo, if I say no pickles. Uh... Oh, my God, man. Okay, so the McDouble. This is what she wrote. She wrote, a McDouble is not known by everyone. Often, they are that person who people will speak of with an added proviso explaining who they are. A McDouble is someone you are sure you've met once before at that thing that one time that in some imperceptible past, but you never think to call on them in the present. A McDouble prefers it that way to be away from the limelight and be adored only by those who remember to call on them. They don't need the heat of the center stage, preferring the gravitas of the side. A McDouble Mm. knows who they are, knows they are not for everyone, and are happy to make a new bond 
with someone who might love them. Damn, as I'm reading this, I'm like, yo, this is kind of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually pretty happy with this. Yeah. By the way, check out this article. It's actually like incredibly written. Like I was enthralled, like reading Mm. all of these. I mean, obviously up my alley too, because it's McDonald's. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, And, And astrology. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah tarot cards now the only cards i play is do seven man um <laughs> what, what's okay so what's your go-to order big mac of course okay um, all right yeah so all right, let me uh, read it for you then a big mac is okay. busy mm. like so busy when yeah. people ask you how a big mac is busy when they ask you how a big mac feels busy mm. what does a big mac want for busy god how many times do I have to say, sorry, a Big Mac has a lot to do and not enough time to see it all come to fruition. Some might look at a Big Mac and worry they have taken too much on in this life. But what they cannot see is that there is more burden that a Big Mac is willing to carry if asked. A Big mm-hmm. Mac, while busy and stressed like all the time, is also dependable and iconic. A Big Mac will never turn you away when you call their name, which I feel like is timely for this one because I did call you four times today. So, no, nah, you know, I always got your back. Um, yeah, I feel like this is fine, but I don't think I promote the busyness as a personality. No, so. but you actually are quite hardworking. That's the thing, too. But people don't understand. Oh like, my yes, God, we've been doing banter pods. man in the game. You, you, man. One banter pod a week was more than what you were on air before, before <laughs> this, during the no, season. People are going to start understanding this, the, the, the work that I do behind the scenes. No, I think understand the, the thing, grind, man. Come understand on. the grind, man. Grow talk. But like, I think, I think one of the things is just like, I don't know, man, being busy, doing your work is just not something that I feel like ever needs to be advertised. Because for me, yeah. all the work that I do is just, you know, to fulfill myself. Like, I love working on this show, you know, writing books and stuff is a very fulfilling process, even though it's frustrating sometimes. For me, it's just like, yo, let's just let the content speak for itself, right? But I do think this Big Mac one does hit a little bit. This is mm. what happens when you write good astrology, like bars. Everyone's like, going to ev- find someone in it, yes. something in it for themselves. Yes, yeah. like you can find something. I'm surprised you didn't pick filet fish Like, I'm not trying to like, Why you know, am I a filet fish man? Because like, fish is way, it's like you can get both uh, Junior Chicken and... For the same price of a filet fish, man. Yo, you when you walk about? into McDonald's, you know, one of the most respected, you know, like, you know, restaurants in the world, like, you know, it's about making the best order. This guy Bro, trying speak- to get three for one. Come on, speaking man. of speaking of uh Toronto getting Michelin stars, um yes. the Queen of Queen of McDonald's gotta get a Michelin star. I know this joke's oh, already been made, God. but it's kind of second No, man. they need to get a they need to get a GTA star, man. <laughs> Nah, man. <laughs> it's a four-star situation. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't care how much gentrification happens in downtown Toronto. Yeah. I'm just saying, accept that a lot's gonna happen. If that Spadina McDonald's, oh, Queen Spadina, ever gets gentrified oh, or is moved or is closed or is anything happens to it, we need to riot as a city. Like I, this is a call to action to all no, fellow GTA I love, residents. I legit love ordering from there and just like waiting in in there. Like it's it's. You know, it's a vibe. Like, it's just a vibe. Like, it's a vibe. Upstairs, also a vibe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Upstairs? Oh, my God. Upstairs is like uh, no. it's like the Sixers uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, you should never go there. Um, Damn. Like, it's tough. Um, no, but the filet fish stubborn, headstrong, bullish. All right, I don't want to read the rest. This is too much. Yeah. Um, shouts to the filet fish But, yeah, I just thought that would be a quick exercise and um you know i don't really read much anymore so like i just wanted to read uh share the one article 
Um, no, you, you I, need to just get the Pocket app, man. That's the thing. I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Pocket I'm not all like, the time. Pocket's oh, all okay, I yeah. Need. yeah, Bro, yeah. Pocket's the best. Yeah, you know that. No, and then Pocket. when you get lazy, you, you can let them read it to you. <laughs> oh yeah when you, when you run out of podcasts i just like let me oh, just yeah, read, let me just listen oh, yeah, to my the articles audio version now yeah oh man i don't love that one all right timestamp. make sure you edit that one thing out uh, <laughs> you're so <laughs> nervous man i'm gonna do it myself i'm gonna make sure i do it myself i'm not even gonna before i send it to jr i'm gonna edit it myself <laughs> you're gonna get a call from me after this um all right so on to listener questions do you have anything to say to just all the listeners who have like written in, sent questions, and and really just like participated with the banter pod? Yeah, look, jokes aside, like the amount of overwhelming um, praise and positive feedback is is just it, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's in a the great, midst of a, it's a great feeling tonight too, man. Damn. Um, I, but I think the thing too is just like what feels the best is like the fact that people are describing ways that they've enjoyed it or like mm-hmm. things like, Hey, I'm going through a really tough period in university and I got to, yeah. you know, find some ways to escape or release all the pressure yeah. that I'm feeling. And this is how I choose to do it. Or like, you know, I've got long drives or like I'm for, for work or, you know, whatever, like when you're doing mundane tasks, it's like, I get it, man. Like you really do want to find ways to sort of enhance like your experience in any way possible. Cause some of these things are incredibly dull or tedious or stressful. Mm-hmm. And if we were able to play any small part in, in alleviating that, that's a really cool feeling. Like that's something that I, I mean, I, I know it's like, this is our job. This is not like public service, but you know, in, in a way it has that kind of effect for some people. And, that makes me feel really happy because also yeah. I just I were just want to do positive things in the world, you know. No, for sure, man. And I think I just want to make money, man. Um, I think okay. I I think just like hearing the comments of people feeling like oh, like it feels like we're just hanging out with you, like you know, you guys are just like two guys just chatting and stuff. I love that. Like I like like I I just love that people are able to feel like I think you, you like alluded to this too. It's just like a part of something too, right? Like, I remember pods like like I would listen to that, like, you know, not not that it like, you know, saved my life or whatever. But like, I do feel like sometimes when you do have that connection and like, especially during the pandemic too, like having these podcasts and different outlets to like just connect with people, I do I do think is super cool. And I, I think just the whole element of like being able to interact with the people that listen to us, like it's a very different thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like not not everybody gets a chance to do that and like finding out just where everyone's from and all that stuff. Like, honestly, it's, it's just amazing. So, like, throughout the season, if you want to keep emailing me, info at stevenlebron.com, um, you know, we can continue this. So, t- today's questions come from Instagram. And we will start with uh, Curtis, who says, what is your credit card number? Um, so, yes, uh, we'll have to remove that one. Mm. Um, how many credit cards do you own, Will? One. Yeah, 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 me too um okay we'll have to remove that response as well yeah um, i mean i don't know yeah. what kind of what kind of rewards do you collect in your credit card because i feel like i'm I'm not getting the, the ample rewards really i, I get a I lot of cashback i get a lot of cashback dollars yeah. yeah i got i got like a one percent cashback card it's very very it sucks <laughs> so like I, I there's a better bang for that there's just gotta be yeah. there's gotta be some sort of better deal out there yeah all you bankers out there um you know or tellers um please hit up will and I feel like let, CIBC let, is not yeah. great with the with the offers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the sponsorship stands. You know, this is full time Al right now. Oh, so. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're so um, there's, you know, it's convenient yeah. though. There is a C, there is oh. there is a CIBC in the uh, in one OMP. 
。哦、oh, ，OK， 小子的 OMP， 小子的 OMP， 小子的 OMP， 小子的 OMP， 啊，的 OMP，Y'all don't even know about the OMP， man。Yo， I really know， man。Um， let's see， what should we look forward to with this new season of the Raptor show？ Um， I don't know， man， that's a hard question to answer。What do you think？ Um, look, I I think I try to take pride in like the show evolving each、oh, season. I love when he talks about the evolution of the show, top down approach. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm just saying, like, I I think what I want to do is like be like very curious about basketball at all times and、mm-hmm. try to learn more about the game each time, and、yeah. then that will then translate to better coverage. Um, in terms of plans and things like that, it's probably going to look very similar, right? We're going to get lots of guests Monday to Friday. We're going to、mm-hmm. be on TV. We're going to be on radio. There's going to be an element of that. Obviously, there are going to be things that come up as the season goes on, right? We didn't anticipate like you know the propaganda, whatever thing becoming a thing, but it became one. You right? enjoy doing you enjoy doing those,、lines. right?、Like、yeah, but the, I think it's just like for me、push? personally, it's like it's a new challenge too. It's just like okay, now、mm-hmm. that we've established that we can do this at this very high level、mm-hmm. for like the biggest ne- like you know network in Canada, like can we? What can we do now? And it's like, I mean, fundamentally, what you can do now is just learn more about basketball and improve your coverage that way. Like, no, I, I don't, I, I don't think、that. there needs to be something else specific of like we got to get, you know, this piece into it or this piece into it. I mean, if I, if I was thinking about it, I do want the one missing aspect of the show is like we don't get a lot of like news reporters coming on to like give us scoops. Yeah, we're you know, like. And at around the trade, time of the trade deadline, it'd be great to bring on people to be like, "Hey, this is what the Raptors have been involved in this and this and this." Because I think for a lot of times, like, obviously, you know, that's like the most clicked on things is like trade、sure. reports and, and rumors.、Sure. But I think especially it's like for the Raptor space, like you see these reporters go on the, the radio at that time or go on、um, their podcast and be like, "Hey, this is what I'm hearing around the league." I think the one thing as a fan that I listen to when I'm listening to like Windhorse do this or like、mm-hmm. Woj do this or like Chris Haynes or like you know Zach Lowe guys like that, you know they're like, well, here's what I'm hearing. What I would love to do is ask a follow up question. Is like, are the Raptors in on this guy?、Yeah. Uh, what are the、right. Raptors doing? Like, you know, what are you hearing about the Raptors? You know, like, are any teams talking to the Raptors? Like. Those kind of follow up questions you don't get to have obviously because the podcast is a one way medium except for this one where you're able to exchange questions. But like. That's ideally would like to do, like just bring on a little bit more inside scoops and stuff like that. But ultimately, like that's that stuff is like more secondary to me, right? Because a lot of the time, like ninety percent of the time, whether a rumor is even true or not, you just like play with the idea in your head and it just moves out out of there. Like it's not、yeah. a real thing. You know? No, I I think that's fair. And like, you know, I think, you know, you know, you you guys are getting a little glimpse behind the biz of of how Will and I discuss the show, but it's like. It also depends on if that's the type of show that you want to be, right? Like, are are do you want to be the show where you are the one that's like kind of ahead of the curve in terms of having these reporters on to talk about it, or do you want to be the person that reacts to that news, right? Because like, there's a lot of value in being the show that reacts to a lot of these reports that are out there, which I think you already do on the show, anyways. But like, yeah, I, I'm completely with you. Like, I think we mentioned at the top too. Like, we do want to bring more of like a national reporter element. My thing is just like I'm very protective of like the vibe of the show, and I don't want that to yeah, change. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. But I don't think it will for, change. There's room for a lot of different types of shows, especially because of how much content we're doing. Right. Yeah. Plus, like, I want to do a little bit better access to those stuff.、Um, yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff, I would love、Less、to like, time on air talk me, to man, more、Let's、coaches.、Oh. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like. 
you yeah, and former please. players. Talk to every coach in the league, man. Let's go. Man, oh, okay, let's all do, right. Let's do a coach's tour. Next up on the pod, Will Hardy. Oh, my God, man. Part of what's the Hardy like, boys. What's it like coaching Nikhil Alexander-Walker? Oh, oh, nah. They said nah, man. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yo, the whole, like, the whole Can- – you're right, though. You brought this up earlier. It's like every time a Canadian comes through – and or like Delano's on the team, it's like just pure Canada questions, like nonstop. Um, yeah. which it's tough. I it's mean, tough. you know, it is what it is. If we interview Delano again, no, I'm gonna ask about Islington Station Patties. I'm so. gonna be like, What's your second favorite moment from the championship? Um uh, uh, let's when won see. The East. <laughs> <laughs> uh Assad wants to know who did I vote for America's favorite player? Because I guess he alluded to the fact that I mean, I know Assad's a big big brother head. Yeah. Um. As he's made, you know, everyone aware. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. I actually took a liking aside to Alyssa towards the end of the season. You know, not happy that she got voted out. Uh, somehow, I feel like she became a really uh, more likable character after, uh, you know, the showmance with Kyle ended. But I guess I would vote for Taylor right now. But you know, I, I wish the Taylor Joseph uh, showmance happened. So there's your Big Brother talk. That's this is what it's like when you talk about soccer to me, bro. Hmm. Yeah, I like Big Brother though. Okay, okay. Once again, yeah. uh, I believe one of the producers of Big Brother Canada listens to this. I desperately want to be on the We're show. We're back so. in every episode. He's, he's, you know, he's not going to call you back. <laughs> yo, this is my Utah. This is, no, you're, yo, yo, you're going to get on Big Brother, and yeah. they're going to introduce you to the house, and there's going to be a stand in there, <laughs> and you're going to lose. Yo. Because you're, you're too famous to go on that show now. I'm sorry. Hell man. no, man. I'm the right amount, man. Uh, plus, I will go on and invent like a fake story about myself. Like, yeah, you're not hearing that generation. You're gonna be love. like, I- I'm, I'm an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be like, yo, I'm, I run I'm, in, ha- I'm happily <laughs> married. I'm an accountant. <laughs> I run an, oh damn, I run an Etsy shop. Um, next question, what are some? Oh, this is more Assad. Can you ask Assad to unprivate his Twitter? I guess he does that when he when he like has work. I guess I don't know. Why I actually is don't Asad know why. Private some. Anyways, Assad. Unprivated for for this one uh, Raptors fan. How are you guys not verified on Twitter yet? I don't know, man. I don't, what, what is we, what's we, the blue check mark gonna do for me? We've been asked, like, hey, do you want to do this? What's and I was like, well, what is the benefit? And they actually There's, couldn't really explain it. They were no. like, well, if your account gets hacked, like, it could be recovered easier. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I mean, just like, what's a blue check mark gonna do? I feel like blue check mark was like a cloud chase in like 2014. What are you gonna yeah. hack my account to do, man? Like, tweet oh, out. Man an osmos joke or something like it's not worth it man don't yeah, have you guys account. you guys went in went in on osmos uh jane aka j the north just wanted to know if we like eggnog latte yeah i love i love eggnog in general no that's come on man eggnog yeah. what are you doing man hot eggnog cold eggnog you know room okay, first temperature off, eggnog. first off why is eggs eggnog, in everything eggnog ice cream what the hell um, is eggnog ice cream okay yeah. First off, why is eggs in everything? Every baking item has. <laughs> I like, don't know, man. Why, most baking items this, have eggs. What is this like, war on eggs, man? No, like, well, look, just let I'm, eggs I'm just, live. No, I'm just, just like, eggs, look, I, what eggs are eaten with breakfast? You know, I egg usually like to make a little fried egg. You know, put a little uh, Italian seasoning on that egg. Mm. So it's, it's a mm. great, you know, a little fried egg. Okay, well, in ramen, I'm like, okay, an egg in here. It's like, okay, that's fine. Like century egg. I'm like, okay, a tea egg. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Egg of, of the eggs, century like, is crazy. They need to rebrand you know, like, the like, egg like, of the century. Like pancakes and all that. That's cool. But like, yo, man, egg is just you, like you, an essential ingredient. No, you go to like you go to a bar and you order a cocktail and like they're like, hey, there's egg whites in this, and I'm like, why? 
I mean, who, you barely get a taste word? it anyways, man. Bro, no. I mean, like, there's just eggs in, like, surprising places. You know, I'm just like, enough eggs, man. Cadbury <laughs> eggs. Okay, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a shape. Yo, that's still an egg, man. Yo, what is this Cadbury erasure, man? No, that's not an egg, man. Yo, that's egg not a real egg to me. crazy, man. No, I'm just saying, there's eggs in everything. It's, we need, it's kind we need of annoying. Egg, we need expectations to sponsor us, man. Yo, man. There's even an ad on TV where the guys are just like, you know, uh, are you eating eggs for dinner? That's weird. <laughs> like a normal person would say that. This and they're is like, like the, that's this not is like weird. The food You're weird. equivalent of like, yo, this guy doesn't wash his feet. <laughs> yo. Like no. no, eating eggs outside of outside of egg time, is, which is breakfast time, is... is it's, it's largely a no for me, unless it's in us like a ramen broth or something, you know? Oh, my God, man. It's yeah. just eggs. No, but, but like, we're eggs with milk and sugar. Like, you just mix it up, and you're like, let's have it. Like, why? Oh, by the way, how do you feel? I don't know if you've seen this. There's a pumpkin spice uh, bubble tea now. Like, that's a trend that's, that's like, happening. Can we, can we talk about how uh, Starbucks and other kind of, like, yeah, uh, let's say espresso based bars are moving very not obviously uh, not very low on the fact that they're basically trying to do bubble tea like they're basically making like flavored drinks even though they're not really i guess they're not really staying in their lane which to be fair like bubble tea shops sometimes will offer you like coffee and stuff but who goes to bubble tea shops and drink coffee right um yeah but i'm like yo there should be a delineation like you're a coffee-based shop you the, like yes you serve tea as well but like most of your coffee-based shop you make coffee-based drinks there's a whole coffee-based economy the bubble tea shop makes bubble tea they make f- different flavors of bubble tea they got fruit teas i guess you can order coffee from them but again no one really does that mm-hmm. like just keep it separate man don't don't make me like one of these like when you see one of these like you know starbucks drinks that has like all these elements in it and you gotta drink it with a straw i'm like you're, you're drinking a bubble tea basically yeah, shouts to the uh, yeah. ice matcha tea latte at uh, you know at Starbucks. Um, Honestly, yeah. you you kind of put me on that. I I, I kind of like that now. Yeah. So uh, next yeah, time it's... you get one, get one with lactose free milk, please. It's a lot of milk for me. To have. <laughs> I'm gonna ask for an egg in it, man. Nah, there's probably like, is okay, an egg in there. You drop a boiled egg. Yo, we should open a Chinese bar where we just serve boiled eggs. <laughs> no, tell me, first time. Boiled eggs are very common in China, but like, you know, but like, but that's what I'm saying. Just, Instead of handing out a bowl of peanuts, they have to like do, do with all the shells and just eat the boiled eggs. Mm. Um, actually, that might be a good idea, but let's just focus the boiled on eggs, man. Let's just very, focus on very podcasting. portable protein. Um, when, when you think of the banter pod, what image comes to mind first? Uh, probably the poster of Rush Hour or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh wow! <laughs> like, I, I actually don't know what else. By the way, uh, you Utah posted a uh, goodbye oh, message. Yeah. Oh my god! M- more breaking news on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, finished moving all my stuff out of my apartment, so it feels like my life in Toronto is officially over. Just want to mm. say thank you again for amazing sad, memories. Thank know. you for giving me an opportunity to live in this beautiful city. Thank mm. you for an opportunity to play for a great team in front of amazing fans and friends I met there. Thank you guys for everything. You guys made my life so much easier. We'll never forget my days in Toronto. Now I'm super excited to begin a new Jersey in Brooklyn, a new journey in Brooklyn. Can't wait to see what the future holds for me here. Man, I'm rooting. Obviously, That's nice, man. Like obviously, that. I'm rooting for Utah. Um, yeah, you posted a whole bunch oh, of photos of uh, oh, Union Union Station. Oh, he posted wow. a photo of his view from his condo, which looks oh, like the oh, docks. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're literally doxing him right now. Yeah. So, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, well, he cool. no longer lives here. Uh, Barclays. 
and right. uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. So wow, wow, there's a whole bunch of people looking back at him like, who is this? You know what? Outside of outside of Takashi, like nobody provides Utah Watanabe coverage like us. Like it's, that's it's actually true, though. That's actually like, true. Like at least in the North American market, yeah. If you follow the Raptor show, I don't think you've missed a single thing about Utah Watanabe, like in the past two years. Like I feel I like you've, you've covered it all. Yeah. Um, appreciate that update. Uh, yeah. Next question. Yeah. What is the most random piece of trivia you know? Hmm. So <laughs> one of the most random facts I always tell people and nobody cares is you know Joel Santana from Dipset. Yeah. Um, from the hip hop group Dipset. His real name yeah. is LaRon James. So he's literally a B away from being LeBron James. What? Um yeah. Wow. Yeah. If if you <laughs> yeah, see. What? I always oh, tell wow. people this. He's a B away from being the king. Uh yeah. So it's like spelled the exact same, all that stuff, like capital R. So LaRon James instead of LeBron James. That's that's huh. my random trivia that, for That's you. great, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think I, I actually don't think I'm that good at trivia, to be honest. Are you a type of guy who's like, yo, when you're talking to randoms, you're like, yo, I got a fun fact. Are you a no. big storyteller? No, which is probably not good for a podcaster. But let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tell plenty of stories on this pod. They're just not that interesting, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Um, which four players in Raptors history would you choose to be on your family feud team? Um, definitely Patrick Patterson, because he goes to TIFF uh, every year, including this year. <laughs> nah, 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 man. Okay, okay. What's, let's... what's his name? Uh, it's, it's Steve. It's Steve's going to be like, he, they need this. <laughs> you talking about Steve Harvey? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just calling him just Steve. Yeah, he's like, yo, you talking about him like he's like Steve from Shit's Creek or something, man. Oh uh, my god. Okay, nah, it's just Steve. So, um, which four players? Um, if you want, we can just go with. I mean, all time you could, or like, what about just from this okay. team? If, if you had to pick one guy from this team to go on Family Feud with you, OG Anobi. Oh shoot, that's actually a great pick. First off, OG is very smart. That's a second great of all. Pick. He's also hilarious. It would make for yeah. great television. I want to be yeah. memorable. I don't necessarily need to like. No, I like that. Game, I like that. Know? I would go. I would go with uh, Gary Trent Jr. Because I think that the sometimes oh, the outfits. Like, My no, God. The outfits. No, plus like the questions that they ask is like, like it's like I think it just skews younger. It's like pop culture stuff or like how do people feel in society? I feel like Gary. I mean, it's has just, a good it's read just like a stuff. it's just a survey, and then you yeah. gotta get. I just feel like Gary would be a low key yeah. like really good player in that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's no, see. Let me, extend, team, let me extend this question to um. Who would you who would you bring on Jeopardy? Well, you don't bring anyone on Jeopardy. You compete. No, but yourself, let's say you but... get to pick a player. <laughs> no, let's say you get to pick a player to like play for you for for the money. Like you get to pick somebody Any to player? take your spot uh, on, on this team on this Raptors team. Yeah. Any player. Um. Probably gonna go with an older player. You just probably accumulate more knowledge throughout life. So probably Thad. Damn it! I wanted to pick Thad too. Yeah, I I think Thad would be really good in that. Yeah, um, I mean Fred's probably gonna come up a lot too. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. But probably going with Thad. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who is Will's runner-up for Dream Raptors Player Ramen date? Um. Jeff Down. I don't know. Jay Brown. Yeah, Josh yeah, definitely, Je- definitely Jeff Down is my number two pick. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. I oh, want man. the next tweet. No, the next man. tweet you're gonna send from the Raptor show. Follow the Raptor show on Twitter. Is yeah. gonna be you and Jeff Downton. Nah, no, okay. Bellissimo. Out of respect, out of respect to Utah, we gotta retire yeah. the ramen thing. But oh, we're okay. gonna make it. We're gonna make a next one, man. It's gonna okay. be Paye. It's gonna be Paye with Juancho or Pinchos with Juancho is, or something. One oh, of those. One yeah. of those. One of those. 
what we should do is print out the DM that's still unseen by Utah and raise that to the rafters. <laughs> that's going to be a tweet. I'm gonna we, can, we, can, we can raise it to the rafters of OMP. <laughs> yeah, of the OMP. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're going to put it in the back of our studio, man. Oh my god. We're going to no, have that's Derek stick it to the window. <laughs> hey, does, uh, hey, does is Sportsnet giving me a graphics guy for Twitter? I need to know. Um, uh, Trevor, You got me. I, oh. I got I got I got Photoshop on my computer. Oh, you got that you got that shop in you. I know that. Uh, <laughs> um, Trevor from Superfresh, obligatory shout What's out. What's up, man? Damn, my birthday next Saturday. Should I just go to Superfresh? Um, and just like invite I mean, people. Anyways, I haven't celebrated my my birthday a lot. Um, you know, true. once once you turn thirty, it's tough. Um, he says, "Can I go as Stephen LeBron, aka TikTok White Girls, my Halloween costume?" Yes, Trevor, you can. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so um, happy I stuck you with this label. <laughs> no, I don't mind, man. It's just I look in the oh, mirror okay. every day. I'm like, I'm like, damn, it's kind of facts. Um oh, bro, you, I wanted to you call dress in expensive vintage and like old dirty white sneakers. Like <laughs> I don't wear old dirty white sneakers, man. God damn. Um if both of you could cover oh, anything besides the Raptors, what what would it be, including moving to another city? I don't know, man. I'm pretty happy right now. Yeah. Like Co- like a covering another team or just covering another just topic? anything like any beat any topic i don't think i would like to be a reporter honestly uh yeah, if it wasn't for, for, if it was a reporter for anything of consequence i don't think i want to do it yeah no that's fair that's fair yeah um where do you think you and will would rank on an asian influencer tier list we're like d list um d maybe c plus I wanna maybe say. ask yourself like what can i recommend to you that you would actually do right and that's the level of influence that we have. Yeah, I think we're 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 yeah. like C D level. But yeah, what we have like, you know, like you know, there's 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 like a CMU level of like I'm gonna go yeah. on tiptoes to take a photo with Giannis. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Man. Um, well, the other thing too is like I feel like we've built a good network of like people who know people though. Like shouts shouts to the Elaine Quans, you know. Yeah. Like, shout it out, Ennis Esmer, like even Trevor. Um, well, know, like we only direct you to places that like we truly believe into. No, that's fair. But I mean, like we we're connected with a lot of people. Where like you know, if I hit a lane up, like you know, magically Samuel Jackson's on the phone with me. True story. Mm, um, so next up, how would you implement relegation into the NBA? I've actually thought about this a little bit. It's just like I want a system where you're not rewarded for losing so much. Like, can you put those losing teams in the lottery into a tournament at the end of the year and have them play for draft position? I like, like that. That's that's a great. That, I like that. Yeah. That's actually. I would love that. Actually. So go ahead and lose during the season, but just know at the end of the year you need a tournament. Yeah. And listen, if you declare a player injured, yeah. Okay. See rule for the last month yeah. of the season. SC rule. SC rule. Yeah. You cannot play that player for that tournament. Yeah. 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 You know what? I like that a lot. The play for your life tournament. I actually would love that. Yeah. Because you know and what you, I mean. Like yeah. s- like some player who isn't that good would actually like be dominating dominating this like B tier level of competition. Yeah. Like Julius Randle would just win the Knicks the first seed. Yo, and that or would be pick. such that would be such yeah. fun basketball too, man. You know what? It's like, I like that. You're not playing for the championship, but everybody's gonna go so hard, right? Mm. Like actually, yeah. man, that's great. Um, yeah. No, I actually had a, a very long conversation with Big Jake, um, aka Vivek Jacob. Yeah. Um, I think this was towards the end of the season. You know, we we're probably at an Indian restaurant. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And eating dosas. <laughs> yeah. Sammy Dosa? No. Oh, uh man. so so we were talking about this because he was explaining uh English Premier League to me and we were just talking about the structure of it. 
Mm. I actually would love, and I know this will never happen just because of tradition, blah, blah, blah. But like, I would love the regular season to mean like that much more in, in terms of like, if you're the Phoenix Suns and that one year that you win 65 games, you actually are celebrated. And I know they're celebrated, like there's probably banners for divisions and all that stuff. But you know what I mean though? Like winning that regular season should mean something. Like something like tangible. Yeah, I agree with you because the bottom line is too like they're over the course of a full season in the EPL, you probably have six or seven teams. No, probably more, probably eight teams that are pretty happy with how last year went and mm-hmm. how happy you are. is a function of like, in part, it's a function of what your expectations were. Right. So like right. if Liverpool finishes third, I wouldn't be happy. But if, you know, honestly, slander aside, like if United finished third, they'd be thrilled. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, but there's in, in, in English soccer, for example. So you got the you got whoever wins the league, right? Which is going to be the best team. So it's going to be like City, for example, or Liverpool, maybe, but probably City, right? Ninety nine percent of the time, um, you got whoever wins the League Cup, which is most likely. I mean, obviously, like the best teams are going to have the higher chances to win it. But mm. there's other teams will win the League Cup. Like it would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be right. the biggest shock in the world of like, I don't know. Brighton won like the League Cup or something like that, and again they'd be they'd be celebrating that like crazy. They have parades for that, right? You got the mm-hmm. Carabao Cup, you know, like you got the FA Cup, you got the Carabao Cup, you got um, the four spots to go to Champions League. Anyone who finishes the top four is pretty happy with that. Like right. people might like I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I'd be like, I'm used to winning the league, or I'm used to winning Champions League. It's not a big deal, but it's, it's still a big deal objectively. Then yep. you got the teams who avoided relegation that are generally pretty happy. Like Everton fans probably were a little bit happy they were able to mm-hmm. avoid regula- uh, relegation. You got the teams coming up from the championship, yep. which is three teams every year who have been promoted to a new level. They're probably pretty happy. And then you probably got one or two assorted other teams who outperform expectations, were able to make Europa League or all those other stuff. There's so many incentives built in that most times uh, uh, there's actual happiness to be found in a season. Whereas in the NBA, like you're clowned unless you win the championship. You're clowned, and, 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 and you know the, one thing to win. My thing, aside from like just just people getting clowned, is that we only remember the championship teams. Like you think about like when I look at the Raptors, like think about all those times they finished like first or second in the East. In the same way that you probably could like rhyme off to me like Liverpool's like where they finished. Like every year, right? Like you know when they're second, you know when they're third. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the NBA, the seeding doesn't matter much. It's just what you take into the playoffs, and then it doesn't matter, you know, if you lose. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I wish there was like yeah. the the year that the Raptors finished with that number one seed. And again, we know about like Lebronto and stuff. I, you know, it'd be sick if like that was something that was a bigger accomplishment instead of now it's like oh well, you know, they 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 got embarrassed in the playoffs. So actually, we just never talk about it. Yeah, but my, one thing I wonder about is, like, are we going to be nostalgic for teams that didn't win the title in the way that we used to be, right? Like, so, like, yeah. you, for seven example... Seven seconds or like, less sons. Be like, yo, seven, um, that's a peak one. But that's Chris like, Webber, yo, Chris Webber, Jason Williams, uh, that, Sacramento that, that Kings. Kings team, right? The Jailblazers, like, the Jailblazers, 90s Knicks. 90s Knicks. Um, yeah, so those are those are really the You'd main ones. You'd be like, ones. yo, the, the, remember when the Sonics had Ray Allen and... Uh, Oh man, Rashard Lewis and then Richard Jerome Lewis. James got that five year yeah. contract. Like, from oh the man, Gallon T Max Rockets. Like, There's you know already I mean? like, that, man. The cl- classic example of this era is the OKC Thunder. 
um, the the OKC but, Thunder. But, but people is, don't think fondly on these teams that come almost like these too soon, kind of good teams. Like they're gonna think I, they're gonna get nostalgic though. Like they if, will. If, the Clippers. If, the, if the Dame and CJ Blazers played in the '90s, people will be t- reminiscing on them. Like yo, that team was really good. They'd be they like the Pacers. Backcourt in the league, maybe they're like the Pacers from the '90s. But we don't. We, we don't. Yeah, but not we, really. Again, like, the Pacers were really we don't good. Ce- we don't. So we don't celebrate any teams other than the than the winning teams anymore. And even you know that, like we. Yeah. yeah, even that sometimes we put it, we put it down. We're like, oh, if, uh, if I don't know if if, if KD was healthy, like people, right. like, They look down on the Raptors championship. They look down on the Warriors championship because they were too good with KD. Yeah, they look down fair. on the bubble championship. They look that's... down probably on Giannis's championship for one man, reason. Man, we're like, we're in a hater we're in a hater economy, man. Yeah, no, like... we we yeah we we hate a lot more nowadays. No, and I don't know, like it, it'll never get there. I just think based on all the things that you broke down too about the EPL. That format would be sick in in basketball because let's yeah. be real, like I'm, I'm I'm happy you know this this employs me, um you know uh, and things like that. But it's like the regular season is a bore like a lot of times. Like it's cool when you're following me, a team. Though. I know, but that's you know you got problems. But it's like I, but it's I love like basketball. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. But like when when you're following a single team, I think it's sick. Like especially when it's like the Raptors. But, like, from an overall product, like, people can say they love League Pass. Like, I love League Pass, too. Or do I? Um, and then, like, you know, I love checking out other teams okay. whenever they come to Toronto that one time. Uh, but I don't like... see no League Pass stands on the timeline. <laughs> I don't see Adam Silver you don't in see the profile it. photo. This game. I, I, no. saw, I saw Ken Birch stands, but I don't see no League Pass stands. Yo, somebody create a League Pass stand account, and you have to send out one League Pass alert every day of the season. Um, but it's like, there's not a lot of things that you get excited about in the regular season. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, this team is now in the second seed in the West, and they will be resting their players. Um, like the play-in has changed it a little bit, but also it's like there's a limit to that too, right? That's why I don't mm. I don't think the midseason tournament that they're proposing is gonna be like it just feels so artificial. Like it's it's not real. Like yeah. winning oh, Premier League is real, making Champions League is real. Like that's yeah, but real. First off, no one's gonna be able to replicate that kind of passion because it's the number one followed league in the whole world. Yeah, that's fair. Like the scale of it is big. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you could search up any random like soccer player. Like just name me a soccer player off the top of your head. Uh, Mo Salah. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. So Mo Salah. I'm just gonna look up his tw- his social right now. Yeah, how many followers? Do it over under. Do it over under for me. Yeah. How yeah. how many followers do you think he has on something like Twitter, for example? I don't even know if Mo Salah has Twitter. But I should no, you should go on IG, man. I feel like IG. Okay. Is yeah. Where sure. It's yeah. Popular. Okay. So go to Mo Salah. Yeah. Um, can you go? Can you go to? Um, can you go to Taylor Swift? I just need like a comp. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's that's that's, that's a little tough, but yeah. Okay, yeah. let's see if. Oh no! Taylor go to Swift. Pharrell. Let's use Pharrell as a comp. Okay. Go to Pharrell. Yeah. yeah. Go to Pharrell. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's literally typing Instagram like me typing in ESPN.com the day the blackout ended. <laughs> All right, Pharrell has 14 million followers. Okay, so you're t- telling me Mo Salah, right? Um, Most all has more followers, but tell me how many more followers. Twenty. I, I say he has a total of twenty-three million. He has fifty-two point eight million followers. Okay. okay I need another. And Mosala is like yeah. a top ten. Yeah. Soccer player in the world right now. Like, okay, maybe he's higher than that. I mean, again, as a Liverpool supporter, like sometimes he's higher than that. Whatever, right? But yeah. you know, guys fluctuate. But he's in that solid top ten range. Yeah, you know, like you could look at it like a like a Neymar would probably have like a hundred k or a hundred k 
like million right. followers. No, know? but that's like a ridiculous amount because like, yeah, you know, like, like I use for I know for was random, but it's literally like, a worldwide yeah. sport. You know, like in, no. in a way that basketball just isn't. Basketball is a is a local sport. What what did uh what, what? Oh, Bong Joon Ho when he won? Yeah, what do you say about the Oscars? This <laughs> yeah, is a like, local award. Like, yeah, the, award, the yeah. NBA is a local award. Man. It's literally the Neymar has 178 million followers. Yeah, I'm looking up my boy Kareem Kareem Benzema, 58 million. Yeah, yeah. That's like mind blowing to me. Yeah, what does LeBron have? Uh, let's see, LeBron James, King James, my. Oh, bad. 132. Okay, that's pretty decent. Yeah, but I mean, LeBron. Let's say like Kevin Durant. That's like let LeBron. Me look up, yeah. Let me let me look up like KD. Um, well, KD, you got with the Twitter. I mean. Oh yeah, so yeah, check yeah. his Twitter. Like how much. Like, are we talking about 35 mil? 25. Like okay. Okay. No, but and, I, I and totally how many of those are, are his own birders? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So easy. I'm sorry. It's like bench Kendrick Perkins one. Um, but like, no, like, damn. Like, I understand the scope of soccer, but to be honest, like putting it in like that social media context really does explain it. Like the reach is crazy. Yeah. Like, okay. So like LeBron is the l- biggest player in his sport. For yeah. 20 years, just like how Leo Messi, for example, is the biggest. LeBron's know, star like bigger, bigger than basketball. LeBron has like what, 130 or something like that. Leo has 361 million followers. Yeah. And that's, there's nothing even interesting about Leo's life. Like, that's the thing. At least LeBron has a post, like, yeah. you know, Taco Tuesday videos. I mean, like, yeah. I, I'm he on also, Instagram. He also talks, I, like, makes note sounds at, at Serena Williams at the US yeah. Open. <laughs> what does Ronaldo and, have? It's got to be like, how how many did you say Messi was? Don't tell me. Like, don't Messi, tell me Ronaldo. Okay, Messi was three sixty one. I'm gonna say Ronaldo's like four four twelve. Yeah, four eighty one. Yeah, because because he puts himself that's out there. Four way times more. the scale of LeBron. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, e- even anyway, the Formula so, but, One guys. I know you're not into Formula One, but yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're sure. global in that way too, right? Yeah, like like a Lewis Hamilton to me is like way way bigger than a LeBron. Like, I the NBA is local in a way, but yeah, certain guys, right? Like okay, LeBron's yeah. LeBron's global. Like but we should actually is, like, do soccer, the local. Okay, the... we should do the local cutoff, man, for stars. So Giannis is global, right? Barely, barely. You don't think so? Eh? Not not even barely. with all the, all the like stardom of the last like three years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the most local star. It's got to be Dame. Like Dave's like the most American, like local, like yeah. I I genuinely think that you go to most parts of yeah Europe or Asia or Africa and just say like, hey, yeah. show them a picture of this guy, and they'd be like, who is this? Yeah, you know, like I, I think the way to measure it is like how many people can you name in that sport if you don't watch that sport at all? Yeah, exactly. And for right? basketball, it's probably LeBron, three, Steph, three to five, like three to five people will like, start naming like Michael Jordan and Kobe. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. Derek Rose too, because of the Asian presence. Nah, man. Derek Rose really not that big. <laughs> no, like he's he. I don't know why he draws like crazy in China, but like it's yeah. it's wild. Um, Jeremy Lin, you know, definitely. Um, Thirty Eight at the Garden Dock coming to HBO Max soon. Mm. So we gotta check that out. How do what's we not cut, get invited? What's what, what's man? what's the cutoff for uh, sports stocks? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh man! Just kidding. Oh, damn. By the way, right by now. the way, look at the clips of them are always like he's not supposed to be doing this, 
he's Asian. <laughs> and I'm like, is that supposed to be a, like a like a flattering statement? Like, damn, like, you know, I know. Like, I, I, I get I know. it. I get it. There's not that many Asians in the NBA. But like, I've just seen it in that way. I'm not even trying to hate on the dog because I'm excited to see it. But it's like, I've seen that same narrative driven out so many times. Yo, you know for what real. I mean? give, me, give me a new scoop, man. Please. Like, yeah, like it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I think sometimes it just depends on like who's telling the stories. I actually don't know for this one. Like, I haven't checked who the, like, you know, directors, people behind the mm. scenes are, but it's like. That could be your industry friends. You never know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. Um, nobody's okay. listening. Nobody's listening to and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's just like Savelle's three friends in the city. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, like it just, yeah, tell a different story, you know, just like, like well, interview, actually... interview different people and like talk about different things. Well, I like, also want to know Jeremy's like, there's so many different aspects of his career that I want to know. Sure. About, like, like getting over the injuries what was that process like emotionally yeah you know the the doubts that you would face as an athlete when your life mm-hmm. is when your career is on the line because of your injuries and also in the fact that you're actually just physically hurt um how honestly i, I also want to know like what it was like being a very visibly asian person in that yeah. space you, right? you're like, learning how, that right now yeah well i, I don't know about that but like <laughs> It's just like, there's so many different questions, right? Like, you know, what kind of responsibilities do you feel in terms of like being, yeah. to, having to like cross cultures in this way? And of course, he's talked about it want, in bits and pieces, right? I guess I want um, that all on the dock. If you're going to make a doc about it, I don't want to just be like, oh, Kobe didn't, yeah, he, trust he, me. Kobe slighted me on the way to the, I was right. in the cab like on the, the way to the game. Are, the stories that have been told, basically. Like, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. It's hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to to kind of hit that next level with the content, and you know, with the sports stocks as well. Like, again, it just de- depends on who's like putting their money and effort behind it, right? Mm, Every everybody exactly. just wants to tell their version, like, or yeah, but yeah, the Asian stuff. I, I do wish we'd progress a little bit. Well, I just it just it just sounds weird to me to be like he's not supposed to be doing this. He's yellow, right. and I'm like, all right. No, man. I saw I saw all the Come tropes on. like in the trailer. It was just like you know, all Asians are supposed to be doctors or lawyers, and, and it's like, like this is like this is like everybody talking about bringing like a stinky lunch to school. Yeah, no, like, no more stinky lunch politics. No, man, only boiled beyond... eggs at the bar, man. Bro, egg if you brought talk. a boil, if you brought a boiled egg to to the to, to school, and people were like, "Damn, you brought a boiled egg!" Like, damn, you brought a boiled egg. Like, you gotta take the, gotta take the consequences of the boiled egg, man. Oh man, um, what is the greatest album of the '90s? Mine is the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. I'm, you know, shout out to my guy, Big Pun. I know you roast me all the time. Capital Punishment, Outcast, Equimini um what else man raekwon only built for cuban links that's all i got for now um i guess there's no 90s chime in from you <laughs> this guy's like i listen to hansen um, Ill, illmatic was pretty <laughs> this guy said good. illmatic changed my life man. um uh the uh, tribe called quest album Yo, you need to record a tianjin state of mind man that would be so fire <laughs> oh man so is a tianjin man yeah we gotta go one day man come on bro by by the way last time yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, last time, you guys shouted out Unionville, and you yeah. were like, "There's only four people." Like, I'm from Unionville, man. Like, you you yeah, keep saying I'm from Scarborough. That's actually kind of hilarious. Yeah. No, like I, I mean, grew up in Unionville. Isn't is it not beside Scarborough? <sighs> I mean, isn't everything beside everything? It's a demographics. Uh, wow, not that sounded like Gary. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't everything on one plane? <laughs> isn't, isn't everything no. just really beside everything when you think about it, though? Like for real. Oh man. Oh, man. All right. We need to take a live break here because uh, Clement Chu from CCYA uh, apparently is dropping off something downstairs for me and you. 
Um, oh, word. So, oh, yeah, I just answered his text. My sorry, my. Oh yeah, let's sorry, pause. Clement. I didn't let's mean to this, so uh, Let's pause this recording or whatever you need to do. Okay. And we'll be back, everyone. All right. All right, man. We're back. Do people? Yeah. Know that there was a break. Um. I don't know. We I guess so. I might leave it in there. Let's leave it in there. Yeah, we took a break. Yeah. Um. You what know, happened? Why do we take a break? Edit out some of the talk, you know, after we decided to take a break. Mm. Um, make sure you note that timestamp as well. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. wasn't recording, man. Full-time Al is in the building. No, but yeah, had to make a quick uh, midnight pickup at the concierge because uh, Clement Chu from CCYA was My man got a concierge. Get out of here. <laughs> CC- Clement Chu was um, from CCYA kind enough to drop off. Two uh, teal-colored Vancouver Grizzlies, uh, Boba Grizzlies uh, t-shirts. Nice. From, from Mitchell and S. So shouts to wow. Ernie at Mitchell and S. as well. Yeah. So I think this is the new colorway that's dropping because because you know I know the Boba Raptors and Grizzlies was a big deal, but I think they only released the Grizzlies in black. So this is like the popular iconic teal color, and it, and it looks sick. So one one each for both of us. Plug talk. <laughs> Yo, this this is go talk right here. Um, so next question, mm. um, how do I tell my barber that the usual doesn't look the same anymore? <laughs> Just tell him, man. Yo, yeah, what, what feel, are, are we intimidated listen, by barbers too much in general? Yes, like, first off. But I mean, okay. to be fair, they are wielding uh, blades in and around your head and neck. Yeah. Um, Beyblade. Yeah. No, um, we're reaching delirium, man. It's, it's 1245. Yeah, this, this, this is officially late for me, man. Um <laughs> Shit. Yeah, for context, it's almost 1 a.m. and this is peak hours for me, so I'm feeling great. Yeah. Um just tell him. Yeah. Just tell him, man. Yeah, just tell him you gotta boy, shape up. Soldier boy, just tell, tell him, man. Tell him you gotta shape up your shape up. <laughs> Yo, Arn, tell him. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this, man? Yo, we might as well do a live wordle at this point. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, oh. just tell him. Just 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 tell him. Yeah, Soldier Boy, tell him. So, um, what are your power rankings of Kanye albums? So, uh, my my beautiful Dark oh, Twisted Lord. Fantasy, I think, is number one. I would love willing, to rate Kanye this I, hard, man. I, I would be willing to put College Dropout as like 1A, 1B. My least favorite is when he did, what's the one that he did all the singing? Oh, 808s and Heartbreak. No, nah, that one's good, man. Life of Pablo step, uh, Slept On. Bumping a lot of Watch the Throne lately with Jay-Z. Slept On. Mm. Not Slept On. I mean, it was celebrated, but... Shout out to a lift off featuring Beyonce. Oh my god, man. Not the best song on that album. Worst song on that album. <laughs> All right, you want the Bayhive coming for you. Oh yeah, no, no. Shouts to the Bayhive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the rankings. We, no, this this yeah. album is really good, man. Fire, Otis. Man. Fire. Made in America is pretty good. No, there's bangers. Welcome to the jungle. Bangers, yeah. bangers only, man. Life of Pablo. Even Lift Off is like decent. Yeah, no, Liftoff yeah. is a cool song. Like, you know, yeah. I'll let it bump when it comes out on, on the Spotify. Yeah. But, um, but but do but do you skip do you <laughs> skip the, the one with Beyonce on it? No, I don't, man. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. I'm part of the hive, man. Right. Um right. we know that he's the goat, but what is your biggest criticism of Masai? Oh. Goat talk. Uh what's my biggest criticism? That he hasn't uh, been on the show. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Why? What do you don't want? You don't want my Kanye rankings, man? Come on. Oh man. yeah. What's your Kanye yeah. rankings? Late registration, number one. 
Ooh, um, that's different. I burned because I just like that came out the perfect time for me. Man. I was still burning CDs at that time. I burned yeah. that. I, I downloaded it off LimeWire, burned it onto a, a rewritable CD, mm. took it to my friend's house, and we listened to it for like on loop for like. Like oh, probably man. five times through the album. We, we played, major like, with Nas, PS2, Dawn with like Cameron. Oh, yeah, man. man. Come on, man. No, late registration is amazing. Okay. Right? Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Mm. Um, you know, Dark Twisted Fantasy. You know, yeah. my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That, I think that's number, number two, one. Objectively. Me, yeah, that's the music is just, it's so good. Um, the college dropout. 808 is a heartbreak. To be honest, I stopped listening after a while, so I, I can't no, get all of them. No, I, I haven't been. I mean, I think I think everybody that's are... That's top four are, for me, though. Easily. Everybody our age. I mean, I know we have an age difference. Yeah. But, like, within the spread of that age, I, I think all of us were Kanye stands at one time or another. Yeah, it was like, kind of impossible not to be. Yeah. I think I dropped out after uses. Yeah. I, like, I listened to The Life of Pablo, but I didn't really care about it. I love Life of Pablo just because I went to, like, six of his concerts during that era. Why? Um... I don't know. 2016. That's when I got divorced. You, were you, you were maybe still you in New put, York, right? Maybe you got to put one and one together. Um, oh, man. Nah, yeah. man. Come on, bro. Hey. Oh, yeah. Dark days. When you um, play Runaway? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is demon Yo, hours. I'm, I'm just tapping that piano. <laughs> I'm just tapping that one Ding. note. Ding. Oh, man. When Pusha T came out in that salmon suit to perform it, I think at the VMAs, fire. Um, oh, man. Do you get irritated? Oh, we didn't answer the question. We know he's the GOAT, oh, yeah. but biggest yeah, criticism Masai of Masai. I mean, I, Masai's not like impeachable. I know he's such a popular figure in the city and de- deservedly so. And I think he's one of the most influential just people in basketball with everything that he's done with Giants of Africa and like just concrete things about opening courts and creating opportunities for African players. I don't know. I mean, like that that public Q rating Honestly, is like it's impeachable. He's uh, I mean, people are gonna be like the, 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 not impeachable. I can't speak English. Sorry. Im, Im, I think it's a Im. is it okay. It, he's him anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yo, he's him is insane. Oh, <laughs> uh, the rest of this pod is not gonna be good, man. Or it's nah, gonna be great. Nah, I don't this know. is what people are here for, man. Just remember, if you're a longtime listener, you have to listen to Assad do a live wordle. So the bar's low right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was fine, man. I it, shout out to Trice. Um, oh man, I think people are gonna say petty stuff like, "Oh, you drafted the." Um, malachi over desmond bain and stuff like that like again like you you can't expect people to not be human i'm not even and, and hit yeah. every single person. i'm just thinking about the person even like i don't like the basketball stuff to me is like secondary like the person no like Masai the person because we've talked so much and again i, think, I, I know we just warned, worry about Masai yeah. like venturing more into politics sure like getting moving you, I, away I, from I, basketball no 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 not, not, not that like at a certain point if you want to make things happen you obviously need to know very powerful people yeah and so it's like, and again, I don't, I actually probably align with his politics, but sure. you know, I, it's not, I don't want him to lean into that space. It's just like, when you lean in, there's a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. yeah like, to be honest, because I, I mean, I feel like for most people, like you don't fully align with one party's like agendas or goals or or their histories are like mm-hmm. fully like, so it's just hard for a person to align specifically with the party if they're, especially if they're not in politics specifically. But, I mean, I don't know. Masai would be far from the first person to be, like, associated with politics, especially because he wants to get stuff done. No, I, th- I think that's fair. I mean, from a basketball perspective, you you know, you can nitpick. You know, like, like he, what, like the Damari Carroll signing, he had to end up shipping with, like, what, two draft picks to oh. get off his contract. Uh, yeah, that, objectively, basketball's management-wise, that's the worst one. Yeah, like, I think that's the main one that jumps out at me. 
the also draft those two stuff. first round picks didn't really go anywhere by the way it was okay. like i think one okay. of them was like anzes pashesnik mm. yeah okay. i don't know okay but yeah one, one of those picks was going nowhere i think the other one went nowhere too well uh, the other thing too like w- with the basketball stuff like some of his good moves are just so iconic right like that that norm yeah. that trade that got norm and og for gravis vasquez like that's that's yeah. iconic bro he traded barnani for positive value right when when people thought he couldn't get out from under that contract or get any value yeah oh the celtics uh leak has come out okay shams got woj on this so even yeah. though woj is first of the story shams actually has the details celtics coach Ime Udoka had an improper intimate and consensual relationship with a female mm. member of the team staff okay Okay. Steam of violation of the franchise code of conduct. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. Well. That's on. Yeah. That's just. No, but we, it's disappointing, man. It really is disappointing. It is. Well, yeah. we saw we saw that with Gerson Gerson Rosa too, right? In, yes. In Minnesota, and he. I just don't like the power the, the power dynamics of that are always so yes. imbalanced. No, definitely, all, definitely. Yeah. Damn. Well, it's actually but, good to know the context. That's why when you asked me earlier, I was like, man, I can't really comment on it. Yeah, like, you're right. That's, that's not a joking matter. I don't know if he fought Marcus Smart or something like this. You know what I mean? So, mm. um, okay. Next up, do you get irritated when NBA team social media posts their L's with the caption "final"? No, man, you guys give social media people too hard of a time anyways. Yeah. Like, like when what's, a team loses, like, there's, they're clearly posted. there to cheer for the team, like Will Lou. You know, like, they're not there to, like, celebrate the L's. Like, they just move mm. on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, favorite restaurants in New York. Um, I believe this is from Christine. Christine, uh, just message me. I can send you a list. Um, next up. Is a pop tart a ravioli? Oh man! When Joseph Cacharo hears this, what is oh. the impetus of these kind of questions? <laughs> like the are hot dog is asking, a sandwich thing. Are you asking no, the listener like, back? No, people love food questions, like twisted food questions. Yeah, I, I mean, we talk about food a lot. Like, I don't know. Why is it a ravioli? Because it's a shape. Like it's shaped. What? Like a ravioli. It's like a yeah. It's shaped like a ravioli, a pop tart. It's like a giant ravioli, except it's sweet. Oh man, Joseph Cacharo, if you, if, no, if you're listening on, to man. this, please message all, me. All the raviolis like boiled and stuff, right? So yeah, boil it's like cooked on the pan or something. Boil some ravioli and throw in a throw in a boiled egg, man. <laughs> Yo, okay, man. That. Come on, what are we doing, man? <laughs> nah, oh. <laughs> we talk about eggs at one a.m., man. Come on, <laughs> no, man. This this yo this this no is, one asked this for is this. my prime. This is my prime right now. Does Will melt down after the Raptors go down eight to three four minutes into a game? Are you kidding me? This yeah, is what he on, does man. every game. We go to the game. I'm chilling, settling in in the first quarter, seeing what nah, the pizza situation eating. is first like. Off, first off, you're yeah. eating. I'm seeing what yeah. the pizza situation is like. You know, probably you know pulled up like a you know eBay vintage search. Um, you know to see how things are going. Um, on those 90s movie tees and then as i'm settling in like you are like breaking down every possession like from the first like people don't understand from the first possession will is like locked in Mm, like no it's true and you are usually so critical of the team in the first quarter um just because i think like the game is just starting to play out but like 
you know, you'll be like, man, like, why didn't they help there? Like, what kind of defensive scheme is this? It's like, run a play. Like, you know, we could do a whole soundboard of it. So, yeah, no. But sometimes you get great reads in the first quarter because I remember game six against the Sixers when we were all excited that they were going to tie the series 3-3. You Mm. said right away two minutes in, you're like, yo, they're not organized. They can't win this way. Like, they're not going to win tonight. Yeah. Like you, and, and it played out exactly that. So, like, you know, once every uh, 100 games, it pays off. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. I get I get upset. I mean, come on, man. No, Will, this is uh, not a joke. All I want is, I want is, is to, to see the Raptors win the game, every game. This, this is not a joke. This man sings the national anthem deeper than Doug Tranquata. Okay, that's like, for fun, though. Like, I don't identify that strongly yeah. with the anthem, but uh, it yeah. is fun to no, just do a karaoke. No, it's okay, man. Nobody's asking if you're pro or anti-anthem. No, I mean, I'm not pro or anti-anthem. I just no, mean, it's like, just the about the baritone of your voice. <laughs> By the oh, way. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. He gave him a little sneak preview. <laughs> Yo, we need to put, like, Funk Flex bombs over <laughs> Oh Lord! Oh, what are we doing, man? One AM pod. All right, regrouped. What is the biggest oh moment in your career, good or bad? I don't know, man. Um, the biggest oh snap moment? Yeah, oh snap. I don't know, man. Writing the Kawhi for the, shot, man. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. But I think he means just like, like being career there in person, too, right? Oh, like, like career too, right? Um, AC well, we fan hard... flight for you? Oh, no, well, we got hired to Sportsnet, man. Are you kidding? We got me? hired to Sportsnet. Being able on, to like man. write for Slam, write for GQ, write for New York Times, yeah. write books, yeah. do a pod with Will, edit the first issue of Slam Canada. Like, no, sometimes you got to take a step you back and appreciate the career. One of my first big cool, like, wow, this is, I can't believe I'm here, is mm-hmm. uh, when I first got to the score as like a 23, 24 year old, maybe 23, mm-hmm. I think. And I was like, yo, the basketball Jones work here. Ah. And I like think we didn't like you're in hollow ground. Yeah, but I was like, "Yo, some of the people who worked here worked with the basketball gym." Yeah, shouts to the starters, man. Like it was, I was like, "Yo, that's mm-hmm. the office where they used to shoot yeah. the videos from." I'm like, I'm, "That's the that's the five and four king." Yeah, no, I sound like Scotty Barnes being like, "I miss Scotiabank Arena." <laughs> no, it's like, no, come on, man, Pander Pod. No, uh, shoppers. <laughs> they don't have shoppers in L.A. Yeah, it's like I can't go. I can't grab a scooter in L.A. to go it's to. Like, a- a convenience store. Oh, like, like Wilbur. I miss Wilbur Mexicana <laughs> I miss so yo, much. Yo, Wilbur's sick though, man. You, Wilbur we, is sick, but when you work at the Wilbur? store and you have Wilbur once a week, it no longer becomes sick. Just like no, Fusaro's is, is actually nice. Yo, but when you have Fusaro's once with a week, like, too. I was talking to my barber about that today. Shouts to Hannah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, she was like, Fusaro's is very slept on. And I'm like, yeah, true. Yeah. like That was like, my go-to lunch spot. Fusaro's, yeah. Wilbur. That's right. You um, were in that triangulation for like. Do you ever go jobs. to Nook Cafe, the, the the Korean family that runs it underneath? Uh, I've been. I, one I've of picked the King up Street? food from Nook. I think. Yeah, I yeah. definitely have. Yeah, during my brief run at the score. Um, oh, that's right. We were coworkers there too. <laughs> yeah, we were definitely coworkers. All right. Um, no, man, it's been a lot of cool moments. But yes, like you talk about hollow ground too. Like even even Fan Five Ninety, we always talk about it. Like not to be like you know company people. But like Fan 590, like we all listen to Fan 590. Iconic, man. Iconic station, bro. I still remember like, you know, again, I go to the store all the time. I was in bed, Mm. uh, staying up past my bedtime, around this Mm. time, actually, 1 a.m. Raptors playing Clippers on the road, on the Mm. West Coast road trip. I'm listening to the radio off of my alarm clock radio, and I'm like probably 10. Mm. I'm hearing Paul Jones, you know, call uh, TJ Ford's game winner. Yeah, and now we booking Paul Jones. Now we booking Paul Jones for you to talk to him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Damn, man. 
You get you, you seem like the type that gets chills every time you walk into Scotia Bank, man. You 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 the real Scotty <laughs> uh, Barnes. <laughs> do I not? I mean, yes, I do. <laughs> Yo, that's gonna be I the also first Scotia Bank Arena. <laughs> that's gonna you be the what? first I, tweet I, from I'm the Raptors tweet show. That. Yeah, tweet that for the Raptors show. No, don't. <laughs> you I'm know off. what? I'm off. You're um, off, man. You're, you're actually suspended for two I'm weeks. cut off. I'm genuinely cut off. <laughs> Yo, this tweet has been deleted to start the account. Is the funniest, yeah. man. Um, not a question, but the Wong Strong bracelet is a need, not a want. No, man. No. Shout, shouts to this person, but no. No Wong Strong, man. No, like, Wong we, Strong is <laughs> sick, man. No, we don't need this, man. Oh, by the way, you know the meme of like, you know how we make fun of sometimes uh, like white guys get like Chinese tattoos, right? Yeah, um, yeah. and you know the most famous and by the way, one... not exclusive to the white guys no 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 several, no, no, no. several uh, NBA yeah. players shout out to Marcus Camby oh that's right um, uh, Robert Swift um, but like uh, Kenyon Martin oh yes but you remember Kenyon Martin for the lips um, but oh that's a, that's, a, that's a wild <laughs> tattoo man you're right <laughs> Your lip talk um, but like what was I gonna say oh yeah so the the most famous one is a guy who got something that I think just says like chicken fried rice yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a Chinese. That's hard, I, man. I actually kind of want to. I want to get that. You think he goes to the restaurant? You think he goes to a Chinese restaurant and just like pulls up his? He's, le- he's at Rosal right now. He's at Rosal right yeah. now. Yeah, he's like, yo, yo, <laughs> give me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I got that rice in me. Um, but yeah, like legit though. I kind of want to get that tat, just like subtle, nothing crazy. Like, <laughs> come on, man. It's just you don't have to do that, do you? No, I, I'm like, I'm starting to warm to the idea of getting get just getting a tattoo. Like nothing that's gonna okay. like you're not gonna see it. It might be just no, but like, you're not gonna tattoo like chicken like fried in, rice in, on your in body. Very right? small font in very small font somewhere. Like I just Why? I just find it hilarious. You know, one of the funniest tattoos I've seen, and there's been a lot of funny tattoos, whatever. Yeah. But like one of my former roommates at university, yeah, got a, was offered a two for one deal on a tattoo. I believe. <laughs> I'm surprised you. I'm surprised you didn't jump at it, man. <laughs> nah, relax, man. That's, that's that's not for me. But like, you're like, yeah, I'll get one on each side of my face. So they were like, but he was offered it like upon walking in, so he didn't have two ideas. So I think he like oh, no. took the free tattoo to write his last name across like his waist, like where essentially like oh, my just God. just slightly under where you would wear your pants. Okay, that's. That's so insane. every single time he will get like just changed or naked or he would whatever see reason, his name he would see his own name which is i was like of all things to tattoo why that like oh my god no that's that's the tough part about the tattoo business is like it's a narrow lane of like good tattoos can like, can my tattoo person say no to me i feel like that has to be like built oh into like they what, gotta step in artist. they gotta step they'll in be like, and be like you'll be like listen you yeah. know your name don't don't tattoo you yeah name. yeah yeah <laughs> Or like, just get get like a boiled egg tattooed. It's That's like the, hard, actually. the shells are shattering a little bit. I've always kind of hard. I always wanted to get just like a bowl of rice on like that classic like ceramic bowl with the design yeah. on it. Everyone knows that bowl, man. That would be hard, bro. By the way, can we talk about how Asian restaurants are able to pack so much rice into that bowl? Like that bowl. Oh is yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they they dome the top of the bowl so it's, much that it's like two bowls. It's like when you get a scoop of ice cream and they like go go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like it's actually the exact same. You get a whole ball of rice, Aaron oh, Chini talk. Man. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh man, everybody just shut off the pod, man. Quality. Yeah, nah, what here. are you doing, man? Quality, what are you but, doing? Like, but forget no, no. what we're doing. What are you doing? Let's no, Wong Wong Strong bracelet. Yeah, time for all of you to revive your lives. Um, yeah. Wong Strong bracelet not gonna happen. But 
we we do have finally made some progress on merch because we'll finally reply to all the illustrators. Thank That's you. That's right. Thank you. So you seem excited about hello and welcome hat. I know you teased it. I trust yeah. me, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, um, the design yeah, looks very design. fresh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need someone to style it for me. Yeah, we have an. Someone needs to the... model it for me. Man. <laughs> I can't take a photo of it myself. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna send it to like you know Amy Otterbert, Danielle Michaud, Faisal Kamisa. You know, we're keeping it Sportsnet. You know what I'm saying? Full time mm, in the family, keeping it in the family. Oh man, we're keeping it in the fam, man. Rockefeller Records. Um, so what are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you always talking about? <laughs> Yo, you finally reached the breaking point. Dude. No, I'm just like, yo, like, give me like, I need, you know what I need? I need what? like a, a separate Google Doc of all the references we do in the pod. No, nobody do this, that. We didn't explain it for all that. That's a lot of work, man. Don't, don't do that. Why? That's, that's Why like back when they did that for Tim and Sid, right? Um, did oh, they? didn't, I, didn't Toby did that, man, at the score. Like he ran a blog where he tracked a lot of stuff. Um, And I believe that's how he got the job. You gotta verify this off air, but like, yeah, like that's well, yeah, Toby's story. Talk... Okay, I, I, I'm not gonna verify this. I'll just take your word for it. No, take my word for it. But like, nobody yeah. do that, please. Like, we're, we're so appreciative already of of like the the fun accounts that have popped up. You know, the subreddit again. Go to the losers. T H E. Type in the first. The losers. Uh, I believe it's like around 250 members now. We gotta keep that growing, mm. man. We gotta keep All that. Right. We gotta keep that growing. But yeah, we got merch, man. Just sent you an interview of the Century Design today, so. Oh, um, that's heat. Yeah, we're gonna work on that one too, and then you reference you guys reference that famous Will Loop Money Tree, uh, photo. Um, it's know, also being immortalized. Our friend Jane from Draw the North has put in mm-hmm. a, a lot of you know great work and hours into yeah. this, and I'm so excited about all the designs. Yeah. I guess Months after the fact, I'm like, can you lower my hairline? <laughs> oh yeah. Once again, this guy looks like She's the main like, character nope. from Death Note. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's it's wild. But yeah. Yeah. And, and shouts to uh, more real time updates. You know, a follow at Raptor Show on, on Twitter. We are now approaching 2,000 followers. Um, we're, we're 22 away. So this is, uh, this is awesome. Mm. Platinum with no features. Mm. Um, so that's, no, that's uh, honestly like I'm, no, no, I'm, I just Damn. feel blessed. You know what? No, I feel blessed. In this business, there's some shows. That go platinum with no features, and there's yeah. some shows that have features but don't go platinum. <laughs> oh my god, man! This guy started to feel himself again, man. He yeah, went from poot, he went from poot to Brody. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm fully poot selling you uh, sneakers, man. I'm like, yo, you want these Zoom freaks or not? <laughs> Once again, Will attended a NBA TV Canada, uh, you know, appearance this year. Just because he was promised a pair of free Air Maxes. I no, no, I wasn't promised. They sh- they surprised me live second. They were like, "Yo, we got nice. you." Nice. I'm like, "Oh yeah." Nice. Did you no, slip them on? The you slipped the game, them on man. and walked out of the building in them, man. I know you. No, did. relax, man. I wouldn't walk through the subway in those. <laughs> oh come on, man. All right. Uh, question from uh, Shanda. You know, Pantheon fan. Yeah. So Shanda's nine-year-old, uh, I guess the podcast was playing, you know. Yeah, we got to know family. all the whole, we, yeah, the whole Shanda yeah. family, the first family of the pod, man. <laughs> uh, nine-year-old daughter wants to know, I think it's nine-year-old daughter, maybe son. She didn't specify. Um, why, wants to know why I say damn so much. Um, yeah, I say damn whenever I, I think I want to swear naturally. And then I just say the word damn. Mm. So I do say damn a lot on this. Um, here yeah. is the meatball, Joseph Cacharo. Yeah. What are you each wearing to Mark Savell's wedding? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I bought. Okay, so I, I got the tux. 
I'll probably wear the tux with a white shirt underneath. Banana I'm trying to debate whether I'm going to wear a tie or not. Bow also trying to debate. Bow tie. bow tie might be the wave, man. Should, do we have to wear a bow tie or a tie? I genuinely don't like wearing ties. You don't have to. Honestly, Mark Mark told us. I, I'll, that, look, like, I'll look good enough, I think. Like, no, it's a like, full tux. No, no, don't worry. Like, you'll you'll be fine. I won't look out of place. That's what I'm trying to say. No, like, I, you'll I just be don't fine. Know if it's don't, like, I, don't, I haven't been in enough weddings in my life where it's like, I know the customs of like. No, no, what no. To he wear specifically like messaged Cash to tell us that like, we don't need to go that hard. Like, in terms okay. of like the black tie. Yeah. I think so, I'll probably wear some loafers. Oh, loafer. maybe with socks. Loafer maybe talk. Socks. Shout out NSS. Yeah. Um, Why yeah. you got loafers? No, there's one time I went to his comedy show and I wore my Gucci loafers, and he just like loved the look of it. And then for some reason we started talking like real like adult stuff. So then we call mm. it loafer talk. Okay. Uh, once again, man. Uh, this what is are you your, worry? This what is you your number. This yeah, this is your number one basketball podcast. Um. I am going to put the Gucci loafers on break. I'm going to break out my new Horatio, uh, you know, loafers. Um, they're like a cream and brown color. So I'm trying to just, you know, add some color to the mix. I got some brown uh, corduroy, like, dress pants from my favorite brand, Unique Oh, Club. my God, man. Come on, man. Do you um, have to? Oh, <laughs> Why not? What, you anti? You anti it's a, it's a wedding, man. You bring... Sh- sh- no, man. Trust me. I'll blend in, man. Shouts to, shouts to Roger who, Federer. man? Long time Uniqlo, um, you know, sponsor. Um, yeah, and then, you know, probably oh, yeah. bust Salute out. Like retirement. A, yeah, bust out uh, maybe like a paisley tie up top with a shirt. And then, uh, yeah, just uh, like a suit jacket or whatever. It'll be a good look. Damn. Yeah. So Probably dress like me the first time I did media interviews. <laughs> Yo, I wish I had that mop of hair, man. No, no, not even that. Oh, that's a, that's a different one. So the first time I got credentials was a friend of mine was oh, working. Shoot. Uh, sh- shout out Scott Hasty. I'm pretty sure he listens. Um, yeah. My friend Scott was uh, interning at uh, Canada Basketball in the PR department. Mm. He's like, "Yo, this is an event, like a pra- team practice at or at uh, Scotiabank Arena." What year? What year are we talking about? 2013, maybe okay. 2013. So before your YouTube thing. Before the YouTube thing, 20? I think. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I didn't know what to wear. But I was right. like, oh, media people always dress real serious because I think I watched a lot of clips of like Jeff Schwartz ESPN at yeah. the finals kind of like level. Yeah. So that's what I wore. I wore like a full like suit <laughs> and I showed I w- up. I and it was like the summertime. This. Yeah. I used yeah. to do that. Yeah. And I just, again, this is the first time I went. Um, And yeah, like I, I think I ran into Eric Kareen. He's like, well, you're certainly the best dressed one here you know in eric's sassy yeah. way the way he yeah talks. <laughs> he and, and probably not in like made, a rude way he probably made yeah. you question your entire being off that one comment yeah, yeah i was like oh my god you're right i i'm mm. way overdressed because everyone else was just kind of chilling again it was mm. the summertime there were mm. there was like a team basketball a team Canada basketball practice but the worst part about this was i didn't get any interviews but i was like a little bit bold and i was in the elevator and as the elder doors are closing uh somebody was like yo hold that so i i hit door open in walks um, oh, who was it on the Orlando Magic? Oh man, there was, this is gonna, oh, this a is Canadian on the Orlando Magic. Why is it slipping? My Andrew mind? Nicholson. Yes, Andrew Nicholson. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, Gonzaga, right? Um, so I know he ball. he walks. He's like he's like yeah yeah yeah. Let's go down, right? So we're going down from third floor to first floor. They didn't say anything, and then as right before like the elevator was opening on the first floor, I'm like, you know, Andrew, like, can you help me out? I'm not, you know, new reporter. It's my first time covering an event. Mm. Uh, I would just like to ask you some questions. And he was a super nice guy. He's like, yeah, of course, man. No problem. Let's, let's, yeah. let's take some time. And 
to me, I was like, I had nothing, I had prepared like no questions for Andrew Nicholson. Mm-hmm. So the first question I asked him was like, um, so the Orlando Magic just signed Channing Fry, another uh, stretch four. Uh, do you feel like uh, that might change your minutes this season? And he looked really? at me like, why did you do this to me, man? <laughs> you he gave me like... one answer and then he left. Do you feel like it's a Pau Gasol Lamar Odom model that you're building oh, here? Lord. What was I? What was I doing, man? Anyway, that's that's that was my first interaction with Damn. like with an NBA player was Andrew Nicholson, the first overdressed. Yeah. Damn. And I asked him some dumb question yeah. about <laughs> Channing Fry and taking this. My notes. my first ones because like I started doing reporting for NBA when I was in New York, and yeah. my first one was Andre Miller. I'm remembering now. Oh, salute Andre Miller. Andre bro. Miller Master towards the of end the of fake his career. timeout layup. Oh my god. He's a he's a OG slow-mo, man. Like he yeah. but he was sick. Like he was sick. He was sick. Time. I loved Andre Miller, man. You yeah, don't, you he, don't find point guards like Andre Miller. Anymore. Oh man, they don't build him like that anymore. Man. No, they don't. They literally don't. <laughs> um no, Andre Miller, he was like towards the end of his career, super nice pregame. Like I was super nervous in there. You know how it's like when you're in the locker room for the first yeah. time. It's nerve wracking like, for sure. I think the most nerve wracking thing about being at the arena for the first time is like, you just don't know the etiquette, right? Like mm-hmm. you just don't know anything. Like, like what yeah. am I supposed to do? Am I allowed to go here? Am I, am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to stand here? But he was so nice. Everything's man. weirdly orchestrated. It's not like a regular human interaction that you have in there. No, it's very strange. So that was the first one. But my first real like big hangout one-on-one with a player. Have I told you the Chandler Parsons one? No. Oh, I haven't. Oh no. man, strap in at one twelve a.m. Man, oh, all right, let's go. Um, so it was New York Fashion Week, and then you know I was doing some freelancing with GQ at the time, and Chandler Parsons was marketing his own uh, underwear brand, and um, which I'm pretty sure you're not like surprised. Um, so he had just signed, I believe, with the Mavs. That was a big deal, right? Like Mark Cuban oh, yeah, had gotten yeah. him, and yep. so they wanted to do a piece for GQ. Um, and I was supposed to follow him the whole day because he was supposed to go to these different stores and like check out material and like fabrics for his like underwear. Mm. Um, so then I'm scrambling and I go because like you know my wardrobe man like TikTok girl, but like this is for GQ. Even I'm like hanging, <laughs> I'm like hanging out at Fashion Week. I rush to Uniqlo Uptown to like buy a whole outfit which was like still the most brick outfit of anyone at fashion week. Cause like yes. everybody's just going in. Right. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, I get to the hotel at 1 PM and they're like, Oh, Chandler actually had to cancel. Can you come back at six? Um, so I actually went to the IFC theater and watched like a double bill in the afternoon <laughs> sitting there in a suit. It's been watched Lord of the Rings twice. <laughs> Yo, I forgot what movie I watched, but they were so washed. I go back. He's like, yo, just come up to the hotel. And then he opens it and he's literally just wearing his underwear brand. And Not and so his long. supermodel girlfriend is there and she apparently had just dated Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Like, so I'm just sitting there while they're getting ready, just watching ESPN. Um, and then we go mm. down for drinks and, and he orders these double Red Bull vodkas because he's like, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, I'll just have, what, have whatever you're having. Actually, I think they were triples. <laughs> Yo, that's disgusting. So we're sitting at the hotel bar, and he's like, we do our interview. And like this, enough, I <laughs> we were sitting there, and we're doing this loud, like, we're in this very loud hotel bar. Like, yeah. I, I just pull out the recorder, and, like, we start chatting. And then he's talking about, like, going out with, like, uh, Blake Griffin and Kate Upton after and all this stuff. 
and and we just started talking so we did the story i followed him to like another event and then when the story came out the headline was like drinking uh, triple red bull vodkas with chandler parsons if you google that you still might find it on gq and then i got an email from mark cuban's office demanding me to change the headline they're oh, like on, they're like we don't want our uh, to misconstrue what our players do like during the off season um is anyone but, surprised that an nba player drinks well my editor also stepped in and was like but they literally drank that like that's what they had like that's what happened oh wow it really got changed huh the, the no, headline it, literally got did changed, it get changed? Oh. yeah the headline now is a tame night out with chandler oh, Parsons. yes my editor was really upset so i think he did that sarcastically like the yeah, the, yeah. the but the thing is the the the, the uh the header <sighs> or is the summer this summer, the hard partying vodka Red Bull loving Maz Ford was at the center of the biggest free agent debacle to hit the NBA since emoji became a thing. We sat down for a few drinks with Parsons to talk about fashion, partying with his boss, Mark Cuban, and oh, what it's like being man. the league's preeminent social wingman. Oh, man. Bars. Oh, man. Bars. GQ, nah, man. The bars are the bars. Those are hard, man. Yo, GQ different, man. No. So that was like my first experience. Um. I don't know, man. It was cool too. Like I, I did, that's I did, cool, like, an, man. That's way cooler than than asking Andrew Nicholson <laughs> about his minutes on the Orlando Magic. What yeah, was I should, share, do I should share these stories more, man. Um, like there's nah, one time a, I, this a bar. No, there's one time I interviewed like Action Bronson, and like I was invited to like his studio space to like preview his album, uh-huh. and like it was like the most like any however you think like a rap recording studio is like you mm. literally go there. It's like a movie theater. Um, with like the person at the front selling the ticket like old school except it's like bulletproof glass Mm. like you hand over your id and you check in and then literally when you walk in there's just weed smoke everywhere and they're blasting the music at a volume that just like hurts your ears and Mm. they're like previewing the album for like five six journalists in there and we just have to like awkwardly bop our heads because like Damn. they're they're all like staring at you and then after every song you just have to be like yo man that was fire that's fire man <laughs> yeah when you yo said, like oh, when you man. said white snake and underwear sauce that's <laughs> fire <laughs> and then it's just like oh man this is my illmatic right now uh so like yeah no that was another experience damn man i guess damn. i had a few too man like i talked to i talked to Pusha t when he was on his way to like meet hillary clinton Mm. um like during the election because we were like doing the 10th anniversary of like hell hath no fear it's just cool talking to people that like yeah. you look up to you know from andrew nicholson to uh to push a t nah that's that's tough man <laughs> <laughs> that's tough and now you make push a t jokes on the timeline oh that's, man yeah you know, that's that's the, sto- the full story stories are incredible man no no those stories are actually pretty nuts um let's see uh lisa louie um you know another pantheon listener wants to know um, favorite Vita Soy uh, drinks because they've got all the different types. Uh, what's the the yellow one? <laughs> the lemon tea. Yeah, the lemon tea. Lemon tea is sick. Like the soy milk one is sick. Um, the honeydew one is sick. Um, mm, that's a good call. The honeydew one. Damn, that's yeah. underrated. Taro too. I don't know if that's kind of a newish one, but taro is kind of sick. I can't drink too many of those though. No, I mean, come on, man. You're an adult, man. <laughs> the packaging almost, is fire, though. You're almost 40, man. But <laughs> Yo, I'm again, really like, almost 40, man. <laughs> nah, man. You can't be drinking milk out of a juice box. No, nah, man. Put a boiled egg. Yo, boil the Vita soy. Like I told you last time, drink it hot. It's Yo. sick. No, no, for sure. But actually, you can get like real raw like soy milk boiled. 
brought to your door. Yeah, that's fine. Or eggnog. Yeah. Um, no, no last... eggnog, man. You last... cook eggnog, it's going to turn into a pancake. Like, I can't, I can't have this <laughs> as a drink. That's <laughs> sick, man. Um, last question. Would you rather have free courtside Orlando Magic season tickets for life or free nosebleeds Raptor season tickets for life? Maybe not as easy as you think. Man, courtside for life? Like, Orlando's What's... not going to be bad forever. We also, okay, we, you probably sit next to Tiger Woods or something there, but like, we, we get to sit courtside like before games, right? Like, very briefly. Like, we get to experience that courtside. Like, courtside uh, yeah. during a game. Oh, by the way, Utah no longer dapping us before games. That's, that's a big loss for us, man. We still have Chris. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We need one more dap. We need one more dap guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll, okay, we'll, we need to we'll work on, on it. We'll work on it. Yeah, yeah. We'll work on it. But, but yeah, courtside is a different experience, man. Courtside is different, man. I'm Plus in Orlando, courtside. you get to watch like other teams come in. That's what I'm saying. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's actually, unfortunately, it's Orlando. Damn. And then what I will do is just sell like half my tickets and just afford some tickets in Toronto. <laughs> well, once again, no also, one's I'm, I'm media in Toronto. <laughs> you know what? Can't even go to these games. Those are all really good points. Yeah. Those are all really good points. Um, Let's see. All right. So that does it for the questions. Okay. And um, I'm going to try to roll through these emails that we All received. right. I'm going to put a food order in. So if the yeah. pod ends after the food order is here, you know, it's, yeah. I'm going to become increasingly agitated. <laughs> <laughs> um, that might be possible. And for anyone using timestamps, it uh, might be off by, uh, you know, four to six, four to six minutes. Um, yeah. You know, just haven't been on my game. This is kind of like polling. You know, there's just margin of error over there. So mm. uh, Matthew writes in, hey, Will and Alex, I listened to the Assad and Sahal episode. It was great. I love hearing the talk on the Thank back you. of the bench, guys. As someone who watched the Rico Hines runs, I was excited to see Kyle Wilcher playing. I thought he looked mm. good or as good as expected. Great three-point shooting with a big body, pretty bad defense. People forget just how good a college player he was. I always thought he could excel given the right situation. I don't know if he could make the team now, but I thought Kyle was a better look than, say, Utah or Svi or other back end bench guys. Uh, what do you guys think about the Canadian national team? Yeah, I think there's a lot of talent there, right? Once again. I like Kai Wilcher. Yeah. Wilcher's cool, man. Well, I, I feel like the one thing I have with three-point specialists is like they kind of got bigger over the years. Like most of the good. So for a long time, three-point specialists were like Steve Kerr types, you know, like that sure. size of like 6'2", 6'3", guard, you know, yep. kind of play off guard, maybe hand the ball a little bit, but not be your primary point guard. Mm. Like, And you play them like 15, 20 minutes a game at most if you want to win, right? But then it kind of like they started sizing up more. Like Kyle Korver was like legitimately like a pretty decently yeah. sized wing, or like oh, Steve Novak was, was like six nine. Yeah, was Steve Novak six nine? He was like six eight at least, right? So the shooters got a little bit taller, and like Kyle made a lot of sense. Like I think it'd probably be hard to just pay Kyle, uh, get get him. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to turn down an NBA deal, but you probably imagine he's making decent money overseas. But yeah. I actually, I wouldn't have minded a Kyle Wilcher. Like I, I think he he fits. I mean, defensively, obviously, people are gonna go at him. But that's the same with any of these like shooters types. Yeah, that's a that's a problem though. Is that you know not not to be a Nick Nurse hater, but Nick Nurse hasn't been able to make that type of player work. And like you can probably say the the players haven't been that good. But like I'd love to see a player of that like skill set be able to make it into a Raptors rotation. Mm. Like those those guys have defensive, you know deficiencies but anyways show some at thomas um clayton says my name is clayton i've been a raptors fan since damar got drafted because he was really good on 2k12 i'm 23 from jefferson city 
Missouri. Me and OG used oh, to work. OG, that's where Jeff. Yes, that's what he said. That's where he's me from. and OG yeah. used to work out together. Shout oh. out to the Ellis YMCA and Doctor Foles Gym. We went to different high schools. We never lost to him, uh, but it was really cool to play with and against the guy I knew would make it to the league Damn. one day. If you get a chance, ask him about Dragon Kitchen. Um, so we might need to make a note of that. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Please make a note of that. Um, I work as a route sales associate for Frito-Lay and consume the banter pods all in one day. Sometimes I have to listen to them twice to get through the entire day. I was actually so starved for content. I started to listen to podcasts about the Sacramento Kings. I'm really looking forward to this season, if only because I'll finally have more after content to consume while working side note for will if chem is an onyx and we want him to evolve into a steelix we would have to trade him i don't know what that means is that pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh? that is true yes in order to trade certain pokemon you need to have them hold certain items and then trade them in this oh, case okay. you need to trade an onyx holding a metal coat right okay yeah okay yeah you, you knew that by the way jefferson city so i looked it up um informally known as jeff city what 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 come on man Jeff City. Jeff City. Yo, Jeff Yo, City. From, Population Jeff... Jeff Foster. <laughs> okay. It's, it's on the edge of the Ozark Plateau. So I'm just imagining the Ozarks now. Oh, yeah. Drake's favorite show. Yeah, Ozark. Yeah. Oh. Is it his favorite show? Of course it would be his favorite show. <laughs> when he man. said it was his favorite show, I'm like, I'm out. I've seen some clips from that show and I'm like, all right. It's like a. Bro, he's boot... an accountant and he does crime. Like, it's like I feel a bootleg. Like like it's like a bootleg. Not good, like Breaking Bad situation to me. Yeah, um, closest comp would be Breaking Bad. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, no shouts. This was a cool email. Actually. Oh, by the way, y- y- you being a Breaking Bad stand. Yeah, you know who else is a Breaking Bad stand? Nick Nurse. Is he? When did he talk about it? Talked about an in interview that he did on. I saw not, it on YouTube. I, I wish I could t- know it on top of my head, but it's one twenty-five yeah. a.m. I'm tired. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah. man. Just uh, we're almost there, man. Just think about. Are we? Think about all the stands, man. Think about all. No, the stands. that's what that's what I do it for. Interview yeah. with the heat check with Trista Crick. Okay. She that did an interview with Dick like Nurse. A, that doesn't sound like Rapture Show with Will Lou, you know. Uh, um, you're right. That doesn't sound like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, he he mentioned that uh, he watches. What she, I think she asked him, "What's your favorite show?" And he hmm. said, "I think Breaking okay. Bad is something he watched recently or rewatched okay. recently." So we got to get him on the show, and then in the last five minutes, I'll be like. Yeah, just uh, Breaking Bad characters as Raptors play. Like, hey, uh, you're starting five as Breaking Bad characters. <laughs> Yo, I feel like, I feel like if we were to able to get someone from the organization for a banter pod, Nick Nurse would be number one for me. Actually, yeah, no, but for real though, because like, he's interesting as hell, man. As much as as much as I, you know, don't like him because I'm a hater right now, but like, like, well, I mean, we just know that he has all other interests. Well, you talk about memes too, like I, I, you know, again, we contribute to this, but like all we know is like you know his guitar, his hat, but like his interests are wild. Like he's, he's we're gonna ask him. Hey man, what, what, what supplier you went through for the for making yo, a personal hats? Yo, what's your favorite uh, Grateful Dead album? Um, all right, so Milos. Uh, following up from his previous email, uh, I, I noticed you guys talking about Drake being an ambassador and recruiting players. However, I've recently heard a story about this and wanted to share it with you guys. My barber actually talked to me about this. FYI, I'm anti-egalitarian barber approach. How mm. else would you get such <clears throat> solid banter? He told me that Jermaine Defoe came to TFC after speaking to Drake. 
Apparently, Drake told him that they'd be hanging yeah. out together when he got to Toronto, and that's why he signed with TFC. But Defoe said on a show that he never saw him after getting there. So Drake just ghosted him. <laughs> Ghost talk. <laughs> though, though, thought oh, this was pretty man. funny, but might be the reason why he can't recruit anyone now. So Let Drake's me... just like, we'll hang. That's, how, that's hilarious. Oh, um, that's amazing. How, how much did he score in, in, for TFC, man? Yeah, you should. You should. This guy, this that. this guy played for TFC and then went back overseas. That's not easy to do. Oh man. Um, damn. Okay, we're getting some good emails, man. Anyways, I could not find any hot takes on social media, but I'll hit you with one of mine. When it's all said and done, I think we'll be looking back in 10, 20 years at a pretty forgettable career for Joel Embiid. He's regarded as one of the elite centers in the league right now, but hasn't really achieved anything af- apart from a few All Stars and a scoring title. I feel like people talk about him as if he's in the ranks of centers like Shaq, Hakeem, David Robinson, when in reality, he'll be a Marcus Aldridge-ish player. These next couple of years will be very crucial for him. Yeah, damn. Okay. I've always said Embiid is like kind of in that Patrick Ewing range for me. Because he sweats? <laughs> oh my god, man. All right, man. That's the natural ending point. No, it's you not, should it's even not. say goodbye. Um, we hate on Embiid, though. We're obviously biased. I think he's a level above those guys, though. Like he's like, I mean, yes, these are all all very skilled bigs, but he kind of has his own shot creation ability that isn't just back guys down. He does okay. foul bait a lot. I mean, like, is Embiid ultimately the best offensive player on a championship winning team? Probably not. I think he probably needs to be, like, number two, mm-hmm. just based on his offensive skill set. Like, I think that's the idea of getting Harden. Um, but I don't know. I think he's definitely a level above a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge. Well, no, definitely. Or even even, even Patrick Ewing. Although, at least Patrick, like, what, I, he went to the finals? Yeah. No, he went to the finals. conceptual for me. <laughs> he went to the finals several times. Um but yeah, I think several it, times. Okay, in, in the same way, but one year he was injured. Uh, you know, in the same way that you're, you're like, man, you're almost turning forty. Like, isn't Embiid almost thirty? Like, you're not that young anymore, man. Like, mm, I, th- I think yeah. Milos might be right in that. Like, like you know, we got to. No, see I mean, it, this is definitely a crucial age. So he's twenty eight. Um, yeah. No, it's definitely a crucial age, like point for him because he's in the prime and you got to do something with it. But I mean. I don't know. Skill level wise, like he's he's really up there, man. The the skill and the power component that he brings to the center position is like No, that's fair. For I a do while miss- there we didn't have any great centers and now we actually have great centers. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like I missed like I wish I would have loved to seen Embiid go up against some of those, you know, traditional bigs who were just like monsters. Like imagine Embiid going up against Shaq. Well, we saw what it looked like against Mark. Ooh. Oh, I like We that. saw. We we saw that. Damn. Damn, Once Mark you- was the diesel? <laughs> No, but Mark was the big Barishnikov. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Shaq's nicknames were wild, man. That's why that's why he's my goat. Um, let's see, man. Adam wrote in, wanted to say thanks for the hours of entertainment over the last year. I'm 34, have been a Raptor since they were introduced to the league. I had my bedroom painted purple, black, and white when I was a kid in Newfoundland and now live that's in Barry. It's a chaotic bedroom. I remember it was, Jurassic, it was the original Jurassic Park. I remember seeing them play in the Sky Dome, which was very weird. I was in a dark place when I found out about the show and being able to put it on and hearing you guys chatting about all the random things. And of course, the Raptors helped me get through the quiet parts of my days. Mm. Um, I was diagnosed with leukemia two years ago and had a bone marrow transplant about six months later. 
Six yeah. months after the transplant, I relapsed and had to undergo more treatment to get me in remission again. And I have been for a year now. Shouts to remission, man. Fuck. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Edit out the swearing, please. Um, shouts, shouts to Adam, man. Needless to say, have a daily show to listen to over that time. Was a great help to me mentally. And I just wanted to say thanks. I love the banter pods and especially the random Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon references. It might be a bit mean, but who is the Yamcha on the raptors anyways Aww. thanks again <laughs> i mean it's malachi flynn once again no yeah. it might be cam it might be cam i think it's cam mm. I, I actually think it's cam what you don't want to okay. comment on this <laughs> I'm, I'm, someone might be seeing cam oh soon. that's right <laughs> well i'm happy to say that and stand next to him but you know i guess um not everybody um oh, so man. Shouts to the losers. Don't worry, man. We're almost there. Um, shouts to the losers. Someone in the losers, um, I think it's Demil, Demil Lamb, actually did a whole list uh, inspired by last time about Raptors players as Dragon Ball characters. So like Scotty Barnes, Goku, destined to be the great one from day one. Happy go lucky, gets super competitive during battles, but then that's somehow becomes comment. best friends with his rivals off court. This is actually amazing. No, that's actually he got a Goku personality. Yeah, like, Fred. To a T. These are all fire, man. Fred, Master Roshi. Early game will have the strength to fight Goku, but will grow into a pesky mentor for the kid and an avid supporter long term. Um, okay, he's also small. <laughs> yeah, no, these are fire, man. Kyle Lowry, yeah. Vegeta started on the other team. Grew into the groat, only to be surpassed by Goku after training. Eventually left, but looked out for the team through and through. Um, okay. Pascal Siakam, Gohan, started out as the runt, but never stopped growing. Probably mm. will be second only to Goku in the long run. Will hold Damn. down the fort until Goku arrives. This is iconic right now, this, man. This, no, keep going, man. No, Gary Trent Jr. Krillin has that one long-range deadly weapon. <laughs> that didn't work <laughs> against Frieza or James Harden. Uh, will eventually... No, James Harden is a Frieza type. <laughs> will, become ev will eventually become obsolete to the team as stronger players come through. Comes in clutch in some minor situations. These are fire, man. Um, OG. Um, Trunks. He successfully saved the past timeline and wielded the Sword of Hope during the Celtics versus Raptors 2020 series. Okay. Um, Trunks yeah. is generous, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah. Precious, I think he missed one here. I think he wants to say Android 16. Taken from another organization as a robot and given a heart. Goes well in lineups with Krillin, um, a.k.a. Gary Trent Jr. Otto Porter Jr. Does he? <laughs> Otto Porter Jr. I don't know. Check the stats, nerds. Otto Porter Jr. is Mr. Boo. Was mostly evil before joining the Raptors. Now is a strong player with good long-range attacks. Um, okay, this is wild, man. Thad Young is Boma. Makes the team better, but may not contribute directly in the battles. A solid <laughs> locker room presence is strongly affiliated with Vegeta. Huh. Um, okay, okay, two more, two more, two more. DeMar DeRozan is Piccolo, a tragic figure who comes from the pre-Dragon Ball Z era, i.e. Mm. pre-championship, had to good. die for the team to succeed. Okay, man, this is like Damn. iconic, iconic, man. And then... Kawhi Leonard is Beerus. I think this is like Dragon Ball Super era. So I don't know this character, yeah. but extremely powerful, but super non-committal. Saved the whole group from sure shot destruction that one time, but in general is not part of the group. Would have easily been the best if he wanted to. And that's it. That was 
honestly that was amazing that's hard that's the, super hard the reddit you know the creation of the reddit shouts everybody in there the subreddit like that, that that was worth it for that alone yeah by the way just check your dms i sent you a picture of krillin if he became super saiyan he oh, looks no. so funny man that's yo funny. he looks like a pizza rat man Oh, yo, yo, he looks like he works at that sandwich shop in the bear, nah, man. Bro, this guy went full Super Sanix. Why are his eyes still just dots, man? Like, oh my god, man. Uh, Tim Lai, uh, who's, whose wife, Julie, I worked with at Ernst & Young uh, at Rodin yep. last time. Thanks for answering the last question. Julie says hi and said that you were a solid uh, staff accountant. Like I said, I was trying to be solid. A, I was trying to be three out of five. I was trying to I was trying to be three out of five. Um, you know, what would be your first gambling game you would teach your own kid? And around what age? Mm. I think I learned blackjack or twenty one to to work the math when I was fairly young. My young kids have seen me play MJ on the plane screen. Hashtag bougie travel. I think. I would introduce them to Mahjong, actually. I think yeah, Mahjong I was just saying Mahjong is the number one game. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's there's a lot of strategy involved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I guess it's not as explicitly gambling. I mean, it is, but you don't. You could totally just play Mahjong and, and not gamble. Sure. Um, <laughs> you said sure. <laughs> I mean, I, that's mostly. I'm not gonna lie. That's mostly how I play Mahjong. <laughs> which play which multiverse family. are you living in, man? This is the, this is not my king. These when are I play my, with my family, and our money is the same pool. Why are we playing for money? Yo, Wes beats us in poker. And he's like, "Is this your kings?" <laughs> oh god. Oh man. This man really had a poker star's name, man. Kings are good. Eight. <laughs> kings are good eight. 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 He was the eighth one, man. He's a, oh, man. He's such Eric, a sicko, man. Eric McLean. Hey, guys. Started listening when COVID started. Haven't stopped since. I'm Canadian, born in Toronto, but I've spent my whole life in Hong Kong. I went back to Canada for university, did a year in Shanghai, and I'm back in Hong Kong for work. I work in finance, cool. and your podcast helped me get through hours of awful, mo- monotonous work. Yeah, man. HK work culture? I don't know if people know, man. Like like Eric's um, working twelve hours a day and then hitting up like LKF for for a quick drink and then just you know back at it the next day. The grind culture is is wild there. Anyways, you guys why often do you think we, why do you think we succeed? I don't, I don't why know. do you think these like, pods are four hours long? Like, man? Wow, these Asian countries have uh, really exceeded over no. the years. Uh, like they really our no, economies that, are exploding. That, I'm like, yeah, it's people work <laughs> like not even like inhumanly, but uh, people work a lot. People work hard. Uh, It's not the only reason. There's other factors, but that's maybe the main factor. You guys often mention Hong Kong or China. I wanted Mm. to ask, when's the last time you guys have been to Hong Kong? Any highlights? Oh man, I I got a little nervous. (laughs) And with, and with them lifting quarantine restrictions, hopefully soon is an HK trip on the horizon. Yeah. I've been back to Hong Kong. Yeah, you've never been. I've been back to Hong Kong since like 2016. Um, you know, highlights for me is always just seeing my family, you know, like uh, family wise, like we don't have any extended family here in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, relatives are starting to grow old. You know, it's like, you know, there's been a couple of times I had to go back just for like funerals for like my grandparents yeah. and things like that. Um, but no, I love I love Hong Kong, man. I'm, I'm saying like Hong Kong, New York. Um, Toronto to 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 a degree too. Like, yeah, no, it's that, not that level, man. Let's be real. It's not. Listen, man. I'm trying just trying to be respectful. You know, there's to, there's, to, there's levels to this. Hon- yeah, Toronto's like, a very like Hong Kong energy, good B city. Hong Kong energy on another level, man. Yeah, just like on another level. So, what's the um, what's the best time to visit Hong Kong? When um, is it? When is it like not thirty degrees? 
Yeah, I guess you'd have to go like December, January. I've I've really only okay, ever I'll, gone no, in the I'll summer. Go for Chinese year. I'll, I'll go try Chinese year. No, I definitely want to come back to Hong Kong. I was considering going back um, recently, but I know there's a lot of restrictions. Um, mm. I still got to do my Korea trip. You know, I got to go back to Tokyo, you know, pump some money into that local economy. So yeah, I think bro. we should do a group Asia trip at some point. You want to visit somewhere else in Asia, man? Come I want to go to Philippines. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Where else, man? Anyways. You want to go to Singapore? Yeah, Singapore would be sick. Yeah, honestly, now, I'd now, to check out Singapore, man. Yeah, now this trip is, uh, you know, it's getting a little expensive. Um, yeah, yeah. Kevin Coop, um, you know, our Carrot River Saskatchewan ambassador, wonderful off-season work on the show and with the negotiations. Just a matter of constructive feedback. The balance provided with interview slash basketball-centric one-hour-ish shows featuring Will once or twice a week and banter pods every other week was a nice way to keep your audience engaged and hopefully provided you both the break you needed to be fresh at the beginning of the season. Um, as far as on-court speculation, forget Gary Trent Jr. for Sixth Man of the Year. What about Precious Achua with a Tyler Hero-like campaign for that award this year? Um, man, that's what? asking a lot of Precious. He's saying Precious for Sixth Man. He's got to score a lot more than he does. He doesn't have the skills to score like that right now. Yeah, I think he's still Tyler pretty early in his Tyler averaged 21 points a game last year. He's very early in his development curve. I think the raw talent alone just makes him so like appealing, but we we got to see how that plays out. Um, tell, he's also got to get a lot of shots. There's That's the thing, this issue with the Raptors. When everyone's healthy, there's not yeah. that many shots to go around for all these career goals to be uh, no, that's, reached. But that's, again, yeah. the whole idea is to reach the highest team goal. Yeah. No, that's fair, man. Man, this guy, you you really Chinese Messiah, man. Just, just win games, guys. No. It's just... not that hard. <laughs> yo, you yeah, you people only... are, people are man, like, look at the, they're going to look back at your and be like, yo, that Precious Achua, he was so sick, he won six man of the year. Like, no. Be like, yo, Precious Achua was sick when the Raptors won the title in 2023. He did this and this and this. Man, Raps. That's way gotta... harder than six man of the year, man. No, that's fair. Raps, get a title this decade, man. It's time for a second parade. Bro, Montrose um... Harrell won six man of the year. Yeah, so did, didn't Lou, yeah, Lou Williams. Did Pat Bev ever win six men? Probably not, right? Six man of the year winners over the years. I feel like he wouldn't have. Anyways, Kevin said, tell Will to enjoy the trip to Europe. Well-deserved time off. Can't wait to hear what the show looks like when Alex, you start pulling your weight while he's away. Uh, it'll be about a pot a week, guys. Just calm down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Sonia from mississauga works in digital marketing maybe i won't say the company mm. I, i'm not sure if people want all that information out there i first knew about will back in the hashtag rtz days when they used Damn. to select a tweet of the night to win a prize and will was one of the people who retweeted my winning tweet that night oh. full disclosure That's i initially nice. thought lou williams the nba player retweeted me uh yeah that's uh, sorry yeah. I also had like a thousand followers at that time, so it wasn't the same scale. <laughs> Many years later, I came across this podcast and has been a, have been a faithful listener for about a year now. I listened wow. to the pod on my one-hour morning walks around the Aaron Mills Town Center. I walked that parking lot because last summer I tripped on a curb, fell, and really hurt myself. So the smooth parking lot with no curbs helps. It takes about 12 minutes for one lap. Been a Raptors fan since early 2000s. I went to my first summer league in Vegas last year, when we drafted Scotty, if there's ever going to be a year to go to Summer League, might as well be when your team drafts top five. It was amazing. Such a great setup with the two gyms going at once. I got to see all the top 10 picks. I'm also a 905 season ticket holder. Don't sleep on this level of basketball. Yeah, Sonia's right, man. I've I've always had a great experience at 905. My nephew's not so much. Um, it's a great program, and it's always a rush when some of the big Raptors come to support the team. I really want to mm. thank Will for his pod with Lindsey Dunn. It really shined a light on what a female in the industry goes through. I am now a Lindsey Dunn fan and have started following 
her social accounts. Love the show, Banter Pods included. Although my mind does start to wander when you guys talk about poker and Will talks about soccer. I'll leave uh, you with I'll, lev- I'll leave you with a hot take. LeBron breaks the all-time scoring record against the Raptors in March. Damn. I don't want po- that. Very possible, man. I don't want that, man. That's an, another five minutes to that 30 for 30 episode with the Raptors. Yeah, but, you know, the Raptors are going to win that game by 20, so I actually kind of like it. Which Raptor do you think is going to give the best interview when they talk about the LeBronto series, man? Fred. He's oh, going to be like, I nah, hate this guy. You sleeping on Dwayne Casey, bro. Oh, my God. You sleeping on Dwayne. Dwayne Casey's going to be like, the only reason I was let go when Damn. I won Coach of the Year. No, nah, they definitely putting LeBron, they're probably putting Dwayne Casey in the, in the documentary, man. They're like, LeBron was so good, they fired the Coach of the Year. He went to the podium. Just wearing like a generic NBA tag. Oh my god, man! He really like, did. Coach of the year. What team? The NBA. <laughs> Yo, I didn't think about that. Oh yeah. man, he, no, they're he, gonna put in the. No, dark. he must have got. No, he got hired by the Pistons right after, though. No. No, but it he when yeah, he went to that right. award show, he, I'm pretty sure he had no attribution at that time. Maybe it was yeah. before he got hired by the Pistons. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Um. Michael says, huge fan of the show, listener since Yahoo days. I'm an aspiring musician and writer living in Edmonton, Alberta. Your show keeps me close to the Raptors team I grew up with. I moved to Alberta from Ontario, so I love hearing all the local references and stuff you guys do around the city of Toronto and Montreal. These banter pods have been fantastic and a great way to deepen your connection with the listeners as people, not just sports media. I love how you guys have managed to toe the line of great sports content with uh, two guys shooting the bleep kind of vibe. It's fantastic. I have a couple questions. Previously went to school for broadcast television. Videography ended up having to li- leave Toronto as the insane cost of living was not sustainable. Moved to mm. Edmonton to allow myself time to focus on music. I still aspire to one day work in film or TV, whether that's as a writer, director, maybe even score composer. My actual okay. question is I have a huge wealth of passion for knowledge and passion for the sport of basketball and in particular the Raptors, but I had difficulty putting out, writing out plans for a show or blog at some point. Curious if you have suggestions on picking a lane or angle from when to start covering this team or sport. I'm guessing just finding something that feels the most natural, but I want it in case you guys have some insight. No, man, I feel like a lot of people just dive into the to the Raptor space, especially, right? So like, yo, video, you know, podcast, whatever it is. I, I do feel like, you know, just dive in and figure it out. You're not going to have to all figure it out right away. Yeah, if, especially if you don't need to make money right away. Start a YouTube channel, break down some plays post some yeah. viral moments like obviously yeah. it takes time to like learn some of the basketball plays but it the learning curve is probably lower than it is for most sports like it's probably way easier to start breaking down basketball than it is to start breaking down football for example um, yeah okay okay start a youtube okay. channel that's the current gap in the market yeah start a start a youtube channel um scott from burlington um actually sent some stats over so okay uh took a quick check of teams that stayed the same the raptors are returning 92 percent of their minutes played by players and returning 94 percent of the points scored for Damn. reference the raps um, so who left svi and utah that's it yeah i guess wow. um for reference the suns 85 are returning 85 percent the grizzlies are re- returning 81 percent the celtics are returning 75 percent um not even you though <laughs> Oh man, Schroeder, Josh Richardson, Aaron, Aaron Neesmith, Daniel Tice, and Freedom all gone. Oh right, and his Freedom. I was oh, like, yeah. what do you mean Freedom's all gone? I now mean, the headlines are crazy. Freedom gets cut. Feels like the world. Um, minutes played after their big trade. After their big trade might mean more, but I don't have that kind of skill to like calculate. 
no, I'm not an accountant. Numbers may vary. Keep up the good work. All right. Well, I guess he didn't ask the question, but like, you know, yeah, do you believe in sense. the continuity stuff though? Yeah, uh, yeah I do. Um, okay. I think the big thing with the continuity is just like they found a formula that worked and now mm-hmm. they have the players who know how to execute that formula. Can right. they be happy in that formula? Probably to me. Um, mm-hmm. But you might start to run into similar issues, right? If OG didn't wanted more touches after this season, probably will want more touches after this upcoming season as well because it's probably going to shake down the same way. Yeah. Um, but I think they found a formula that worked. Again, after January 1, they were on like a 55-win pace. So yeah. and that's like 50 games of the season. So they're going to just keep that going. I think the one thing is just you think back on some of those early season games, not only did they not really know how to play with each other and the defensive rotations were a mess, but like some of the depth was just, man, like you got to like, we're bringing Svi and Utah off the bench like real quickly. Sometimes that was the plan. And now you bring in Thad, you bring in guys like Otto, um, whether Christian will ultimately factor in or not. You kind of think Kem's probably healthier this year. Like I I know like Kem really was a solid player before the knee injury. So you hope that he's able to bounce back because it would help the team. It's like, okay, you're replacing a lot of like negative minutes with like positive, even slightly positive or even average minutes. Like, I, I don't know. I think the team is going to be in a good spot, man. And I think the thing is just like, if you have a stronger bench, maybe you're able to play the starters a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that helps your injury situation. I don't really know, to be honest. Some of the yeah. injuries also just luck, you know, but I think for the Raptors, it still goes back to like you mentioned, like just the health of that starting lineup, right? Like as much depth as, as, as you can have, like they are still like a top heavy team to me in that, like you need guys like Fred and Pascal to be contributing on a nightly basis. And if any of those people miss like an extended period of time, like it's cool that you have eight to 10 guys in your rotation, but you still need those star guys to lead the way. So I don't know, man, like I'm obviously pretty high on the Raptors, but I also think like, you know, got to just let this team grow too. like, I don't know, man, like winning 55 games. I think I had them at like 54, but it's like winning 55 is hard, man. Like, like those Raptors teams, um, like from the past decade, like spoiled us in, in like how consistent they were. Yeah, very much. Like consistency is hard, man, especially with this young team, but, uh, Guy Farrell or maybe Gee, um, listening to our, three here painting the stairs you are so far beyond where you think you are to me you guys are a large part of the culture of the city and you're leaders this is from Hmm. an old white guy cheers yeah shouts nice man yeah um i mean you know i think the there's probably a pressure that comes with with leading um yeah which i think probably there are other examples to lead but uh in the in the small ways that we can do it i I think i want to embrace that like not responsibility, yeah, sure. but like just also, you know. Do also, I don't think it. I think we care about the content more than caring about like labels and stuff or how people view us. If we cared about all that stuff, legit, you know, no one else in the world is doing banter pods. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I really don't wow. think so. This guy's like this guy's gonna it's, pass around a plate for donations. No, I'm no. That's mm. I passed that point in my life. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not, man. I'm always down to take more. Um, uh, Rob says I'm originally I'm 19. I'm originally from Toronto. Now living in Halifax for school, I'm going to Dalhousie for kinesiology, aiming to cool. be either a personal trainer or physiotherapist. Lifelong Raptors fan, only discovered the show about a year ago, but since then I've been a religious listener. When I drove back to Toronto in February 2021, I basically was just listening to every episode of the pod for the whole 19-hour drive. I was going to say, damn, how long of a drive and is that, And they kept man? me awake. Yo, Wait, what, me, it wasn't one go, you was this. it? I don't know, man. I don't know. Rob, you got to let me know, man. Um... 
My brother wanted to kill me, but I didn't care. I love the banter pods, especially because they seem so natural. Yeah. Most people talking for four plus hours usually get a little dry, but you guys have a natural flow. It works so well. It does take a lot out of me, though. Uh, congrats on the successful contract negotiations. Alex, can't wait for the new season. And if you're ever in Halifax and need someone to show you around, let me know. I can show you all the best spots for them to okay. open a super fresh out here. Well, I, I'm telling you, so I've been out in Halifax once and yeah. we went to, you know, Peggy's Cove, as you do, right? Facts. And That's when I went to Peggy's facts. Cove, facts, which yeah. is just a bunch of rocks with a with a nice lighthouse at the top of it. Hmm. Not, sorry, not just. I mean, it's it's very nice. Like, there's a reason people go. Um, there were food trucks around and one of the food trucks literally had lobster congee. Yes, you told me this. And I think you I mentioned was this so on happy. air, too. I think yeah. I was so happy to find that out. Yeah, that's um. That, that's how no, you know Asians are the number one tourists around the world. Oh yeah, man. We're um, everywhere. Bro, when I go great... to Italy, I want to see other Asians on my tours. I'm just, I just know it. <laughs> there's, there's this great book, and I'm so sorry, I can't remember right now. It's almost two a.m. Um, great book about just Chinese history of Chinese restaurants, like across Canada, that that I read a few years ago. So um, mm. maybe just Google that entire sentence, and you'll find it. Um, three more to go, then we out of here. Oof. Um, all right. Let's see what else. Juan. Oh, no. This is Juan from Morning Bell Skateboards. We're um, in the process of getting some merch. Oh, nice. Um, Naveen. My name is Naveen. I'm a web developer from Toronto. Have lived here my whole life. I grew up in Scarborough. Recently got married and now reside in Whitby. Just wanted to say huge fan of both of you guys. Hopped onto the podcast right after the championship season after looking for more Raptors-related content. I started mm. religiously watching the NBA around 2007. I had to watch... Primo Pasta commercials with Bargnani and Hito Turkoglu, Yes Coach Pizza Pizza commercials with Jay Triano in the background. I've got mm -hmm. to say to be where we are now as a team compared to then is a blessing. I really appreciate the content you guys provide, whether, whether it's Alex cracking jokes or Will providing in-depth analysis of why no one contested Joel Embiid when he hit that three in the playoffs. The joke that really took me out was when Alex and Malachi and Flynn and Jalen Harris were as weak as Gohan and Krillin on Namek. I had to replay that at least 10 times. Yo. Oh, yo, man. You, you spent 223 Dragon Ball episodes. Instead of searching for one Dragon Ball, you wanted Utah's number and you still couldn't find it. Yo, relax, man. Come on, man. It's, you know, we can get this done, man. Damn, every time, I'm, I'm going to take an L next time he comes to Toronto. Oh, my I'm God. Ask, man. You I'm need to. Ask, you need to who's go who's to you need Eli to go, with the Nets. Yeah, Eli with you the need Nets. To man. Go you need to go to Brooklyn. The goods, man. You need to go to Brooklyn and take the L, man. Like the actual L train to go see him. <laughs> oh man, uh, who's that? Cavs, the, the, the Cavs broadcaster, the L train. <laughs> oh Deep my god, in the heart of the queue. <laughs> oh my god, we all like, that spot on. Final yeah, email. Yeah. The the subject is banter pod. Um, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, apologies. It's going to be a long one. Um, actually, this is not that long. I've read way longer emails. Um, in the last banter pod, you both spoke about the Asian identity and what you guys said really resonated with me. Looking back, there always has been casual racism, but I always tried to not pay it any attention or let it bother me. I've always identified as Canadian, try to view everyone I interact through that lens, regardless of race. Like the both of you, as an adult, I've started to pay more attention to it. And lately, I've been wondering myself if interactions throughout my life had 
any racist tinges to them. But Will summed it up perfectly. There's a gap of ignorance, and that's okay. Depending on the relationship you have with that person, you can clear the air. If it's a stranger, chalk it up to ignorance and carry on with your day. Also, Alex's belief that the talent or achievements should speak for themselves regardless of race is something I agree with wholeheartedly. It's mm-hmm. all about merit. I'm so glad that I found you guys, especially the banter pods this offseason, because it helped reaffirm my belief that the immigrant experience is just one of those many Canadian experiences that makes Canada... Uh, what it is, what you've both shared throughout the pod represented many of the cultural threads that make up the fabric of Canadian culture. At the end of the day, you have to believe that we as people have way more in common than each other. Thanks for all that you guys do. Consider this my submission to the show census. I'm 33 male, first generation Vietnamese immigrant, originally from Hamilton. Shout out to the Willie dog cart at Mac. Oh, Willie do you dog? Know this? Yeah, come on, man. Oh, is yeah, this a bro. dog? Yeah, this is a dog? Bro, this is man. Come on, I gotta go, man. I, I can't, don't know if you have to go, but uh, I can't have an iconic dog okay. escape. Here's, okay, here's the thing. This is an iconic dog for anyone that goes to McMaster because it's okay. like right outside the student center. Yeah, it is the cheapest meal that you can get on in the in the entire campus, right? Yep. I mean, it's still like the standard, like four dollars for a hot dog, five dollars for a sausage kind of thing. Yeah, a dollar for a dollar for pop. Like that's actually like the standard. If the, if if that's how you know inflation is happening, if they start charging five dollars for a hot dog and six dollars for a, that's tough. Yeah. No, listen. You can either choose to take your five and get a yeah. hot dog with a pop, or you can get a sausage. Yeah. Right. Like those are your, should mm. be your life choices. Shouldn't be that complicated. Some things. Willie Dog is this yellow cart. It's right outside the student center, and it's the cheapest meal. It's like anyone who's gone to Mac has probably had like at least fifty dogs, unless they're like oh, vegetarian man. or whatever. Like. Respect. I've definitely had 50 willy dogs in my life. That's amazing, man. All yeah. right. I might need to go check that out one time. Um, okay. There's why they got in... Google reviews on this thing. It's a hot dog card. Oh, my God. Living in There's... Ottawa. Kevin works in IT, usually listens to the pod while working and working out. All right. This is a final question for us, okay? Mm. My question for the pod of the five senses, which one is the one that you'd hate to lose the most? Five senses. Which one do you want to lose the most? Sight. Seeing. Yeah. So touching, sight, hearing, smell, and taste. Hmm. I feel like... Seeing for me. Maybe taste too. Man, this is actually kind of hard. But what if you okay, don't have for, smell? First off, definitely don't want to be insensitive to people who are who have no, 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 no. We're definitely this don't mean that. This is literally a trivia question. No, just like picking, like... Our, picking our like most important senses. I think it has to be seeing. Yeah. Probably it's probably like the one that you use the most, but then again, I don't yeah. know. Like, damn, this is a there, wild there are question, other ma- there are other factors that really come in. No, you're there. right. This this is this is a wild question, man. Um, I guess it shouts yeah. you, Kevin. But no, I, I think Kevin's email. What if you too. lost? The, what if you lost the ability to touch? Damn. You know? Yeah. Like, no, this is tough. This is tough. There's actually no, there's no clear answer um, from this. This is um. Yeah. We actually have two two more that I had to track down from uh, okay, let's you know, do it. front of the program, Sexy Bees. How do you feel about high-quality fake jerseys and sneakers? Would you call out other fans or friends when you see them wearing it or purchasing it knowing they're fake but cheaper than retail or if they don't know? Yo, we I see mean, so think... many fake jerseys at the okay. games. You're First also off, an owner. Yeah. I, I own a fake jersey. <laughs> I own a fake DeMar DeRozan jersey. Oh, actually, man. I own two fake DeMar DeRozan guys, guys, Yo, shout out to Sexy Bees, man. He's going to be so disappointed. Yeah. One of them bought it for me. One of them was purchased for me by a friend. Yeah. Another one I purchased. That's not a friend. Was... I don't think that's a friend. Yeah. That's a friend, man. He also okay. purchased me a fake Tim Duncan jersey, a fake uh, DeMarcus Cousins Kings like, jersey. Please just spend that extra 70 or something, man. Yeah. 
It's probably seven. Um, <laughs> Yo, by the way, you know what jersey I scooped in New York, man? Um, I don't even know. This is too old for you, man. Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, Denver Nuggets. Bro, are you kidding me, man? Iconic Goodness. player, man. Goodness. Salute fire. To yeah. The original person who took a knee on the, the anthem. Oh, legit, man. Have they done a yeah. doc on him? Speaking of docs, like, I feel uh, like that's going to be a doc. Maybe. I feel like that would be a good one, actually. I feel like I'd learn something from that. But um, Yes, go on. So I have two fake DeMar DeRozan jerseys. One of them is like a fake OVO. <laughs> Josh Sue, jersey. if you're still listening, please just send this guy a jersey. <laughs> no, send me a DeMar DeRozan jersey. I have three of them. Um, but the only thing that's fake about it is on the Sun Life patch. Yes. The L in life is lowercase. Oh, the, was, L, the L in life has been uppercase for you. Man. <laughs> Yo, they got 99% of that jersey correct, man. Yo, but yeah, that's what that's what replicas are, man. They're ninety. They're the Matt Thomas Bro, of jerseys. But every time I wear, every time I look at that jersey, I, I first I don't wear it. But like, you know, yeah. Every time I, I, I see it, I'm just like, I, I meet my eyes immediately go to the Sun Life patch. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know if I call people out, but um, I think people just have like different. I feel like people view jerseys and value jerseys as they value anything, like you know, on their own personal spectrum. So some people are willing to spend a lot on the authentics and some yeah. people just want to like put on a $60 fake jersey and just represent, right? Yeah. Well, so. listen, man. I mean, like a lot of the stuff is expensive. Like it genuinely is expensive. Yeah. And, you know, a man like me who has, you know, man, just got AirPods and stuff like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, like, a man you know, like course, you man. who I want to mention, you know, obviously do, doing well and um, also has now leveled up where you're getting uh, Mitchell and S authentic jerseys. I mean, that's different, bro. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's all I gotta say, man. Another Pantheon fan, Heidi, wanted to us to rank the four heavenly kings of Hong Kong. You know these pop, you know these pop singers who what? dominated like the Canto Wait, pop world in the nineties. Four heavenly, heavenly kings. Yeah, we're not talking about Wes's poker hands. Holy, um, Andy Lau went to Andy Lau. Jackie's like, yo, I ain't got quads, man. I got four heavenly kings, and they oh, are Lord. good. Oh um, my god. Andy Lau, Jackie Chung, Leon Lai, Aaron Kwok. Yeah, man, my sister was a huge Aaron Kwok fan. These are like, you know, it's like Harry Styles level, like like pop stars, like pop yeah, stars yeah, yeah. levels. Um, and they were such a big deal that they got branded that way. Um, and actually when when I ran my uh, t-shirt brand, you know, shouts to John, Jamie, and, and the homies, we we printed shirts of all four of them uh for for Ace. Damn. Um, yeah, and people really resonated with that. And by that, I mean, we had to, you know, discount it to $10 at the Chinatown Festival. Um, but yeah, uh, my sister was a huge fan of Aaron Kwok going up and actually like went to a concert and grabbed his water bottle from stage and like had it on her bookshelf. Wow. So um, I guess Will's, Will's abstaining from this one. Uh, I'm looking up the net worth. One of them is only $70 million. US. I love how you're like, are, is he, are they broke? Bro, they're broken than your family. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. One of those, oh, one of those 50. Yeah. 50 million USD. <laughs> yeah. Another was 50. Like, that's kind of low for man. like the people of this scale. 20? 20. Come on. 20. I can't believe. Yo, you're, the, you're really that type of person that just looks up the net worths. Nah, I, I'm, nah, this is bag talk, man. No, listen, <laughs> Yo, 20 million? Man. You're telling me this man for his you're, whole you're, life has worth earned less money than OJ and Obi's gonna back, earn next season. You're like back talk. You're like this guy not even a Fendi right now, man. This guy's tripping on him. I'm That's just a lying. lot of money, man. Yeah, you're right. It is a lot of money. Like yeah. objectively, it is. Yeah. But I thought these were the four heavenly kings, man. 
Oh man! Yeah, we got King's Sacramento Kings fire, make, make, making no, more money. No, come on, man! This guy yeah, calling sure them the you calling them the Maloofs. Oh my man, god! Yeah, bro, the Maloofs got more money than these guys combined. Oh man! <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, circling back to Kevin's email, just about you know the the kind of Asian representation and stuff identity we talked about last time. Like, yeah. no, it's super cool, man. That's like I asked you like in the middle of the pod. This was like three hours ago now. Like just about like the things that we loved about the banter pod. Like I love having those interactions too. I think it's cool. Yeah. But, but like we talked about, I think me and you agree. It's like, especially when we're talking about like the Lynn documentary, it's like, we got to just like push past those like initial narratives and stuff like, God damn. Anyways. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it is cool, man. He did score 38 against Kobe after Kobe said, I don't know who he is. I mean, that's fire, man. That's hard. Even no, we did. Even though we also did our own react pod of this. Which, oh by the way, God. you can listen to on Stephen LeBron Radio. What did? Oh man, Stephen LeBron Radio went hard, man. We, um, I literally went back and found the tapes of this game, watched the whole game, and yeah. if I had to tell you, most of it wasn't scored on Kobe. Most of it was scored on Derek Fisher. Uh, Derek, Derek Fisher, it's and all Steve, on Derek and, Fisher. Steve Blake. Steve Blake. <laughs> End of the game. Kobe started guarding him. You know, one of those like, "Yo, let me shut off the water types." He did yeah. score on Kobe a few times, but yeah, yeah, man. No, bro, Jeremy was really good in that pick and roll, man. Yo, Jeremy was him, man. I would have brought a sign that said him in Chinese, bro. Damn. Like, come on, man. Yo, they should have customized a jersey that said him. He's him. No, man, he's just him. Don't bring him into this, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, man. That really wraps it up, man. you have any, like, closing statements? Because this is the end of an era, man. It's the end of the off-season antropods. Thank you, everybody. God damn. So, first off, thank you, everyone. I mean, I I think, again, we will have more banterpods over the course of the season. They'll be more infrequent because, obviously, we're focused more on basketball itself. Um, Not to say that these haven't been basketball-focused at all. I just think that it's, like, it's cool that people have given us this space to, like, talk about other stuff, you know? Like, they weren't literally no one said like well maybe one or two people said but it's like no one really said like you'll just stick to sports like if people people understood what it was like if it if you didn't like it or you didn't listen to it that's fine but a lot of people really resonate with it i think we got closer to the community from it mm-hmm. you know we passed a lot of time in the off season and to be honest like it's just it's just an honor to to be able to share that space, you know. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna like it's an honor. It's just an honor to be Asian. Yeah. I mean, that's also true. Shout yeah. to Sandra O. Oh, but like, yeah. No, it's just cool that we were like invited into these people's lives, and yeah. we're able to share in it. Like that's and, the coolest thing. Like building a community, especially a Raptors based community, is like one of my long term goals. And I think probably it's not even long term. It's like an active mm. goal that we're I think we're achieving. So, yeah. And also, and again, like, bro, come on, man. Like we you know we got the. You know, we got to hang out a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> Every no. detail of our life was shared. I'm telling you, man. This con- this ain't easy, man. I'm just telling you. This ain't easy, eating, man. man. Content is a sport. Right <laughs> no, oh, hold don't, on. What no, are you no, eating? Don't worry about it, man. No, I hear it. I can tell, man. I it's a chocolate, tell. man. It's a chocolate. Um, what chocolate? Don't worry about it, man. Um, so, no, man. I think all the points you brought up, uh, you know, is great. And it, it, was, it, it, was, it was just really cool to, like, open up this, like, different this different like section and to me it reminds me a lot of the live event that we did mm, like yeah. you know i know the show that show was like kind of like around an hour but like there's a lot of interaction and it's just us talking and i like to think that like these banter pods is like a version of that and yeah. you know i i am excited in a way too though like you know um, let's let's get the season started man like you know i Yo, think for real please like, I actually like I when, miss basketball a lot yeah i'm okay um like when when like the season starts 
you know, Will's just naturally going to like, just, you know, be in his bag. Like you're just going to automatically lock in because this is just what you do. Like you're starving for basketball. And, and when the Raptors come back, like, you know, like you're going to be locked in, man, but you're suspended from uh, the Raptor show account for two weeks. No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. But I other than that, it. if if you want to send tweets, you you know have to get my approval. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to chill, man. I'm going to be. Actually, I might just change I'm the password. I can't have this stress anymore. Oh, by the way, so okay, so first off, our next pod, we're going to do a media day thing, so we will be back on the yeah. air short. One hour but max, like, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Depends. Okay. You know, in one hour. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Would it be crazy if I did some React pods on the road? Like, obviously, it wouldn't be like. Right I just after feel like game. you should just relax. Like, yeah, there's a know, there's a time difference. Okay, so you you the so games are going to be. At, so I, I literally midnight. can't do it. Yeah, no, it'll be like two three a.m. Yeah, right? the Italy games are going like, to be at midnight, and like, yo, just please, just go, just go enjoy your trip, man. But like, what if I want to share thoughts on how Jeff Dowden looks impressive in preseason, man? I mean, I think you could do one, like, make all your notes and then do it when all the games are done and you come back. Like, just do it as one. We'll see. We'll see. No, I'm you can saying, do whatever you, you want. If you see a React Oh, pod, my God, man. Don't just, please, man. Don't be surprised. <laughs> Yo, please, man. You're going to be, like, how many miles from the uh, Scotiabank Arena? Meanwhile, I'm going to be, like, 10-minute walk from Scotiabank Arena, but somehow you're the one blasting out Raptors pods while you're, like, on the other side of the yeah, world. Man. Yeah, bro. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see the Wi-Fi situation. No, nobody's way. challenging you, man. And nobody challenged this guy to do one React pod okay. in in uh, Italy, man. If you do, uh, you gotta say hello and welcome in Italian, man. Okay. Yeah. Buongiorno. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me translate that English <laughs> no, man. to Italian. This guy said this ain't delivery, man. <laughs> it's, it's not delivery it's bonjour no <laughs> what are you doing man oh. yeah it's it's ciao e benvenuto benvenuto yeah. benvenuto yeah i want i want all our international listeners to uh start saying hello and welcome but in their own language yo that's actually fire yeah yo, man. actually send in whatever language you speak a but voice like, they gotta send in like a voice note yeah, send yeah. a voice note. Of and we'll play you them. Saying hello and welcome. We'll bla- we'll play language. them throughout the year. Like we'll play them throughout it, the year. And don't, and don't send it if you speak English, please. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. No, Sam, I'm sorry. Sam, Sam, the sock giver from like New Zealand is like. You know what? Actually, welcome. don't don't speak. Don't don't send it if you speak American <laughs> yeah. or like, this, Canadian. This English. is the first like, podcast a, ever to be like. Accent, don't speak English. <laughs> no, if you got a thick accent, send it in. But otherwise, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that'd be sick. No, but you know how the court, the Raptors do their courts, it just says we the North in every language. It's hello and welcome in every language, man. Bro, that's kind of, that's fire, man. Bro, man, this is why we got to talk at two in the morning, man. Yeah. Like, oh, this, man. these are locked in hours right now. Ni hao, huayang. Yo, man. Let's hear it, man, please. <laughs> you, should, you should ask me if, if I want a boiled egg, man. No, I didn't, man. <laughs> Yo, Yo be sick, man. No, if you guys send those voice notes in, like we'll actually use them no. as drops. No, I'm actually. You know what? I'm actually gonna do this. I'm gonna wake up early in the do, morning. You're gonna you're gonna record the, yourself the, saying every Amalfi single coast. language. Oh no, on the Amalfi Coast, and I'll be like, oh, "Ciao." He's he talking. Benvenuto. He talking Amalfi Coast right now, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I was on like I was only one night there, man. I, I don't. I don't Damn, that kind of, man. That kind of pull, but. Damn coast talk. Yeah. Um. 
all right, that's it, man. This is a yeah. finale. This is the finale. It's the finale for we'll now. Back. Yeah, we'll it's a finale. Better. We should, you know, I like having beginnings and endings in life because I've had a lot mm. of those. Um, but, Damn. um, yeah, like this. This wraps up this particular era, and uh, basketball coverage uh, returns next Monday. Yes, and by the way, if you have enjoyed this, write a review. The please five stars review if you guys can write these long emails to me you can go to apple Podcasts and drop a review for us yeah you know what we'll take questions on the reviews <laughs> we will not take i mean maybe yeah that's fine um but like you know if i've read your email if i answered your question or you just like been entertained in any way like keep helping the success of our careers too man we, yeah, we really appreciate it um and that's it man please please wrap this up and end it man Please, Raptors, we're about to see the Raptors at media day. We're about to see them in preseason training camp. It's going to be exciting. We're going to talk about Raptors basketball nonstop. Uh, but in the meantime, the banter pot is forever. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be here when you need it. <laughs> you still tripping, man. Nah, it's 2 a.m. I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs>